This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. My enemies are many. My equals are none. They fear me like a force of nature, a dealer in thunder and death. I say, I am Emperor! Celebration of mediocrity. It is better to die for the emperor than live for All yourself. All this energy calling me back where it comes from. It's such a crude attitude. It's back where it belongs. All the little kids growing up on the skins. You're going Cleveland rocks, Cleveland rocks. Jumpin' Jean Jean, Moody James Dean. Going Cleveland rocks. From the shores of Lake Erie to the banks of the mighty Cuyahoga, live from Cleveland, Ohio, USA, in the War Room. This is the Emperor's Court here on Versal World Productions, VTWProductions.com. I am your host, the Emperor, joined in studio by Highlander. Always a pleasure. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. You seem to be doing well. How yeah. is that uh, Japanese class treating you? Kicking your ass still? Yes. Like, I imagine it would. Like work. a bitch. Yes, it's, it's a summer intensive class, which right. means in one month you take a class that normally would take an entire semester. And I have my midterm on Thursday, and I am not prepared for it yet. I'm 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 pretty prepared. Uh, truth be told, I don't know how you could be prepared for it. I know Mystic Mim took it. And I'm, I'm talking like the full semester, right? And still, it kicked her ass. She took the class twice and didn't pass. Really? It. Okay. Yes. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm not doing that bad. I mean, maybe she just had had a hard time memorizing. It, it could. I know it was very, the one she had was very intensive, and the professor she had was very demanding. But okay. she took it at Cleveland State. I don't know if they do things a little differently than they do. I don't at know. Yours, one so. one thing that I found interesting when I walked in, the guy who teaches the class is not Japanese. And he's Re- not, he's really? Not, he's not American. I mean, I guess he's American because he, he lives here. Now maybe he's naturalized, but he's he's originally from India. He, he's an Indian. So he's an Indian. He's an Indian. In the United States lived, teaching they, Japanese. Yeah. So and and English is his third language because he lived in India, learned Japanese when he was little because he thought Japanese looked cool. Right. And then emigrated to America after that and learned English. Wow. So I've this is now how about that huh? shit how about although he's a very nice guy um, i'm sure he is a nice guy speaks but... english very well i mean he speaks it with an accent obviously but it, it, he speaks it just fine it's, uh-huh. it's not a, it's not an impediment talk. or anything but I, I was very surprised to come in and there's this indian guy coming like hello how are you doing we're going to learn a hiragana here we go and i i gotta tell you it's it's a lot to memorize just off the top it's the the midterm is going to be all the 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 hiragana, which is the one of the writing systems of Japan, and it's also going to be on vocabulary and grammar. And I've I've got the hiragana down pretty well. I've been right. I've been downloading a bunch of uh, apps on my phone, just kind of flashcard apps and things like that. And every time I get a free moment, I just kind of whip it out and just start you know practicing. Yeah, I whip it out too anytime I can. But the grammar and the vocabulary, um, 
I've still got to work on that a little bit more. So hopefully I'll be ready by Thursday. Here you go. This is how to speak Japanese. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, somebody in IRC, who sent this one in? Uh, The lead hacker. The best way to learn Japanese. I like you. Come over to my house and fuck my sister. Nice. Oh, fucking A. Oh, fucking ye. Ah, that fucking. You're a smart motherfucker. <laughs> Very nice. Now, I'm um, impressed. The thing under fuck, that's, yes. that, that's Hiragana, but the two things this? underneath there is kanji. Is, is kanji. Aha! And then when you see... This looks like Korean. When you see things that uh, are very angular, right. that's, that's katakana. Look, Kata- this is why they lost the war, because they couldn't figure out the directions to shoot their torpedoes. It's in three different goddamn languages. And it's, it's, it's all done in the same... Like you, you, you see all three in the same sentence. I hate very, them very just on this. Scrub hobby. I just watch Godzilla movies. That's how I do it, and I own every single one of them. I should know this frontwards and backwards. I don't learn any Japanese, but at least it's entertaining. <laughs> you know, I, I, I asked the instructor because uh, once we you know, learned, quote-unquote, the, the hiragana, he was like, right. you can write anything in Japanese now because that's, that's all the, the That's sentence. everything, yeah. yeah. And so I, at, the end of the, at the end of the class, I kind of raised my hand and said, okay, it's just, just FYI. I, I, it's not relevant I, I, if I don't remember whatever. But if you, if you can write everything in hiragana, you don't, you don't even have to write everything in, in katakana. Katakana, is, it's the same sounds it's just different symbols okay so if you could write everything in hiragana why do you have to learn thousands and thousands and thousands of kanji characters there's like fifty thousand kanji yeah nim says isn't kanji the most used kanji is used the most yeah okay but if if you can write everything in hiragana why do why do you why put yourself through that right i mean even just just to like uh the the litmus test for reading is like if you can read a newspaper in the language in order to read a newspaper in japanese you need to know all three. You need to, well, you know, for, obviously you need to know all three, but you need to know about 2,000 kanji characters. Fuck. On top of the hiragana and katakana. Just another way the United States is superior, because we have 26 letters, and it works just fine. But um, hiragana is for particles and verb endings. Yeah, yeah, pretty so much. But if, if you can, but what I said is if you can write everything, why, why just do it that way? And he said, and he said that, uh, well, what, what you're thinking of first off is... No, 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 you have to say it in Korean. Indian voice. That's, no, I'm not yes. Indian. No, I'm not. You started this, pre- no. this, this precedent of being an I'm asshole towards other t- races. No, no, no. That's during the quickening. Oh, what? what? Oh, fine, so, go on. So one part of it is, is tradition. That's the way they've always done it, so that's the way they're always going to do it. In fact, Hiragana got started because uh, guys in Japan thought that writing everything in kanji would be too difficult for women. So hiragana, <laughs> so hiragana is actually like the, the women's language. That was like the way women wrote everything. <laughs> All because right. they thought it was too difficult for women to learn right. so many thousands of different characters. It probably is. They're not very smart. But uh, the other reason is that uh, if you just wrote everything in hiragana, uh, there some some words have multiple meanings and things like that, and you you don't quite get the context of what could be said. Kind of like a, the only equivalent I can think of off the top of my head right now would be there, there, and there, like T H E R E, T H E R, that kind of thing. That it, the, 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 the kanji clarifies the meaning, the exact meaning of the word that you're trying to say. Okay. And you've still, got to learn I, all this shit. Still, I, I, I think it's, I, well, no, I just have to learn the, the Hiragana characters. And then, okay. then some grammar, you know, the, different, the different particle endings like wa and o and de. And yo, Little Rex wants a blessing for his finals this week. I, I don't think a blessing is going to help. No, you probably that. not. But uh, you know what, Little Rex, I, I will deign to give you my blessings. 
In the name of the Emperor, and the Highlander, and the Vayar who's late. Yeah, you, Amen. You keep me out of this. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. When the lightning bolt comes down, make sure I'm at least 10 feet away from you. Nice. <laughs> Good luck, little Rex. He's fucked. Uh, <laughs> um, but anyway, what, what he said was, you know, one thing to think about, uh, uh, the, the Koreans. This is why Mim couldn't pass the class. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the, the, the the Koreans have basically done what I said they should do in Japanese. They've they had say, it looks similar. They had well, they, it's a bunch of circles and stuff. But they had yeah, yeah. they had kanji characters. They call them hanja in in Korean, but it's pretty much just you know Chinese characters. But they they just jettisoned them and just went with uh, I. It's like Hangul, I think is their what they call their script. But basically, that's that's what what I thought they should have done in Japanese. The Koreans did. Just everything's written in that script, and that's it. Which makes a lot more sense to me, but I'm not learning Korean. I'm learning Japanese, so there you go. Umamore, can I have one, too? I have finals two days tomorrow and Tuesday. I thought all school was done. What the hell class are you guys in? But see, may- I may- like Maybe um- summer classes. Oh, could be. I like Umamore, so I-, I will give you my blessing. And the Emperor and the Highlander and the Varya who's late. Amen. I give you my blessings not to completely flub up your finals. Amen. Little Rex is in graduate school. No, you're not. Wait till you get both hiragana and katakana at the same time and start mixing those up. Well, I mean, I, it's going to be a little easier because katakana, uh, it's all foreign words, and it seems like 90% of all the foreign words are imported from English. Well, it would so make sense. So if, if you can read, uh, basically, you'd like, like, computer, that's, yeah. obviously, you know, or, or kafe, you know, that, you know, kofe, that kind of thing. So you'll be able to figure it out. And you just, you just have to look at it because hiragana is loops, mm-hmm. and katakana is very angular. Got it. So one circles and cur- curves, one's straight lines. Not, not many circles in. Uh, but you know what I mean. In here, but yeah, curves. Basically. Yeah. Scrub. I heard that when women learn, their brains can overheat, resulting in stupidity. Thoughts. I wonder. Is that what it means when a woman goes into heat? Could be. Think about it. No. Moving on. No. All right. So, Hunter, uh, what else is going on in your life? That's, what is that's it? That is it. Your life has been good over to the Japanese. <laughs> I, yeah, taught I mean, by some Indian guy. I, I'll, I'll tell you, I have had several classes three, throughout my three, college. Three and a half hours a day, Monday through Friday, on top of working full time. That's that's my life. Sounds like my life for the first four years when I or the last four years I was in college. It was full time work, full time college. I mean, child. I mean, who, I yeah. mean, I'm I'm glad this is the only class I'm taking. I don't yeah, know. I don't die. know what I'd be do. Yeah, if I was taking three, four of the classes like normal people. Well, you know, that's that's what I did actually in the summer. My last semester at Cleveland State, I took three classes in the first semester of, of school, and then three three classes in the second semester because uh-huh. summer has two for them. Yeah, and it's I, the same thing here. Like uh, when, right. once I finish with this in July, I'll take basic Japanese. And too. it kicked my ass. I hated it. Um, it was I had to take a math. I had to take actually I had to take three math classes because I. I had, yeah, like no math at all. I screwed. I tell you, I try C. I took math classes, and I I think we were in one of them. You took like the the retard math, like the O nine. No, that's what I should have taken because they told me nothing lower than a hundred would transfer. Right. When I took my placement tests for try C, uh-huh. I I scored in the in like like entry level college math, like just enough uh-huh. to get credit for math. The English one I aced, which yeah, is why I ended so, up. So did I. Yeah, because yeah. we ended up in the honors English class together. Right. That's how we met, mm-hmm. but. It oh god it uh, and I had two classes to try C and I I started to flunk them both and I dropped them both and then I didn't touch it again until my last semester at, at Cleveland State when I finally said you know what I'm sick of college I want to get the hell out of here and I went to the counselor and I said tell me what I have to do the path of least resistance because I got enough credits to get the hell out of here uh-huh. he said well you've got everything you need for your majors for both of them here why don't you take this math and this math which are math classes for liberal arts students 
I've, I've retard math. That, I have taken that math. You got it. Bad math done. It was uh, like math for non-math majors. Yes, I think yes. What it was called, yeah. And basically, it was like a bunch of statistics and yeah. It was like it was that. high school advanced algebra essentially. So uh, that's what it was for me when I did it. And one class was statistics. Okay. But I, the only time I ever got an A in a math class, I hit Dean's list for both of those semesters. Nice. I never did Dean's list for any of the semester that I had a regular math class. So ironically enough, now I do math for a living. Go figure. Mm-hmm. And do it very well. So well, you you do anything enough, you're bound to get kind of good at it, right? And especially when it's if you fail, we fire you. So you, <laughs> you know, you got incentive. It. Will do. Umar says, "Amp Chicago Public Schools are September the Tuesday after Labor Day to usually the third week in June, and now it's about to get longer. Oh, that's interesting. That's how we used to. That's apparently how we used to do when we were very young in Olson Falls. Was that?" Uh, you start after Labor Day. Labor Day oh, okay. no, would be your start. My schools were always like last week of August. That's when we that was so like, back to like fifth uh, grade. First week of June, yeah. something like that. And that's how it is now. And starting in fifth grade for me, that's when they they did that. So I don't I don't mind that it's getting longer. I mean the whole point of having such a long summer vacation was originally because you were supposed to be able to like go out and work at the farm. Exactly. You work at the farm. And no none, none of us work at the farm anymore. Yeah. So, so you know. I mean, I, I, a summer vacation would be nice. I don't think it needs to be three months long, like month, month and a half. I could I, being I could that I that. didn't end up going into teaching. Absolutely, you shorten that bitch. <laughs> no reason why I can't go out there for two months at most. Now, if if you were a teacher, well, we've got to keep it the way it is. I mean, that's <laughs> that's a lot to deal with. You know, that's 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 a lot of work. Thirty kids, you know, lesson planning that doesn't change from one year to the next. <laughs> You know, it, it was so funny. I was, I was coming out of the first couple classes, and uh, I'm sitting next to this girl, and she and I are like, our eyes are glazed over. I'm like, good Lord, this is crazy. It's right. Like, this, this is like a cram school thing. And the girl's like, yeah, so it's exactly like Japan. <laughs> See, you're getting the, ex- the whole experience. You're getting the whole experience of, holy shit. It's just like, it, like you, you just write something on the board, like, okay, you do this, that, and the other thing. Okay, we got it. Good. Okay, now we go on to the next one. Like, Whoa, what the As I was hell? saying, I, I never had a class. I had several classes that were taught by uh, foreigners, you know, uh-huh. not, not Americans. Right. One of them, and I never liked any of the classes. And it wasn't just because of the way they speak. It's because their, their outlook on the way the world is was so infuriating to me. Uh-huh. I, Mr. Wim actually ended up having the same professor I did a couple of years later. And he loved her. She, he, he gave her the Social Studies Award for that college, for Lorraine Community. I'm like, wow, this guy hated my guts, hated my guts. And I, uh, he was from Kenya. Can I take a wild stab? Go ahead. Was it, was it the politics of it? He was teaching Rewind. geopolitics. Ah, yes. The, mm, I have no idea why he would have possibly. The entire class it. was essentially how the United States and the CIA had fucked up his nation for all time. Fucked up Kenya? Kenya. He was what? convinced that the CIA had overthrown his government X amount of times. And I. I tell you what, there's a lot of. I mean, that, I admit, I, I don't know. I mean, CIA certainly has thrown over. Well, you know, I looked into it. Before, we haven't Kenya? had a whole lot of dealings with Kenya. I was going to say, what, what does Kenya have? Vince, that was the case. Because that's usually the case when when you look into it. Is you know, the country has oil, so we put in a friendly dictator or something, or you know, not to get into the politics of it all. But yeah, but what what does Kenya have? I have no idea. Would, I actually want to mess research. with their government. I think it was an English colony. It had nothing to do with us. No, yeah, they but were English. Yeah, he was pissed. And this went on and on and on. And a lot of the kids kind of looked at each other like, what the hell? Barry, Kenya, oh, those no. fucks don't even have shoes. No, sir, they do very well have shoes because they're they the ones that always, they always, they always win the marathons. So, Solex, because they totally can't fuck it up themselves. 
So I went. I did some research on Kenya after this, and I brought it up. I'm like, don't you really have a beef against the English because they kind of left you guys high and dry? They said, here's your independence. We're leaving. You know, like all of Africa? Yes, yeah. and then there was a giant power vacuum because they didn't set up anything before they left. Right. I said, don't you really have to blame yourselves because you continue to overthrow your own governments and fight amongst yourselves? No, 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 that is not how it goes. And then it's just off and running. Mm. So from that point on, he did not like me. So I... And that's just one of them. But I had other okay. ones that taught, like, um, I I actually had one English class taught at Lorraine Community when I was there for the one semester. Uh, the, who what the hell, what nation was he from? Um, no, it wasn't India or Pakistan. It was it Bangladesh? That would be the other one, yeah. Actually, yeah, actually yeah, the, yeah. this guy lived very, because I, I asked him what language he, he spoke, and he, he speaks Bengali. My, my Japanese okay. teacher, yeah, yeah. which is the primary language in Bangladesh, I was like, "Oh, so you're from? You're not from Bangladesh?" And he says, "No, he, he's from like near Bangladesh, but okay. it's, but it's uh, close enough that he has to learn that. You have to learn the, the, right. the Bengali, yeah. Plus, plus, he's not a Muslim. But Bangladesh is a Muslim country. So. so this guy was lecturing to us about uh, you know, classic American novels. You know what the Great Gatsby really meant, and what the Grapes of Wrath really meant. And this is stuff I'd it's read. Pretty in high obvious school. what the grapes of wrath means. Yeah, but. you thought so. You thought it was pretty obvious what the great, what you know, the great Gatsby was about. But no, no, no. His interpretation was much different. Okay. And uh, oh, the worst one that was I had urban studies at Cleveland State, and the guy was Russian, like Russia, you Russian took urban studies. I had to. They changed it the last year before I graduated. Uh huh. My major, they changed it and threw in urban studies, history of black and white relations, and history of the black family. You take all three or all just three one of them? them. No, oh, all three. Wow, okay. They made them requirements, even though you were in the middle of your usually the grandfather you win. Right. You're right. already in the in class, you have so many credits taken, you don't have to take them. Right. No, no. This was deemed necessary to be a history teacher of any kind. Interesting. So I had to take them. Anyways, it's a Russian guy teaching urban studies in the United that's, States. That's so weird. You would think it'd be a black guy. Or a black woman. You think so? You think think it'd be someone African-American. Some of the best professors I had. One of the best education professors I had was a black chick, and she was phenomenal. She was an older woman, take-no-shit kind, Uh but she was great. This guy, asshole. We had the class three days a week. Monday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Uh Starts the semester. Let's only meet on Fridays. You guys go home. Do a quiz. We meet Fridays. Fridays only. What? Yes. Apparently, he was going out playing golf on Mondays and Wednesdays when he was supposed to be doing research. We only ended up meeting on Fridays the whole year. Please, please tell me he just gave you an A for that class. Uh, actually, no. They did not score one A in that class. What? All of the quizzes were online, and you could take them as many times as you needed to to get all the right answers. Uh huh. What he didn't tell us was they amounted to basically nothing. We didn't get a point value for them, but he gave us a paper to do. Based on a subject that he had never bothered to tell us, I actually had to take this class twice. Wow. I com- uh, enough please, of us com- please tell me that you complained to this. I was going to say, enough of us complained the after dean. the first one that uh, we were not charged for the semester. What I had hoped, and there was, I think there was like, uh, like uh, 18 or 19 of us. It was a huge lecture hall, too. There was about 60 people in this class. Wow. All right? And we went, and we complained and said, look, this douchebag is only having class one day a week when it's supposed to be three. We're paying for this. Right. And then I ended up getting a D, and I was, and I wanted to know why. I demanded an answer because it was all based on one paper on a subject that we had not covered all year. I, Highlander, I don't even remember what the hell the subject was. I think it I had the paper. Yeah. The point is, a lot of, enough of us complained that they said, okay, well, we'll look into it. But it's at the discretion of the professor to do what he wants. If he only wants to hold the class one day a week, he has it as long as he's actually meeting the requirements of that class. And I remember this one, there was a lady, older lady, standing uh-huh. up and saying, 
Requirements, my ass. Look at all of us. None of us passed this class. <laughs> wow. You know, some Hispanically, and she was pissed. We were all were. So they decided not to charge us for the semester, but unfortunately they can't override a professor's ruling on grades. So we would, in fact, have to retake the class. Sure you can. You, you That's can what the to... bitch told me. That's can't... what she told all of us. I mean, I, I, I've not looked at the, the student handbook, but usually in most colleges – you you can appeal a grade to like the the dean of of the college. This fuck you ZPG, fucking scene adders. You're an ass lick. <laughs> I hate your guts. He pulled this shit last night in Simvisor Empire. Asshole. Anyways, no. And apparently we could not appeal the grade, but we all had to retake the class. And sure enough, the next semester, oh, we only got to meet Fridays. Everybody meet Fridays. You got the same, same professor. Had to. Only got teaching urban studies. Wow. Had to. I only complained about two professors in my time uh, in college. That was one of them. One of them was Lorraine Community. Wow. Yeah. So. Well, considering you took it twice, uh, hopefully yes. you got an A in that. I got a B. You got a B? I was. A B? At Highlander, I should not have, have gotten a D the first time. Jeez. I, I still, and I asked him. I even, I even went up to him after class, the final class, when he handed out grades. I said, I'd like to know why it is I got a D. I don't know. You probably didn't do well in your, your paper. I'd like to see my paper then. I'd like to go over it with you to find out what. No, I don't have time for this class over. We brought this up. I wasn't the only one that brought it up, too. Actually, I mean, I mean you, you, you never got your paper nope, back? Nope. Nope. I, he's, you know, and I asked the dean. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I, or whoever it is I you talked to. It was, no, it was the dean of the department. Okay. It was the head of the. Uh, uh, the uh, was the it history? Was it? it could have been no, urban no, 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 studies no, no, no. because there's only one teacher. It was the elective of. It, it was. What the hell? It was like a social studies elective. Okay. I forget who the hell the dean, and this is back in like 06, so it's been a few years. Okay. And I remember the dean of that department, the head of the department, saying, because some other girl asked him and said, well, you know, I asked him to see my paper, to see what it is I screwed up on. And he said, well, I don't have the paper. I, I don't know where, where it is. Semester's over. And she said, and the, the dean says, and asks her and said, well, he didn't give you back your paper? And a couple other people said, no, we asked him the same thing. I know I did. Uh-huh. Never got the paper back. Never got an explanation. I, to this day, I don't even know why I got a B. Personally, I think he was just afraid to flunk anybody after that. But, yeah, I was pissed. I was pissed. I'd, I'd be pissed, too. That's, wow. How are you going to get rid of racism unless we stop talking about it? <laughs> so, Lex, how are we going to get rid of black people unless we kill them all? <laughs> and we're off to a fantastic start. And I blame you because you brought up the Indian-Japanese guy. Well, no, he started he's, that brawl he's, he's, he's not Japanese, he's Indian. But, but he's an Indian uh, Japanese. But if, if you want to talk about something mildly racist, apparently, like when, <laughs> apparently okay. when, when when he went to Japan, right? It's not it's it's not even really racist. It's just what you would expect. He went to Japan to take like his because he he has like a I don't I don't know if he has like a doctorate in it or a master's or something. But he he went there many times, obviously, to learn language. But he 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 went there to like take his like tests to prove right. that he you know knows a lot about the Japanese language. And you know, not only was he on the only non-Japanese person in there, but imagine an, a guy from India in a giant lecture hall full of Japanese people. Right. You know, he stuck out like a sore thumb, pretty badly. Like everyone was staring at him when he'd walk everywhere. It was Where's cool. Waldo? <laughs> yes, pretty much. I'm over here. <laughs> it was like, who is this guy? Jeez. So what else? Anything else? Nothing. Nothing. No, playing anything? Are you playing anything? You don't have time to play anything. Play anything? Are you no. kidding? No. You don't I, have time. I, I was. I, I had picked up. Uh, what did I just? What did I pick up a while ago? Uh, the game of the year edition of L.A. Noir, but uh, I stopped playing that when I, uh, you know, started doing all this. Decided crap. to give your life away to the Japanese. Exactly. 
And that's your ultimate goal is to be like an interpreter of Japanese, right? Yeah, I like to. Well, or what, go what, over there. It's it's good. Well, I'm going to have to go there eventually in order to you know, in order to really understand the language. You know, at okay. some point I'm going to have to go there. You know, that's going to be way down the road. But it it depends on what college I end up transferring to because some colleges offer a degree in Japanese. Cleveland State does. Other colleges offer a degree in what they call East Asian studies. Yep, and they then do, you they do both. Then you specialize in Japanese. Yeah. So it just depends on where I go after that. But I, I can take. I can take beginning, intermediate, and advanced. And apparently, there's a Japanese calligraphy class too. So I'm gonna—that's a waste of time. I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna ask the guy if it would count toward a Japanese degree. If it does, I'll take it. If I if it'll transfer. If not, then I'm not gonna bother. But then after advanced, which would happen in the spring, then I'd have to figure it out. Scrub puppy, I bluffed my way through an essay of The Great Gatsby. Never even opened the book. Yeah, the internet's a hell of a place, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I... Well, I'm sure it wasn't around when he was in school. Well, it might have been. He was, what, 28, 29, something like that, I think. Great Gatsby. That's one of the Roaring Twenties, isn't it? And it's all about you know money and the Gilded Age, and there's some uh, dude yeah, who gets somebody kinda. in the car, and they die. That's at the end. Yeah. Well, no, actually, looted. it's, uh, it's, it's the, the woman who hits. You yes. find out the end. It's the and then it's really the they, the guy takes the blame for it, but it's, yes. you know, the guy, it's Gatsby, which nobody likes, and then he right. dies, and at the funeral there's no one there. And exactly. The guy is disillusioned, goes back to his shithole farm in the middle of nowhere. The end. That's the Great Gatsby in 30 words or less rather than kind a page book. Yeah. Seen <laughs> Anders Highlander wants a Japanese wife. I don't know if I'd want a Japanese wife. I don't, I don't know. know. Asians are hot, dude. Well, it depends on the age. Well, it depends on well, any. Yeah, it depends I mean, on anybody. It depends on any race. Tell you what, Indian matter. chicks? Hot. Some Indian chicks are really I work hot. with a few, and they are hot. Some are really yeah. hot. Yeah. But see, if, if you're going to do that, then you're going to have to probably go vegetarian because most of those guys are, are vegetarian. Yeah, no. I'll change her. You'll change her? Yeah. Wow. Ain't never going to happen. I don't care how hot she is. I'm, I don't care if Scarlett Johansson was here to blow me. I would say, and I, I would have to be vegetarian. No, sorry, that blowjob lasts five really? minutes, You're ten gonna... minutes, fifteen minutes, or I can have steak the rest of my life. See, I'm I'm, I'm not a big fan of steak. I'm, I'm, I shouldn't say I'm not a big fan. Of steak. I'll eat it, but I don't like. You know what I, I mean? Don't like I have Meat. to have steak. Like yes. I don't. I don't think like that. Like chicken. Ch- the chicken it would be difficult to give up. Red meat, I, I could give up easily. Little Rex, get her addicted to the tube steak. <laughs> the tube. See, Sean, go for the go for the steak. See, there you go. She can suck on my meat for ten minutes, or I get meat the rest of my life. Uh, five bucks on West Iron Thirty that gets me a blowjob anytime I like. Yeah, and it may give me a little it, more than I wanted. I was gonna say, it, you know, it's a gift that keeps on giving. Want but... the crabs to go? With <laughs> I'll take the surf and turf. <laughs> All right. The Great Gatsby is about Indian the... chicks are not hairy and bitchy. What? You, you are hanging out with the wrong Indian chicks. Yeah, no kidding. Puppy. Good Lord. Sorry, I, Scrub, I got it. No, 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 no. I, 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 work... I, I will admit. There I mean, are three I've or seen four some... off the top of my head that, ooh, yeah. I've, I've seen some really hot yes. chicks before. Aren't the Japanese hairy? Uh, no, quite the opposite, actually. <laughs> They're kind of not hairy. I don't think they shave. Uh, you know, there. But beyond that. I don't, know. I don't know. Actually, I did get a, an Asian question for the quickening, which I am doing today. Yeah, I'm, yes. I'm really curious to see how that all turns out. It's going to be a train wreck. And Varyar said he's going to do the uh, stupid video game moment. He he texted me asking for advice on. Oh, how. did he? Yeah, yeah. Like, how what do you do pussy. it? Said, so, look, it's really simple. I just type in a Google search for worst video game of, and I pick a year, and then just kind of go from there and just kind of hunt around until I find a game that I sounds interesting or that I haven't done because you know, obviously, you start. 
seeing them again Same and again. Ones, yeah, yeah. yeah, like, oh, okay, I did that one already. So either yeah. watch the Let's Play or you just download the ROM or something? Yeah, basically, I'll, I'll watch, I'll, I'll read some reviews. I'll, if, I, if there's a Let's Play of it, which, yeah, actually, there, there are a lot of Let's Plays of crappy games. I'm surprised they do that, but yeah, well, I'll watch a Let's Play of it. Little Rex Amp, I will admit to you, some are smoking hot, but I am Indian and I am with Scrub 50% on this one, too. Well, just because you're a hairy little troglodyte doesn't mean the chicks are. Bottom line. So, I did. However, <clears throat> uh, I got a ton of quickening questions, not a whole lot of mailbag questions, which kind of disappoints me because uh, I, I, I like the mailbag. So, you need to increase that before we get to it in the second hour. Emperor1G at Cox.net. In fact, unfortunately, I, I, am, uh, I am. I just had you a You are word. remiss Thank you. about telling people how to get into IRC. Thank you. Here's how you can get in touch with the guys. Send an email to them at emperor1g at cox.net or join us in IRC at irc.quakenet.org in channel VTW. Well, this is, this is going to take me back to the old days when it was just you and me. and That's it. Yeah, that was about <laughs> it. And we were broadcasting Warcraft 3 games, and you were sitting there waiting for the cool one-liner that actually made the whole thing <laughs> worth it. While well, I called action that no one else gave a fuck about. And they're just waiting for Highlander to fire off the quick little one-hitter, and then everybody in IRC would laugh, and that would begin the whole discussion. Yep. Now, what did I do this week? Uh, well, I worked my ass off. Uh, I put in a lot of hours this week, because we have a deadline coming up that we must meet. No exceptions. Let's see. Yesterday, I pushed around a 300-pound drum... Basically, it's one of those. Uh, basically, it's a roller to kind of even out your yard. Okay. Because I rolled it to the front of it, so I had to get out of the stupid thing in ninety degree heat and push it around so I could level out the dirt so you don't sink when you stand in it. So that was super fun. Let me tell you. We must repopulate Japan. Okay. You get right on that. Yes. Well, you first. someone's got to because they're not having sex over there. Scrub up, depopulate, fix. No, no, no. I'll take all the Japanese chicks, the hot ones, anyways. Apparently, they're not getting anything over there. They're not getting the good stuff. I guess. No, I am no. more than willing to breed it out of them. Go USA. Anyhow. Uh, da, 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 da. So there was that. I had to write up the quickening, which was kind of cool. That took about an hour because I actually had to write it out this time. Actually, that's a, that's about well, I, you know, like an hour and a half maybe for me sometimes. It, it depends on the questions. So Alex pulls up Ethnic Cleansing, the video game on Wikipedia. Dare I? I actually got to know. Of course you do. Yeah, I, I have to. Of course you do. Please. Yeah. Is the Pope Catholic? Most of the time. Does he wear a funny hat? At the Cleansing is a computer game developed by Resistance Records, <laughs> an underground music label owned by the National Alliance, specializing in neo-Nazi and white supremacist bands. The game was developed using the Genesis 3D and open source game engine. What? There's controversy? <laughs> in the game, no. the protagonist, the player can choose either a skinhead or a clansman. That's a tough choice. Wow. Runs through a ghetto, killing black people and Latinos before descending into a subway to kill Jews. I, I like how the only the Jews take the subway, apparently. Yeah. The blacks and the Latinos You have to walk. fight your way through gang turf to go to the next level, which is, you know, ultimate underworld. I mean the subway. <laughs> Finally, he reaches the Jewish Control Center, where Ariel Sharon... Former Prime Minister of Israel is directing plans for world domination. The player must kill Sharon to win the game. Sequels and similar games, because this one begs for a sequel. A sequel called White Law was released by the same developer in June of 03 with a similar premise. Well, I mean, usually once you got a game that works, why change why, the formula? Yeah, don't fuck with the formula. Right. Where well, the player assumes the role of a police officer going postal. It, however, attracted much less attention than ethnic cleansing, 
Both white law and ethnic cleansing can only be ordered directly from Resistance Records. Another game, Zog's Nightmare, was made by Jim Ram, a former National Socialist Movement member. Both ethnic cleansing and Zog's Nightmare have similar premises. However, Nightmare is much bigger, having eight levels instead of ethnic cleansings, two. Really, because after that, it just kind of gets repetitive because all the black guys look the same. I know. Initially, Resistance Records intended to create a similar line of games based on the events of the Turner Diaries. You mean like the, the, the like, uh, Nat Turner, the guy who, the slave who did the revolt? I just, just don't know. Oh, well, after be. you're done. However, only White Lawn Zog's Nightmare have been released so far. Is that, I didn't know that he wrote. Uh... No, no not... not even close. Okay. A novel Quite written in 1978 by, former, uh, by William Luther Pierce a former leader of the white nationalist organization National Alliance, under the pseudonym Andrew MacDonald. The Turner Diaries depicts a violent revolution in the United States which leads to the overthrow of the government, nuclear war, and ultimately a race war, leading to the extermination of all Jews and non-whites. Wow, this sounds Wow, that sounds like a children's book. Yes, a phenomenal pick-me-up, put-me-down type of book. The book was called Explicitly Racist... No! No! Explicitly Racist and Anti-Semitic by the New York Times. Speaking of white power, Varyar has joined us and has been labeled the Bible of the racist right by the Southern Poverty Law Center. My, 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 my. Apparently we're found in the getaway car of Timothy McVeigh. Now, I knew the guy was a nut job, like, anti-government. Didn't think he was a racist. Doesn't really matter. I mean, Mm. you know, being again, that's one thing, but, you know, blowing up something else, but a racist? That is too far, sir. That's a bridge Is there no standards? I'm 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 also I'm I'm afraid to click on because the, they have a link to the site. Do they at the bottom of this? I'm almost afraid to click on it. Yeah, because, we're not going because to. then you're going to get a now you know. Right. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. <laughs> government agents let us in. <laughs> I used to be we, a government agent. Shut up. Yeah, I'm not going to some nut job anti everything website. Why in God's name are you two looking at an ethnic cleansing game? How did uh, this come up? IRC. Come up? IRC. Ah, okay. The hell were we were talking? McDonald's <laughs> is a racist conspiracy. No, but uh, what else is a racist? Uh, pool is a racist conspiracy. Pool shooting pool. Yeah, think about it. the the one white ball kicks around all the other colored balls and forces them to go into little corners. Isn't that ah uh, the way it should be? Yes. Isn't that a Family Guy episode? <laughs> the the opposite of which know. is of course bowling, where the black ball knocks down the white pins with the red necks. <laughs> hey, there you go. I, I didn't come up with that. that was, that's that's fine. So why do black people suck at bowling? You think we run up their alley? Ha Nothing? Zing. Oh, Nothing? Oh, Fuck you, by the way. You I know. son of a I'm bitch. Sorry, I apologize. No, no, no. You don't get to apologize. Mm. This is what I spent my last night doing. We were playing Sins of Soul Empire last night, all right? So I ended up not yes, going. This is, yes, this is you really are important a dick. stuff. Yes, <laughs> it is. At 2.30 in the morning, I fell when asleep. you're fighting <laughs> to save your buddy, who you think is still online, and you're trying to eventually. <laughs> That's awesome. See you, CPG. Fire, you're a prick. I know. I we got I'm, fucked. All right, guys. I'm going to put the empire on auto. By his rage. Well, no, I, I, we were playing, and it was going fine up until a point, and then I got. We were baby, winning, and then I, we pushed him back, and and we were winning, and I went to the bathroom, and then I sat back down, and. I just fell asleep. I woke up this morning with my face on my keyboard. Now, that's a legend. Wow. I'll say that's a legend. Because he kept on going AFK most of the night because, one, he was drunk. I'm pretty sure you were drunk. Were you not? Uh, damn no, close? I, I had a nice buzz going. Okay. I wasn't drunk. Second is, he had some hot cousin or something came over. He had to keep on going and my, talking to her. No, I gave my cousin my charger for her phone, and then they went to ZPG sleep. ZPG backed me up in this. Did he not keep going AFK to keep talking to somebody? 
Back me up on this one. Yeah, but then they went away. They were asleep when and all he this never went came down. back. The point is, I, he sends this giant fleet in to attack the one guy. We're watching it. We're watching it. Why is his ships not moving? Why are <laughs> ships not firing? They're just sitting there. I was asleep. Fifteen minutes. Eventually, they figured out that he's AFK. They're like, and they even said, "It looks like your uh, your ally has gone AFK. He's not there." So then, of course, they go racing north and start attacking his worlds. I think he's simply off talking to his family or he's doing whatever. So I leave ZPG with his dick in the wind. I go and save his worlds. Okay, all part of an elaborate ruse. I crush three fleets before after an hour of this. I'm like, fuck it. He's obviously not coming back. It's 2.30 in the morning. I am going to bed. I was fucking out. Wow. I, I do feel bad about it, but... No, I was I pissed. Apologize. I'm like, I, I waited until 2.30 in the morning. I'm... I'm he sent I, me a very angry text. Yes, I'm, I would have gone to bed. <laughs> I told him, like, look, if you have to go do something, just tell us. That's was, fine. It's not a big was deal. It but were, were you trying to talk to me because yes, I was we, asleep? I, I called and left you a voice message. Z, Z and I are talking to you. Like, why the hell is he not responding? Maybe he fell down in the bathroom. We don't know. Maybe he's so drunk he can't control his guys. We don't know what's going on. But it, the, the enemy knew. They knew exactly <laughs> what was happening because his ships sat there and did nothing. Now, to your credit... The AI beat this guy's ass, the Malphite guy, because he had to send in three fleets. Nice. I watched him send in reinforcement to reinforcement to try and get there. That's funny. So, and just as I started my offensive, I was going through the center of the map, and I was burning off Dark Green's worlds, and then I see that his fleet is trying to do an end around to hit your world. So I go back. I crush his fleet by that point. The other thing, too, is, Z, you blow ass, because (laughs) Guardian, the light blue guy, left. So he's fighting the AI. Which is akin to beating up a retarded autistic kid. Right. He could not win. <laughs> Z was back. He, like, lost a world. He got knocked back on his heels <laughs> against a fleet half his size. So it was like a cripple fight. Oh, it really was sad. In, yeah. It really was. So I, it was just, oh, I was just pissed. Like, what a wasted night. Could have had a win, didn't even get that. So go ahead, Voyer. Tell us how your weekend has been. Um, okay. I had a nice nap. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> How hot was no. your cousin? She's Seven? my cousin, and she's 17. Ah. Which is not what I was hearing yesterday. Oh, okay. Man, she wasn't my cousin. I'd be all over that. Like, it was terrible. Z, back me up on this. Did he not? Now I'm throwing him under the bus. Now I'm just making shit up as I go because I'm pissed. He's Continue. an asshole. Yes. What are you going to do? I'm the asshole? No, sir. I, no. I freely admit my asshole status. <laughs> I do. It was a dick thing to do. CPG, but... to be fair, I had no fleet. No, you had a fleet. You lost it to the computer. That's what happened to your fleet. Maybe the black people has kid. I don't even know what that's I about. Don't either. I don't know. Moving I don't on. Know. Anyways, yeah. Uh, no, we had a couple of people over last night. That's why I was on late. Um, you know, played cornhole, hung out, whatever. Then got on, played video games with him. Dozed off, woke up this morning, went to work. Today's Varyar Day, is it not? It is Varyar Day. It is? Indeed. Yes. Wow. Yes. It's more of a drinking holiday than... It, that's really, what I hear. It's, it's like an a, Irish It's like St. Really. Patrick's Day 2, Electric yeah. Boogaloo. Nice. Whereas, like you know, mine's more of like a feast day where you have to go to church and all that, so... So, clearly not as fun. And yours, they sacrifice kittens, so... <clears throat> Z, he was talking about her ass all game. I See? Told you! Fantastic. Exactly. Oh, uh, now I've got both of you. You sick uh, There we go. Uh, That's awesome. You know, I, I had an idea one time for a, for a segment called it, it, Is She Legal? Where you, <laughs> you, just, you just put up pictures. Like, I'll, I'll find pictures. And, like, you know, is she legal or is she not legal? And by legal, I mean 18, just in case you live in some weird South Carolina or 
West Virginia State. Scrub says, I have at least one squad member willing to step into the arena next week if we're off. So you'll play Sins. Actually, I believe on Tuesday the expansion for Sins drops, so i got to pick that up. Uh, I actually have it. I just got an you? update to the full. Okay. Well, I, I you got the beta. Right. Yeah, you pre-ordered it. Right, right. Right. So i got to pick that up when it comes out. They added a new ship. For 40 bucks, but you got that new ship. I don't know exactly all the what they've changed. Supposedly they changed some other stuff too, but the beta only opened up the the, the tech. Titan. Well, yeah, the beta only opened up the Titan as the new ship, and you could only play as the tech. Um, wow, you can't part. play the other two? Not in the beta. I mean, you do once the full game drops. Okay, they're going to be right, open. right, right. But wow, but yeah, wow. yeah. So I actually kind of like that, Halder. The is she legal type thing? Is she Maybe legal? We, that, All right, I think that would be funny. I will. I love uh, how, the problem is, I guess, for podcasting, that really doesn't work out. No, but the, for the live crowd. The only way for podcasts, like, it would have to be, like, famous girls or whatever. But they really, you, you run out of them in, like, one shot. Really. Right. Right. Uh, yeah, we're still playing Trinity. The new one's not out yet. Uh, it won't be out until Tuesday, as I just got done saying. So, <clears throat> what else did I do this week? Worked in the yard. Cleaned the house. Fixed my aunt's TV again. Yelled at the cable company to fix our problem. For some reason, I haven't been able to figure out, and this has been happening since we got the house, is that we'll be watching TV and we flip some channels, and all of a sudden the screen starts shaking terribly. Like, you know, it's like Michael J. Fox was, you know, the camera guy on okay. every single channel. Doesn't matter which one you go to. And I don't. Fuck you, Xy. <laughs> I bet Sinanus are too great at sins. <laughs> you can be news while teaching listeners how to make coconut pancakes. <laughs> Fuck off. Uh... Was he? Well, last night he sucked. That's right, because that was his name was C. Nanners. <laughs> so I called and yelled at uh, the cable company, and they're going to send out another technician with another box. Now, see, I flipped boxes. I took the one upstairs, put it on the downstairs. Same issue. So uh-huh. I know it's not the TV. I switch it to a game console. I switch it to a, a Blu-ray player. I switch the cords. Everything's fine. It's only that one box, and it's the second box now we've had. I just, ugh. So I don't want to have an epileptic fit every time I watch something. So, Indians won today. That's good. Celtics yes. lost last night. That sucks. Really hoping that LeBron would go down in flames. I, I did, after he went off on that game six, I figured out yeah. it's not happening. They'll, they hear, oh, the greatest game ever. Like, well, Isn't that what you guys said when he beat Detroit that one year here in Cleveland when he dropped 53 on the Pistons? The greatest single performance in the history of NBA playoffs. I never heard that. Yeah, when he when he beat the he Pistons, has so had like eight yeah. forty plus point. Oh no, I mean games. he's had I mean, great games. Yeah, but I, I I thought that uh, Michael Jordan would have the title of greatest. I, I remember that was ever. the the big thing that happened back then. They were now they're talking about it well, last night. Okay, haven't haven't you seen like the the picture of Michael Jordan sitting like in the thinker pose with all his rings on, all his championship rings, and it, it like at the top of it says, "Hey Michael, you know, have you heard of LeBron James?" And at the bottom it says. <laughs> Doesn't ring a bell. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's very entertaining. I really still want them to lose. Just oh, so, so do I. I'm so, so do I. Rooting for Oklahoma City. Yep. I will buy a Thunder's jersey if they win. You will buy a Kevin Durant jersey. Sure. Who? Exactly. I will buy that guy's jersey. You've never heard? Well, I know, yes, you, I you don't follow. Durant is. I follow. Basketball. I don't follow basketball. I know who he is though. Okay. I actually, I always get Kevin Garnett and Kevin Durant flipped. Uh, okay. So, anyway, scrub. So you'll be able to play Sins of the Solar Empire next week, huh? Maybe, possibly. We play at about nine o'clock at night our time. So I don't know what godforsaken time it is in that shithole, but because that's what Afghanistan is. Let's be honest. To our one listener, who's an Afghani? Sorry. 
We actually have an Afghan listener. You know, it's it's hard to Are tell. Are you sure it's not the U.S. military? It probably is. Let me take a look. It's probably scrub. That's what I would think. It's kind of what I was thinking. Let's take a look. Uh, let's go down to our map here on VTW Productions. Da, 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 da. The worldwide listener map of listeners. <laughs> let's see. Go 13 guard. page views. Uh, go guard. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, Always funny. Wait, didn't that used to be... 2D? Yeah, now it's rotating. Whoa, look at that. Ooh, stuff. shiny. The future. Okay, we're moving it to 2D. There we go. I was actually thinking it reminded me of XCOM, which I've been playing all week. Ah, uh, okay. There's our one Iranian guy. There's some Indians. The mullahs let us on. It would probably be the one up Pakistan. near the near the Caspian Sea there. No. Nah, to the left, that one. That's Iran, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. Iran? Yeah. India, Pakistan. Little... Nope. It's right in here, but I don't yeah. see anything, so no. Looks like just Pakistan. What the hell is out here? Marutius? Mar- Mar- that's a country. Foreign country. Reunion. Actually, I know there's a naval port there because that's where they drag one of those ferries that uh, got wrecked off Madagascar. Anyways. Currently listening. Portugal, oh. U.S., Norway, United Kingdom, Australia, Romania, Romania. And that's where it stops. So nobody, nobody in Afghanistan. Wahooga. That's the name of the city in Australia. Trinity is the expansion pack, right? I think we have Trinity. Yes, that's the yeah. expansion. If you only have Trinity, we'll play Trinity next week. So like, so we had a listener in Afghanistan, a plane would be in Em's living room. <laughs> that would suck. Scrub, I bought it on Steam. I know, I know the package had Rebellion. All right, so you got the pre-order then, so you'll have all of them. Good. Then we'll learn Rebellion together, other than for... Should be 5 a.m. our time. You're going to get up at the crack of 5 a.m. in a foreign country in the middle of a war zone to play a war game What's some guys back in the States. God bless America. Only in the future. If I told my grandfather this, if he was still alive, he would be, what the fuck? I was shooting Nazis Probably. while these guys are playing games instead of shooting brown people. <laughs> Well, we have a total, uh, a bunch of articles to get to this evening. I am doing the quickening. Varyar, were you able to do the stupid video game over the week? Yes. Oh, dear God. Did my uh, no, I actually, assistance help you? Uh, yeah, that's okay. how I found it. Okay. Um, well, yeah. I'm actually, I, I was kind of wondering if I should text you and see if uh, you've ever done it before since you've been doing them for a long time, but I figured, fuck it. Don't worry about it. Yep, don't care. Uh, although it's not as awful. See, you have a way with snark that makes it sound lighthearted and fun. Of course. <laughs> I just sound like a total asshole, so I toned it way back. That's kind of how the my, quick is going to be. Yeah, my yeah. original draft was just shit on Atari. I mean, over and over, it was horrible. Wow. I think I made up some swear words. Nice. <laughs> but So I read, went back and read it, and I'm like, man, I just sound like a dick. I guess I'll revise that one. So I, I redid it and toned it way <laughs> back down. Scrub, hopefully we can do it. We know how to follow orders and don't fall asleep at our posts, Varyar. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm not going to hear the end of this for a while. That's fantastic. No, you're not. <laughs> oh, uh, Melly stuff. Varya put in work? What? Okay. Uh, one so. time. All right, one time. Calm down. I'm still a slacker. You didn't bring any beer, did you? No, I brought other drinks. Okay. Well, we have that hard liquor that scrubs in along that you were supposed to drink. Have, yeah. you, have you even tried it? No. Okay. I will bring you down a shot glass, and you should try it on the air. Okay. In fact, let's do that right now. Right now? Why don't we wait till after break and that way? Yeah, that way we don't have to wait around for you to go way. up to get it. And Whose show is this? 
I don't know, Em. Who's no, it's, well, it's Highlander's show. show. It's your show. Because now we're doing what you want to do. <laughs> yeah. So I've... tell me, Highlander, what would you like to do? Uh, why didn't you run upstairs and get that shot? And uh... No, 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 because it makes more sense. We just do the articles and do it during the break. Remember? It's exactly what I wanted. Yeah. Thank you. So we have a bunch of articles to get to this evening. I have done the quickening. Uh, Fire has done the stupid video game of the week. Highlander has taken over Voyar's job of doing nothing. Uh, I need your. I want your... my job back. I kind of, <laughs> I kind of like this position. Not I do need questions, comments, and emails, especially for you for the mailbag. It is rather thin because all of you sent in questions for the quickening, which is great, but does not get you off the hook for sending normal questions. Amper1g at cox.net. So send them in. We're going to do that in the second week or second week, second hour. Now. Highlander and I were discussing this one prior to going on the air. Uh, and Highlander, you seem to have a better grip of this than I did. Why don't you run with this one? And All right. We could probably paraphrase the whole thing. I don't know if you, know, I don't know if you have to read the whole read, article. Read, read. Okay. UN, according to CNET, UN could tax U.S.-based websites leaked documents show. Another reason to close that place down. Global yeah, internet I had tax. that posted. That is the, the thread posting. Another reason to despise the United Nations. Global internet tax suggested by European network operators who want Apple, Google, and other web companies to pay to deliver content is proposed for debate at a UN agency in December. The basic... Okay, uh, uh, what I don't understand with this is that basically what, they, what the European Telecommunication Network Operators Association wants to do is to put a tax on people that live outside the United States to access American content. So let's say you live in Denmark or Japan or Afghanistan or whatever, and you try to access content that is in the United States, like uh, Apple's website or Google or YouTube or whatever, you'd have to pay a tax on that. What I don't understand is why, why does it matter where the content comes from? Does it take up that much bandwidth that you have to pay extra because they're, you're sapping up so much of their bandwidth from the company? Well, you would think that uh, since the I users are already paying for bandwidth, that that would be covered. I mean, it, it looks like uh, that basically European countries are jealous that American com- companies are much, much better than their co- shitty little Vodafone or whatever the hell and want to make people pay since so many people are accessing American content. So basically, that is you. Th- you uh, believe that's your specul- okay. While this is the first time this proposal has been advanced, European network providers and phone companies have been bitterly complaining about U.S. content providing companies for some time. France Telecom, Telecom Italia, and Vodafone Group want to quote require content providers like Apple and Google to pay fees linked to usage. But now, I don't understand what the big beef is. Who who, who cares? cares? Who cares where the content comes right. from? I mean, I don't. It's not about the content. It's about the money. But what does it matter where it comes from? That's the point. I don't. Why now? Hang on. I understand if, if they're just if this is a whole greed thing. Is if it's just you know what we see a way that we can go after something popular. If people all want the content, if a majority of the material that people are streaming is coming from the U.S., then we can throw some fees on there and make some money for ourselves. I get that. That isn't what this is saying though. I'm with you, Highlander. I don't understand what their bitch is. I, I just how are they it. put out by where the content comes from? What is it? Why do they if, care? If I if I go to a site that's based in South Korea yeah. or Japan. Or, who cares? I don't, I don't pay. I, who cares where it comes from? Right. It just goes along electric cables. It, 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 I, does, it, see, it shouldn't I, require paying more money. Well, see, that's the thing, though. I don't think... I, I think you're looking at it wrong. I think they want... Look, Amer- the content from American companies, Google, Facebook, all these giants on the internet is extremely popular. These people... I mean, those companies pay American taxes. Other countries want some of that money. 
This is from CNET.com, by the way. It says the ETNO refers to it as, quote, the principle of sending party network pays. Principle of sending party network pays. An idea borrowed from the system set up to handle payments for international phone calls, where the recipient's network set the per minute price. If its proposal, proposal is adopted, it would spell an end to the Internet long's, Internet's long-standing successful design based on unmetered peered traffic. In a statement sent to CNET on Friday, the ETNO defended its proposal saying it's innovative and said it had been adopted unanimously by its executive board. It would amend the treaties by saying, quote, to ensure an adequate return on investment in high bandwidth infrastructures, operating agencies shall negotiate commercial agreements to achieve a, sustain- a sustainable system of fair compensation for telecommunications services. Again, I, I who still the fuck don't understand cares? it. It I mean, does. What, what does it matter if you access if you're in the UK and you access a site that's based in the UK or site based in India? I, mean, it, it, I, don't, I don't understand it at all. Does the UK have a Google equivalent they could use that they would not get charged for? I mean, that's essentially what it's saying is it, if you're going to use because it's saying Google and Apple, fine. Is this like some kind of trade uh, uh, tariff where you're trying to protect your own stuff in in country? Do they have a search engine that's equivalent? Do they have an Apple service, an iTunes equivalent in the UK that they wouldn't get charged for? But if, if even if they do, who cares? Oh, I don't. I, don't, I, I, I don't still know. don't. Yeah. I still don't understand the point. It's of not it. clear how the taxes levied by the E10O's plan would uh, total per year, but observers expect them to be in the billions. Government data shown that in 1996, U.S. phone companies paid their overseas counterparts a total of 5.4 billion dollars just for international long distance calls. If the new taxes were levied, large U.S. companies might be able to reduce the amount of money uh, they pay by moving data closer to overseas customers, something that Netflix, for instance, already does. It sounds to me like Varyar might be right. They're just trying to give a shaft to the U.S. companies. They're just trying to, to jump on the bandwagon and try to bilk for money. But I, I guess I just don't understand what all of a sudden put a bug up their ass to do this. I... I I don't see how they're out anything more or less. No, what does yeah. it matter? You're, you're, you're paying them for the service of, of the bandwidth. What does it matter how you choose to use the bandwidth you're paying for? Shrugging my shoulders. I don't. Yeah, I don't understand. Anyways. There must be something here that is just implied or that you should already understand. Maybe we should do but a Google I, I search understand. real quick for this global tax. And the ETNO apparently has taken it to the UN and is putting it up for a vote. That's what they want to happen. And I think every country gets a vote, and they vote on it, and then if it goes into effect, then this tax would uh, somehow, I guess, make its way into the treaties. I, I, hang on. Um, let's see. In recent response, Chris from Washington, the ITU, that's the uh, European, I'm sorry, the United Nations, Yeah, convened a meeting yesterday with the ITU staff to deny charges that the WCIT summit in Dubai is all about the... Uh, the United Nations to, trying to take over the Internet. Yes. So apparently they've also been recently criticized for using the appearance of flame malware to argue it should have more cybersecurity authority over the Internet. Because that's exactly what we need is the United Nations in yeah. charge of cybersecurity all over the Internet. The Why more, don't we take a poll of all the, all the you know, uh, nations we have peacekeepers in and see how, you know, how good a job that's going? The more I'm reading here, the more I'm seeing here. And, and yeah, we should do a little more research to be definitive and such because we're so high-minded about our credibility on this show but it, it looks like a power grab it looks like they want money and they want more authority over things that's how it's reading to me right. fuck them i'm gonna use google why i still can you know free um no we're in america it's okay 
right now. United Nations Internet Tax. Let's see, what else? Some PCMag.com, who I happen to like. Asking the nations to revise international telecommunications regulations to introduce a new internet tax that appears to target web giants like Google and Facebook. Need to know partly floated the idea of new tax on high-level principles based in the U.S. Presumably, large internet content providers last December. Uh, pair of documents were leaked. So that's how this got out. Is somebody leaked the documents? So yeah, they, they leaked this, it on. Yeah, like they're a, trying to do it like behind. a WikiLeaks kind of thing. Is how they yeah, it was called released. WCIT leaks, and it's named after the uh, the convention um, that's coming the up. ET ETNU proposal would amend an existing telecommunications treaty by imposing heavy costs on popular websites and their network providers for the privilege of serving non-U.S. users. Yeah, and it, I'll be honest, something like that. I, I still don't understand what the point. Who, who cares where you access the content from? Uh, unless I think it, you're focusing on the wrong thing. I think it's just about money and power. And it, that, it that's what well the UN be. is. Yeah, it, it very well could it's be. It's a haven of that. kleptocrats and tyrants. They don't do anything good there. Maybe they used to. High-minded principles and ideals used to resonate through the halls of the United Nations. But now it should be leveled and turned into a fucking Hilton. Or low-rent housing. I don't care. Something. Something nice. You know, it's kind of... It seems to me like they're complaining that because the amount of bandwidth is being used, because it's heavy bandwidth to American servers, somehow they're responsible for paying for it. Maybe that's it. That these these companies in Europe are tired of having to foot the bill for high bandwidth usage. But then okay. again, but okay, you know what? who cares? ISPs, they can go somewhere else then. ISPs get their money from the consumer. You pay for internet access. Right. You are right. paying yes. for that's, bandwidth. Yes. That's what but I, that's I, how this reads to me the, is, yeah. well, you know what? Because you know, all our people are going to iTunes or Amazon Direct or whatever. You guys should pay because they're using your content. You're getting and the, whatever they're getting out of it. And the customers are already paying for that. And if they're providing internet for free, then that's their fucking problem. Right. I mean, you got to pay a higher data fee starting about three or four years ago to all your phones. You got to pay for much for the amount of usage. So, I know the UN should not be in the US. No, it should be in the Hague. Put it in Belgium. It doesn't need to be here. Uh, either way, it's a dangerous precedent for them to set, says Scrub Puppy. Well, absolutely. If they actually push this across, not to mention, I was, I was talking to Highlander, I'm like, how do you enforce that? I mean, if a country decides and says, you know what, fuck that, we're not going to vote for this. We don't want to, you know, screw our customers or our people. How does the UN enforce that? What, I mean, authority do they really have? They don't have. Well, well and they, that's, they and that's the thing. Say they, I mean, say the countries come together and uh, amend this treaty or whatever. And are are we going to ratify it? Do you really think the Senate will ratify that one? Fuck a Democratic no. Senate? I don't think they would. No. There, there are enough of the blue dogs left that would cross over on this one. This is, I mean... Suck it. No, it wouldn't get yeah, ratified. Unless it and waits it, till after the election, you know in what? which case it's not going to be a Democratic Senate anymore. Well, that, and also filibuster time. Yeah, you'd have. Over yeah. that one. Because the other thing, too, so, is... It, no. Highland and I, when we originally read this, assumed that what it meant was that they were going to screw the consumers on the other side of the pond. Yeah, no, it's, it's reversed. Yeah, it's yeah. reversed. Yeah, what they're going to do is they're going to sock the American companies. So, again, it would be uh, in our best interest to say no. Right. But the thing is, unfortunately, even if we don't ratify the treaty and we don't follow it... You know, Europe can just say, well, pay the tax or no access. Now, <laughs> and we'll see how the Europeans feel like that when oh, all of a yeah. sudden they don't have Apple and Google and everything else. But, however, if you think about it, I mean, no! <laughs> but if you think about it, if American companies decide it's not worth the trouble and not worth the cost to access them, cut their I mean, access. It was talking about balkanization of the internet, and I could definitely yeah, see that yeah, happening. Yeah. I mean, all of a sudden there are countries, 
you know, especially poorer countries that maybe can't afford, you know, and or where American companies aren't going to be getting enough return to justify the fees. Right. Where they're just going to say, fuck it, no Internet for you. So if, if the U.N. was really the world government, it would have a massive undersea base somewhere. For the amount of billions that have gone into that organization that seem to have gone missing, they very well could have an undersea base somewhere with a giant Cobra logo on it. If they do, I advocate taking submarines and shooting torpedoes at it. And just waiting for you know, the giant chunks of ice to sink through the water to bash into it on the ground. That was the best part of that movie, watching the ice sink. <laughs> God. Epic Lurker, would other countries risk losing access to American customers? Well, and that's the thing. Would we do the no, whole turnabout this, is fair play thing? I would have, I, absolutely, I would think we would. I mean, that's a tariff. You're going right. to protect your own territory. Absolutely. But then again, I don't think we'd really lose a whole lot as an American customer. I, I, no. I don't exactly look to see where everything comes from. Chances are most of what I access is not coming from overseas. It's all local. I go so, to the Daily Mail sometimes, but that's it. That's I, the only, that's the only foreign drudge, website yeah. I can think of so, mm-hmm. that I use is DailyMail.uk. I don't think there's a whole lot overseas that I could not find an equivalent for here in the United States. The, the reverse is not true. So I think this is a massive mistake. I think I believe Vire probably is correct. It is. It looks to be a massive power grab. But you know what? The United Nations go through this all the time. They, well, they try to grab something. That's what they something. do. They don't have any relevance, so they try and take shit over. Listen, Iran is their lead reporter for the UN Council of on, Information, on, on women, whatever the hell whatever it is. Yeah, no, no, right? on, on women's on women's rights. Or no, no, no is, they're they're it? on the Human Rights Council too, which yeah, yeah, is okay. fucking sad and pathetic. But they, if you actually look it up, Iran's delegation is like in charge of the UN's PR campaign, which says it all about the UN right there. I mean, really? I don't know who makes those decisions, but those countries shouldn't even be allowed to play. That's my opinion, but fuck them. Look, the League of Nations didn't work. The United oh, Nations I do the work. Telegraph and Guardian, too. It's time to, I think, uh, kick them out and start over again. Yep. I, I, I think it was originally supposed to be a collection of countries that you know could come together, agree on problems, we could avoid the wars. Obviously, it didn't work, and it's now it's kind of mulling into, I think, some of the people here want to have the one world government. They tell everybody what to do kind well, of thing. And that's, who do you think the U.N. attracts to work there? I mean, the world, small the countries. one world type people small countries. all go there, and then shitty ass countries looking for legitimacy go there. I mean, what the hell do we care about the U.N.? What the hell does Great Britain care about the U.N.? We don't need them. Sean says, I'm pretty sure the Democratic People's Republic of Korea is on the World Health or Health Organization. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised by really? that. Really? <laughs> they have no health to eat dirt. <laughs> <laughs> Epic Lurker says, a lot of components in the stuff we use come from overseas, I imagine, plus how many countries depend on American crops these days. They stand to lose a lot more than Americans. That doesn't apply to the Internet, though. Yeah, that's... Yeah, that, uh, you're yeah, talking about... We're not talking physical about... Physical products. Right. We're not going to say, well, because you're shutting off our Internet, fuck you, we're shutting off our corn. <laughs> no, it's we're keeping our steel to ourselves. You can piss off, go starve until we get back our internet. No, I, I think it's it would be more along the lines of internet if, for internet, right? If you're going pad. to charge us, then we're going to cut off access to you, and we'll see who squeals first. And it's not going to be us. I, I just anytime somebody starts putting their fingerprints on the internet, and Obama has done it more so than any other president in the United States history, it makes me very nervous. I wouldn't want Bush having that access. I wouldn't want Romney having that access. I certainly don't want him. I don't want anybody putting their hands over the Internet. Just like whatever that the dorks in, in Arizona, and I think they're Republican, or is it a Democrat? 
Doesn't matter. Whoever it is, an asshole in oh, Arizona. That bullying law. Yeah, oh, it's they want to retard. Right, and now Ban- it's going up. They've got a congressional uh, trolling version. is outlawed. Yeah, yeah. well played, exactly. Arizona. Yeah. But it's it's gone congressional. They've got there's a couple of Democrats like, in the Congress you know that are putting what? it forth. I'm like, how are you going to enforce that? It's it, it's it's literally, I, I swear, it's old people that don't know what this stuff is and yes. don't yeah, care. That's to usually, learn. Yeah, it's, there was a there was a it's, blogger. It's it's, oh. it's it's the old thing from way back when. Remember when they said the internet's a series of tubes and the tubes are blocked up. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 There was a blogger arrested a couple weeks ago for violating a restraining order by posting on his blog. Free That's speech. right, yeah, and he lost. And he the lost, he was arrested. Is. Now it's being appealed, but and but if you actually read the transcript of the court case, which I did because I've been following it and I care about it. And you're wow. alive. Well, it's a political thing, so. Um, but you read the court case and the guy's like, oh, you can't twit about him or blig about him or blog about him or Google him or any of that. That's harassment. Or he had the one guy post on his ex-wife's Facebook. And that somehow violated his restraining order. They, you know, I don't know, said something on her Facebook, and they hauled him in, and they arrested him. Said you violated the the uh, mandate of the order because you posted on the Facebook. Yeah, but I mean, the thing to remember, especially in the blog case, the guy who he was blogging about is a public figure. He didn't say anything untrue about him at all. He was talking about a guy named Brett Kimberlin, who is the Speedway bomber. He's the guy. He, set eight bombs in Speedway, Indiana, and was convicted for it. Oh, okay. Now he runs a couple of big um, charities, and he has engaged in over 100 lawsuits. You mentioned that he's a convicted felon, and he will lawfare you to death. Aha. Uh-huh. Just to get you to shut up. He'll just sue you frivolously over and over and over. He's a jailhouse lawyer, and he's an asshole. So anyone that talks about him gets sued. This guy didn't even talk about him at first, offered some free legal advice to a liberal blogger who was talking about him, and that was enough to get sued. So, it's insane. Speaking of the internet, um, have you guys been following this swatting story? That's what I'm talking about. That's the, the one specifically. Thing. Okay, that's, I was making sure the same guy's Okay, that's yeah. why I clicked in the back of my head. I'm like, this sounds very familiar. Yeah. Aaron, swatting. Got Aaron Walker, who blogs under Aaron Worthing, is the gentleman that got arrested. Yes. Um, a guy named Paterico... Um, a guy named Mike Stack and now Eric Erickson have all been swatted. And apparently, now, there's more, oh, it's not just one guy anymore. And now they're thinking it's, there's a bunch. Right. And they're not, um, you know, for the record, swatting is basically some asshole will use the Internet and spoof uh, his IP or whatever. He'll use Skype or however the fuck they do it. They call the police and claim to be someone. Hey, I just shot my wife. I'm here. Come get me. So the police show up all ready for, you know, trouble. SWAT right. team, or at least a bunch of really jacked up cops, and these are conservative blog uh, bloggers right. that they're going after. That's well, who they're no, swatting. Uh, I think Mike Stack was actually a liberal blogger. It's that's not a new. Party. Because, yeah. no, 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 no. It's no. been he all was, conservatives. I've been following no. it. So have I. But Mike Stack was one of the original. That's new. Ones. Okay. But anyways, not the point. The point is, it's not partisan. It's a free speech issue, and it's it's crazy how far it's gone. By the way, um, real quick, because I see Sayo's in here, I wanted to give him a little bit of uh, uh, a plug here, also because it kind of benefits me. I recently sat down for an interview with uh, Sayo Morrow on his grand old podcast, uh, and I did like oh, like a two or three hour interview. It's, it's I don't know if he edited it out, but it was pretty long. But it has now been posted for your uh, listening pleasure. If you'd like to go listen to it, it is at the grandoldpodcast.blogspot.com, and I believe it's episode fifty. If you want to go ahead and take a look at it, <clears throat> all right. I'm told. Yes, I'm supposed to show you this picture. Okay, and get your reaction to it. Okay, so here is the picture. First off, who? <laughs> Anyhow, so 
That's funny. Fuck off! <laughs> You're a dick. <laughs> I'm guessing that was uh, ZPG that sent that one in? Uh, what was his name? I don't know. Christian, I like a dick You just or say, if, if, you, if you look in IRC, it, it, you'll see where, whoever says <laughs> Highlander, check your email. <laughs> that person sent it. Xy. Okay. Oh, thanks, Xy. Yeah, I hate people. Sayo says, I edited it down to two and a half hours. How dare you edit anything, I say. I gave you three hours of gold. You keep it in there, you son of a bitch. You don't edit me unless you're editing yourself out altogether, and it's me talking for two and a half hours, in which case we're cool. But it actually was a very good interview. You guys should check it out. It's basically me talking about myself, and I can't think of anything better to spend two and a half hours on. Except for sleeping and eating and doing anything else. I slept last night. Or sea manners. In the middle of the game. Your mom is CNN. <laughs> She's on CNN. You take that back, fucker! I will bury you. <laughs> Actually, so oh, here's the image. So he's. That's kind of funny. And <laughs> is that is that supposed to be him? I have no idea. I'm, I'm not seeing now, but is that is that Axie? Guero Loco? Because it looks like an internet tough guy to me. And he looks like he's wearing a women's Washington Nationals hat because yes. it's pink, pink stripes with white. Truly, this is a man who I would just laugh at if he came up to me on the street. Give me your money. Right. Go find a real hobo to help you out. What is the hell did this one come from? Oh, this is, I don't know where that came from. Those just are just up. things pop-ups. Pop up. Was this an actual article that I got or did I hit something else by mistake? Uh, I has to be something you. Because I'm trying to figure out like who the hell would care about a shark and. Whoa, that's a big shark. That's a big fucking shark. Neil Hammerschlag, shark researcher. Shark. Tags, <laughs> giant bull shark. That sounds like a great like uh, Animal Planet. Like Neil Hammerschlag, shark researcher. Wednesdays at four on Animal Planet. Shark Hunter would sound cooler. Shark Hunter, yeah, but it, it's funny when you say Shark Neil, Wars. Say everything's war. Neil Hammerschlag. Neil, Neil Hammerschlag. Nice. Yeah, I see Whale Wars People is back on the air. Yeah, oh, Whale Wars has been on the air. I thought they, came, I thought they took it off for a couple of seasons. Yep. They, oh, all right. Yep, I actually, I came they on. actually came up with uh, spinoffs of it. Did they? There, was a, there were two spinoffs. There was one where they trolled around the Mediterranean stopping fishermen from fishing, fishing? fishing after they were supposed to. There's like a set time, kind of like with uh, Deadliest Catch, you can only catch crabs. Because there aren't really areas. a whole right. lot of whalers yeah. out there to begin with. It's pretty much the same ship throughout the season. And then another one is uh, them going up to stop the uh, like the Faroe Islands. I guess they people like go people like go out in boats and they get the whales and stuff to come inland. And then people go out with like giant clubs and like baseball bats with nails in them and nice. kill all the sharks or kill all the sharks. Good thing of the shark. Kill all the whales. All right. Like crazy. Like, Scrub puppy. There's got to be a more efficient way to do that. You know, oh. Varyar, when you drink the sweet tea vodka, it helps to mix it with sweet tea. Once you mix it, you'll go through an entire bottle in an hour. See, I... I yes, nothing like having drunks in the American... I military. took a shot of this. I did, because I figured he took the time to send it to me. I think I mentioned this last week, did I not? You, you kind of did. Yeah. Dear God, I don't know how the hell you can, people can drink any of this shit. Oh, God. No, apparently he just uh, actually says he Google searched douchebag wearing a Yankee hat, but he couldn't find what the Yankee hat. I find it hard to believe there's a city of 8 million Just of find them. Uh, a meme <laughs> for uh, Scumbag Steve. Uh, that's, all, that's all you need. According to Google, this is seen Anders. Uh-oh. I think we've seen Dude, his picture before. Do you dare? You know what? Somehow I feel much better about myself now looking at this fucking thing. You know what? Hmm. He may have been on CNN, but I touched a woman. 
So I'm ahead in the game. <laughs> yeah. Win. Uh, a woman. Who the hell reads the Huffington Once. Post? Nobody, apparently. Technically, your giant shark thing came from the Huffington Post. Post. I'm trying to figure out where the hell it came from. Read us! Now it's just like embedding itself into people's browsers to get readers. Anyways, uh, we're at the bottom of the hour. We've actually got an hour of talking. Actually, more than that. So I believe it might be time for the stupid video game over the week. So where do we find it, Varyar? How do we get to it? Oh, uh, no. Hold on. Are you going to read it from your phone device? Yeah, I emailed it to myself. A wise decision. Hold on. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll wait for, for you. Whoa, Go ahead. Whoa, whoa, He's whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm waiting. Me. Blow whoa. out your ass. Shit. Whoa. All right, it's loading. One moment. You are gay. <laughs> do it. This might take a minute. You're, you're going to get the uh, iPhone. Down here. You're going to get the iPhone 5 or whatever they call First it. First I like anal. When this one breaks. When it breaks. Won't be that long. Okay. I keep. I swear to God, I can't believe is that this a, thing still works now. Is that now. a 3 or a 3GS? This is a 4. Yippee ki motherfucker. Yeah, I put the cover on it because, um, oops. Oh, what, I, what yeah. the hell happened there? Uh, I dropped it six inches. Really? I was actually, I was literally. Oh, really? Yeah, I was, it hit just right, I guess. And, I wow. mean, literally, I was squatting down to pick up a cardboard box behind the store to throw in the trash, and it fell out of my pocket. I was, well, okay, six inches, maybe a foot, whatever. But for use in schools, the, the history I've, of North I've Korea, actually heard of that. Part chapter of that. one, Kim Jong Il, a brief history. Yeah, they they have like an official history where yep. like he like like a triple rainbow happened. And in 1941, a magical hummingbird visited the people of North Korea, foretelling the birth of Kim Jong Il. Run! He's coming! Yeah. Run! Like, like <laughs> I've I've wasn't seen he documentary born on the moon next to a unicorn under that triple rainbow or whatever. According Pretty to much. their legend, or yeah, shit. they have a yeah they have a legend. And then like uh, when he was still alive, I've seen documentaries. They like like the the news is about how he he, he went and played golf and yeah, and, holding and one everything, holding ones everything, and this has got to be crazy. satire. How that much of a did not no be no it's not. no 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 that has the got magical. to be satire. Kim Jong Il emerged walking out from his mother's patriotic okay, revolutionary yeah, vagina is, okay. six months prematurely without yes. the aid of a physician, thus rendering the Korean medical community irrelevant. In shame, all doctors fled our great and innovative nation never to return. Okay, so <laughs> they've, they've gone and mixed in some satire. But yeah, I've, I've read pretty much it. It's just Now, how much crazy. of an asshole would we feel if it turned out to all be true? <laughs> all right, give me the one greatest second. greatest call forever. Up to... Let's Paris just do it after the break, because i got to go upstairs where there's signal here. There's no signal here. It's because of this particular corner. Why don't, why don't I just op- why don't you just open it up and email here, because that's you know, how it kind of helps. Okay, because yeah. that's you know the internet. We can get it anywhere for now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, click on the login button. Whoa, Kent State Baseball, one victory from first NCAA this one? College Give World Series. No, 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 flashline login. Actually, yes, I believe it's the first time Kent State's ever made it that far. Wow. Goal, golden flashes. Too bad nobody cares about the College World Series. Can't read, can't write, can't pitch. Uh, the, the, the ping of the bats. You know it's College World Series. I have a surprising lack of school spirit. Or maybe it's not that surprising. I didn't have any for Cleveland State either. Email. Just until I got out of it. Click. And it'll be the one from me. How sad that he has to email himself. Well, I you was going to get this to Google? Oh. No, Kent State uses Google's thing. All right. From across the information superhighway, we have collected the stupidest moments in video game history. Really? Yeah. I, I had no, I can hear. 
over. Now. It hasn't been a problem um, up until and, this uh, very moment. Yeah, I did this many, many moons ago. I think it was one of the very first. That would explain why. I think it was one of the. <laughs> why don't my head? Why why no headphones work? I don't know. Try. Did you try plugging them in, sir? It's like you know. It's it's it didn't it's, seem to matter. It's like and, when the know, person can... calls up the tech service. Why does my computer work? Jeez. Is it plugged in? Click. Damn it! <laughs> did you press the power button, sir? But yes, uh, I I did this one a while. We haven't long, had power for a long hours. time ago. But... Well, I feel not at all bad. All right. <laughs> I don't know. What All to right, say. go ahead. You just copy down the thing word for word from yours. <laughs> the year was 1982, and E.T. ruled the silver screen when Atari had one of the best ideas ever. They said to themselves, let's combine the most popular movie in the country with the number one gaming console. There's no way this can fail. Well, challenge accepted, Atari. What followed after that represents one of the most fucked up decision chains ever made in business. You see, Atari wanted to have the game ready and on the shelves for the holiday season. The problem is, they decided to make the game in the summer, giving the programmer roughly five weeks to actually program the game. The result is a travesty. Even taking into account the technology of the time, E.T. looks like something an epileptic five-year-old would hang on the refrigerator. <laughs> Trying to escape with E.T. across a bland, featureless landscape, one of the biggest obstacles in the player's path are random holes shaped like diamonds in the ground that you fall into, and have to then slowly levitate out of like some faggy David Blaine wannabe. Not content to end the torture there, you are chased across this green, pixelated hell by what are supposed to be men bent on the capture of your lovable gray blob. Atari was so confident that this absolute disaster would be able to capitalize on E.T.'s popularity that they had 4 million cartridges made. Predictably, when all was said and done, less than 40% of them sold, which is actually impressive considering all that I saw YouTubing this piece of shit. I can't believe 40% of them sold. It was E.T., they didn't know anything. That's true. Yeah. With the rest being consigned to the dustbin of history, and actually, in fact, they were thrown into a landfill and covered with concrete, a move that outraged people at the time. (laughs) That's right. Atari fucked this game up so hard they couldn't even throw the cartridges away without pissing people off. Many look at the massive and well-deserved financial failure as E.T. as one of the critical turning points that forced Atari out of business. E.T. for the Atari. Another stupid moment in video game history. From across the information superhighway, we have collected the stupidest moments in video game history. Yeah, that, that was a good one. Pac-Man was good. They, uh, they ruined they, the port. They, oh, they yeah, ported actually... over Pac-Man for the Atari, and then what they did was uh, there were they made 12 million cartridges for Pac-Man, even though there were only 10 million units out in the public. That was actually one of the other ones I read about. The other, actually, yeah. the one I almost wrote about, and I would have, except it turns out I'm retarded in yet a third way, um, is uh, it was a game called Fatal, and I cannot for the life of me remember what it stands mm. for, but it was all about fucking deviant sex and shit. And it was nice, nice. There was actually a stat for the player's anal circumference. That's how fucked up this was. Wow. So That's I, probably what I would have was. Oh, I was going to town. I had like half an article written. I'm having uh-huh. a ton of fun writing this, just mocking the shit out of it. And then I got to the bottom. It turned out it was like a, a, a dice game, like a, a, oh, like a, a tabletop game. Uh, well, like, yeah, I, I thought it was video game, yeah. but it wasn't. Now, if you want to hear about an interesting what if about Atari history, when Nintendo created the Famicom, which yep. is known as here as the Nintendo Entertainment System, Nintendo was only in Japan. They had never gone to the rest of the world to promote their product and they decided okay. to do that so they looked around and they decided uh to work a deal with atari that what they would do is they would uh brand the famicom as an atari product 
and license it to the rest of the world, which would have boosted Atari's you know, profitability. Who knows what would have happened at that point? All right. Video game history itself would have changed. You know, Atari still would have been number one. Uh, but what happened was uh, the president of Atari or something like that was at a video game conference or some sort of electronics conference, and he saw ports of Donkey Kong uh, playing on a ColecoVision. And he was so pissed at that because he thought that it was going to be just for Atari and everything that he canceled the entire deal on the spot right then and there. Oh, wow. So imagine, you know, what would have happened. Atari could have had the NES. Atari could have had the, Atari Atari had the NES. AES. Wow. Yeah. And imagine Atari would never have gone under. Stupid. Yeah. So. Oh, there it is. Fantasy Adventure to Adult Lechery. That was the title. Wow. Epic but, Lurker. Yeah. Let's go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, they abbreviated it to Fatal. So, and then there was another one I read about that had to do. It wasn't. It actually wasn't your um, ethnic cleansing game, but it rang. It was like that. Turned out it was a tabletop game too. The whole site I was on was just not video games, and I got confused or something. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. But it was another one where you had to chase black people and kill them, <laughs> and it was horrifying. Like reading about it, you're just like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay. The shots you ride. What yeah. the fuck is this? <laughs> It was pretty funny. I did like this. Uh, Epic Lurker. Hot damn. It's my microphone. Can you guys hear me in your head? In your I can hear you. Yeah, I can okay. hear Epic Lurker. Hot damn. Got a wild beta invite. Too bad the email comes from my own address. That and the fact that I've been unsubscribed for about six months. I think on a daily... Okay, now I'm really booming. I think on a daily basis, I check my spam on my uh, email. I get wild beta invites two to three times a day. Really? A day. Wow. And I have not been subscribed in over a year. Before that, I had been off. Before I played last year for a little while, uh-huh. um, I had been off World of Warcraft for about four years. On a daily basis, I would get some kind of, your account has been hacked. You need to activate you right now. You need to put in your password at this website in a horrible English, or it's like .blizzardnet.com kind of thing. So I don't even know how they got the address uh, for me specifically because you know I never use it on any kind of gaming site. I certainly don't buy gold. I never have. So I'm not really sure how it is they got that, but uh, funny, we'll, uh, kind of a lead into that is uh, the uh, follow-up to the hacking story we did last week about Diablo 3. We've got a couple articles that were sent in. We'll get to that a little later on. So uh, it's time for a break, folks. When we come back, we have the mailbag at the top of the next hour. Uh, I'm sorry, at the bottom of the next hour. We have the quickening with Emperor yet to come. So that and a whole lot more. We're going to talk about the Diablo 3 hacking we're going to talk about uh, the demise of guys. This is an article from a couple weeks ago that I've been meaning to get to, but I forgot to keep bringing it up. And it's basically how video games and porn are ruining a generation. Or making my life better. I'm going to say, or, you know, making it awesome. Yes. Your not special graduation speech sparks a buzz. I this read is a about great this. speech. This is awesome. This is a great speech. Yeah. You are not a special unique snowflake. He basically tells them all look at, your, look at the piece of paper in your hand, it's a diploma. Everybody around you has the exact same piece of paper. You are not special. This guy awesome. is a hero. So we'll talk about that. Uh, apparently, E3, I think we all pretty much knew it was going to be a very snooze fest, and it was. Yes, but I still have a boner for XCOM. I think everybody does, at least anybody who knows anything about games. So um, you actually inspired me to go back and start playing it again, even though I told you about it to get it, you know, yeah. to buy it. I've been, I didn't know it was on Steam as soon as you told me. I got yep. on there, downloaded it. I've been playing it all week. Scrub Puppy says, I've been getting them, too. All about the mists of Pandaria. Yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. So, Sean, my history teacher read that to us. Wow. Sailmore, you read my email I sent you there. Might be a good reason for that. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, so all that and more when we come back. 
here on the Empress Court, only on VTWProduction.com. Warning, this show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. Hello there, my name's Aspit. Before you guys get back to listening to the illustrious emperor, I just want to remind you that you're listening to The Emperor's Court, only on vtwproductions.com. I have a microphone, but I can't promise I'm not retarded. I'm here to profit, so I will charge you more for modern warfare. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back here on The Emperor's Court on Verse World Productions. My name is The Emperor, joined you by Highlander. Always a pleasure. And by Varyar. I still haven't come up with a tagline or anything. Nothing? Like a common... It's like just to get lost there. So think I gonna, of. Yeah, I started to get lost. I'm like, oh, what the hell is I doing? Yeah. And you never can have a tagline. I think that is your tagline. Mm. Nothing. Blank. Not, not, a, not a tagline, just like a common... of Varyar's life. Yes. That hurts me. But it, there's alcohol here, so I feel okay. Sitting okay. in front of me is a Firefly Sweet Tea Vodka. Now, there's also bourbon. But that one did not come open during shipping, so we're drinking this one. Okay. I also have two shot glasses in front of me, because I thought Highlander might wish to partake in the tribute given to us by his our lovely and loyal listener, Scrub Puppy. If I must, you must. All right. It's true. But I brought you down a root beer on your right hand there, on the uh, 100-year-old cherry table there. Oh, goodness. Wow. So okay. you can wash away the filth that is this stuff, because, my God, it's like a burning cough syrup. Yes, it's alcohol. That's yes. what it does. Yeah. So. I don't know what you expected. <laughs> Open up. I thought oh, it would taste ahead. like lollipops. But I don't, I'm not a, now, um, a are you sure it's okay because it opened during transit? It hasn't gone weird or anything? How the hell would One I moment. know? It all tastes weird to me anyways. It's, it smells like booze. All right. Yeah. I mean, it, it made transit in a day, so I can't imagine it spoiled in a day. Okay. Oh. Okay. That's not a full shot. What the hell is that? That's two-thirds. Well, I didn't want to fill it to the top because yeah, this isn't, it's, yeah. we're around all sorts of electronic equipment. And you know. Oh, yeah. No, well. Yeah. All right. Of course, we put our drinks on here all the time. but Yeah, but my drinks are resealable. Well, that is, too, because it's not the cup. Okay. Anyways, so let's hang on. You can't drink it until you can't drink it at the same time. Down the hatch and all that. Okay. And this is when the show started going downhill. <laughs> <laughs> One shot at a time. We should play the Emperor's drinking game here, the Emperor's Court drinking game. Remember the whole China and M&M's? Thing. Yes, that was funny. Mm, okay, Eve still talks okay. about that one. Nice. So, I, what are we doing here? I still don't remember it. I don't remember it either. Wow, were you drunk too? No, I just don't remember it. Period. No. Oh, okay. Scrub up and gladly someone's drinking. <laughs> Poor bastard. <laughs> can't. Okay. Uh, rule one. I don't know any good drinking toasts that are appropriate. You're Irish and you know no drinking toasts that are appropriate. I have a lot of them. They're all Catholic based. Oh, okay. I can give you one if you like, but I don't think you'd care. I'm not going to care either way, so I might as well just go ahead and do it. Toast away. Okay. Uh, Try to remember how it goes. May the Lord and his saints uh, protect you and everything you do, which is, and it goes on, it's like Martin and his cloak. And shepherds we shall be for thee, my Lord, for thee. <laughs> just drink Buddha. the stuff. <laughs> I don't know. Down the hatch it goes. That wasn't as harsh as I thought it would be. Not as... No, I expect it to be kind well, of Well, it is to me because it's I, pretty smooth, I'd say. It's not bad. No. My problem is the taste. I can't get, I can't be on, can't get up beyond <laughs> well, the I'd taste. Tell you, if, if, if you can't get past that, then I can't. most hard liquor, you'd be like, oh, blah, blah, I don't like blah, tea blah. either, so there's that. Actually, I have oh, that's, a, that's a nice little aftertaste right there. I yeah, taste it's the tea not now. bad at all. Yeah. Have another. There's a whole no, bottle. No, it's okay. No. 
Wow, pussies. I'm an alcoholic. Well, you're not, but you no. are. I'm attempting right, so to be sober on the show. You're welcome. Translation, he was too poor to buy beer on the way. No, actually, uh, I thought he told you I went garage sailing. Uh, Today? To garage no, sailing? No, 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 no. Okay. On uh, Thursday and Friday, right. and then uh, yeah. my buddy went Saturday What's garage? Is that like you guys are looking for stuff to sell in the store? Or? Yeah, yes. because yeah. normal people get like 30%. It's like you're American pickers. Well, sort of, but not as cool and much more not boring because my buddy brought his goddamn family along, okay. which was annoying. Hmm. Martin is cloak, Michael and his shield, Patrick and his staff, Mary and her child, and the Lord above all else, the strong right arm. That's the toast. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Is the strong right arm for the pimp slapping, or what is that? Uh? May the Lord, et cetera, may seniors die of gentle herpes. There you go, actually. I like it. Nice. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, uh, you, you know, I get, because I work there, they pay me more than they pay normal people for stuff. I understand, yeah. So I go out, and, like, some lady sold me a $300 lacrosse backstop. It's a 10-foot by 30-foot back. I mean, like, a full-up backstop. She sold it to me for 10 bucks. Wow. In this, you know, I got fifty for it. Wow, yeah, because I was sold yeah. for hundred bucks, easy. Oh yeah, easy. That's, I put it out for a hundred. Um, well, I put it out for one fifty and marked it down to a hundred so people couldn't coupon it. Um, you know, I got some golf clubs for like a dollar a club. You know, some nice ones, um, tailor made hybrid for like a dollar. It was awesome. How much did you get for um, that one? Like twenty bucks, twenty five. Uh, I got fifteen for that one. It was the old original rescue. Oh, but you know, I mean, the the burnt orange one. Uh no, I'm sorry. The the one right after that, the one that was uh the red blue one? and silver. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um I got 1200 golf balls for 60 bucks. Mm-hmm. 5 cents a ball. I'll get 25 cents a ball for them once I finish cleaning them up. And a surprising number of them, like when I looked in, it was all dirty, but they're all Callaways and Nike's and shit, so uh-huh. I can get the money for them. But um as we've been cleaning them and sorting them, I've got over 100 Pro V1s. <laughs> Those are $0.75 cents a ball. So in yeah. the Pro V1s alone, I've made my money back, and I've still got 1,100 other balls to sell. Nice. So, I mean, yeah, I, I'm actually... Who sells, like, 1,500... 1,200 golf balls? balls? Who sells 1,200 one, golf balls? Uh, one year. People collect this shit. I mean, yeah. they, you go like, to these things, like and you're just like, where the fuck did you like, get, get this? Yeah. Uh, some of them, like, uh, one guy used to come in all the time to the store I worked at that his dad owned. Uh, he, his backyard you know, was abutted to a golf course. And he'd go in his backyard all the time, or he'd go out in the evening, he and his son, and they'd pick up all the golf balls in the woods or along the rough that nobody yeah. picked up, and then they'd turn around and they'd sell them to, to the golfers. Wow. Uh, yeah, I oh. mean, these ones probably were all underwater. Uh, that's, I mean, that's definitely the, the feel I'm getting from most of really? them, um, is they'd been submerged for a while. Maybe, probably about 5% of them are bad, just because they've been under so long that the enamel's chipping off and, you know, they're cracking and everything. But the rest of them are perfectly fine, and, and I mean... So doing that, you know, there's garage sales every week. I yeah. picked up uh, yeah. <clears throat> I picked up a bike for um, like a stationary bike mm-hmm. for uh, twenty five bucks. Resold at the store for sixty. It took me fifteen minutes to put the bike in my car, take it to the store, and sell it. I, mean, I did it one year for his dad's uh, store when I worked there, and I made about and it was about three weeks. Three weeks later, I made about eight hundred bucks. Yeah, I remember because I bought one guy had uh, had one hundred and seventy containers of. Really high-end tennis balls. Sealed. Not opened. Unused. He sold them to me. I think it was, because I talked to him, he wanted 50 cents a bottle. I, I talked to him at 25 cents. Took him to the store. I sold him at three bucks a bottle. I put him in my consignment, because we sold him ended up for, uh, for five bucks. I got 250 per bottle. It took wow. forever to sell them. But, you know, over the course of the year, I probably made, I mean, I made a fortune off. It was great. Yeah, so, I mean, if you, and that's kind of the nice thing, because 
like if you know what you're doing and you I, I've been doing this forever through right, my dad's yeah. store and now I've been <clears throat> at this store for three years. Um, you know, so I walk up and I know what stuff's worth. So I can walk up and just make offers and people don't know, you know, although there are some people that think they're going to get retail for their clubs, which is fucking hilarious. Um, I actually there was one guy. He had a, a tailor-made three wood, a Nike uh, driver and a couple pitching wedges. He wanted like 70 bucks huh. for the driver and like 50 bucks for the for the three wood. I tried to talk him down to like 10 each. It didn't work. Um so, I mean, I, I would have honestly taken him if I could have broke even just to have him for the store, but he wouldn't move. Damn it, hiccups. And I walked away, and, like, I never wear a work shirt when I'm going out because, you know, people that know I'm trying to resell them or uh-huh. they think I'm from the store, they always ask for more. I made that mistake once. Ah, uh, okay. Um, yeah. But I walked back to the guy, and I'm like, look, you know, fine. You don't want to sell them to me. That's that's cool. I understand. But listen, I work for, you know, my store, um, and, and I'm telling you, you're too, you're too high. You're way too high. I wouldn't sell him for that much if you in the store, you know. He didn't. He didn't uh-huh. listen. So I'm. I guarantee you, he still got him unless someone stupid showed up. But, but yeah, it's it's. I mean, you can make some real decent money for a couple hours work just cruising garage sales and taking them to the store. You also have to have to understand that a lot of times you're not going to find anything. That a lot of times you're going to sure, yeah. Out. So yeah. it is. I mean, you, well, you are wasting your time on some of it because you're true. not going to get anything. That's what happened Friday. I got. I, right. I mean, there wasn't. I got like two things, and it was nice. I made about forty bucks on them, but for about four hours, you know, or well, the first three hours, I found nothing. Then I found these two things, and then it was just nothing the rest of the day, and I went home. But I mean, at the end of the day, you can make a decent amount of money just cruising it because people are just looking to get rid of it. Yeah, like the lady with yeah. the golf balls. I she wanted like. A dollar for every ten balls, and she's like, "I have twelve hundred, and I'm like, "Well, I'm not, you know, I'll take all of them right now. I'll give you forty bucks, you know." And she wants, she's like, "No, I, you know, I need one hundred and twenty. I'm like, "Well, I'm not going to give you one hundred and twenty. And good so, luck waiting for one hundred twenty. Right. For somebody to come along that and, needs yeah, twelve hundred well, golf balls. Plus, right. and she made the mistake of telling me that last garage sale last year she got rid of about two hundred of them. So yeah, because people are going to buy right. that need them. They're going to right. tens and twenties, and that's right. about it. Because, and, and they right. honestly look like shit. I mean, you could—they'd been at the bottom of a pond somewhere for right. a while. You right, could t- right. I mean, looking at them, they're dirty. They're covered in slime. Uh-huh. You, you know. So I'm like, look, I'm gonna—I'll give you sixty dollars right now. All of them. You never have to worry about it again. She didn't want to take it. She wanted to stick to 120. So I walked away. Um, but we had parked right by the place, so we wandered around, checked out the other garage sales in the neighborhood, got sure. some other stuff, and uh-huh. she saw us walking by with all sorts of more. I'm sorry, all sorts of more stuff. Um, and she, you know, kind of it, it was like a Chinatown move. You got to walk away, and then yeah, you know, she's like, yeah. you know what, sixty, they're yours, take them. Okay, you know, I'm like, all right, I'll do it. So I've thought about doing stuff like that, but uh, but yeah, well, honestly, it's always I'm, the time that necessary to put into it, you know. Yes, but you know. On that morning, I spent three hours garage selling. I made about $150, not including the golf balls. I paid 60 for the golf balls. When all said and done, I'll probably get 250 or $300 from the store for them. Not bad. So not that's, bad. I mean, that's at the end of the day, now, I'm going to make $250, $300 profit. Now, where do you find the garage sales? Like, what do you look at the paper? Oh, yeah, the papers, you, the, paper. the papers always got them. There are websites you want online that track garage or city sales. sales. Right. That's what you hit. Because that means, like, when it falls as a neighborhood sale, uh-huh. that means everybody's going to do it on the same day. Right. And you just go up and down the neighborhoods, go up and down the streets. You go from one to the other to the other. Yes. So, I mean, it, it's hard to track individual ones, and a lot of time it's not worth it. But the bike I was telling you about, I actually picked, I was driving to take the truck back to my uncle. I borrowed his truck to carry all this stuff. Uh-huh. 
I was on my way back to his house, and I saw a sign for an isolated garage sale, and I figured, fuck it, I'm already here. I'll turn. Went down the street, pulled in, got a bike. 15 minutes later, I had 60 bucks. I spent 25 So, I mean, it's not, it's not at all bad money. I mean, you can, you can now, do pretty when, well. When you sold it to the store, did, did they tell you 60 or did you work them up to 60 no, I, he knows what it's yeah, going to sell. For. I know I mean, what it's yeah, going to yeah, sell. Yeah. For. Oh, okay. I, I, when I walk in there, I mean, I, my boss is there, and I let him value the stuff because you know, having me value it's kind of unethical. So my boss looks at it, but I mean, I already know about what I'm going to get. Uh huh. Um, he actually gave me a little more than I thought I would get. I thought I'd get fifty for it. Um, Shh. but well, no, I mean, <laughs> I, but he's not. You know, they look at it. He's as, not going to screw himself. He's right. not going to screw Absolutely. me because that screws himself. If he screws me. Uh-huh. He's going to give me fair value because he wants me out there doing it. We got some really nice stuff for me out there doing it. You know, we got um, uh, a Sun Mountain golf cart, like a hand caddy uh-huh. that retails for $200. You know, I mean, it's a really, really nice piece. We're selling it for 100 He never would have got that if I hadn't been out there doing it. So he'll pay me more than he'll pay other people just so that I keep doing it. Okay. So, okay. you know, he, he's not going to screw me. Interesting, I just saw this article. Apple to reveal 3D mapping service next week. As campaigners say, privacy will go out the window. It's a military-grade spy satellite made by Google and Apple. That's awesome. Not really. Less awesome because it's spying on us, not them. Well, too bad. Then uh, don't go sunbathing then. But I like sunbathing. Well, then just expect Clearly, to be on just look at my arms because they're sunbathed. It's kind of funny watching Scrub Huppy on the, uh, on the <clears throat> wall, on the video wall. Because he'll be normal, and then all of a sudden he'll just like start shaking his head like really fast because the uh, stream catches up. So it kind of looks like he's doing like a like a Michael J. Fox type of epileptic <laughs> fit. It's like, nice. and then he'll be fine. It's, it's kind of funny to watch. But by the way, Scrub and uh, to your lovely wife, thank you very much for the liquor you have sent. Yeah, it was good. All three of us have now have partaken. Yeah, it's very and nice. two of us have enjoyed it. Right. Yeah. So I imagine when we. Um, when I ever get around to did having, you, did you cough it up like your dad's beer? You know, like when you have when you're five years old. <laughs> now, that was I'm my grandfather who did that. This is horrible. My grandfather did that. Your grandfather? Yeah, come here. I was like, and I was, I was like five. I was like, come here. Like, yeah. It's like, have some. My, I'm looking around. Bob's not here. Grandma's not here. Grandpa was an alcoholic. Taste the forbidden fruit. So I had some. It's like, <laughs> oh, this tastes sauce. It was like, oh, it tastes like salt or something like that. I forget what. I think tastes like, like salt. I, I I think that's what I said. I think he like Milwaukee's best or something like that, or or mm. yeah. So that or hard liquor. Grandpa, Grandpa was a World War II vet. He was a Marine, and uh, yeah, very big in the Marines and a very big drinker. He could he could put him away. So anyhow, now if I can just get Eve to have some of this, all four of us will have partaken. Uh, she has said that she will try a shot if. You can haggle in a, in a grocery store. I've I've seen it done in a grocery store. Yeah, you you can haggle anywhere. People I've, people haggle at our store I've, all the well, time. Well, that's I've because seen, of the nature uh, of business, though. right? Yeah, but yeah. I mean, it's yeah. it's one of my favorite parts of my job is haggling with people. I've sometimes I've, it gets I've really seen annoying. news reports where you can go anywhere and you know at least like ten percent off. They I've tried like, Best Buy. They just look at me like, no, it, that's the price, dude. You take it or you don't. All right. Well, I'll go to HH Greg where they give me whatever I want because they're dumb. See, you're you're <laughs> missing. You miss if you're saying it's annoying to haggle. You're missing the fun of haggling because it if can they, be if they push too hard. Yes. that's when you tack on asshole tax. I, I have done that, or the uh, the hot yeah. girl di- or the hot girl discount. Oh, the yeah, hot girl discount that. is a delightful <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, if you're if you're hot and you're wearing a scanty amount of clothing, 
you're getting you're getting a discount. That's right. happening. And was, since we work next to uh, uh, Ambiance, yes, the one that Eve worked at, the store for lovers. Man, they would come it by provides all dildo the time. scepters to their managers. I wonder what she's up to. Oh, I know what she's doing. She's painting her new house. She just got her uh, keys to her house on Friday. Her and Stummy Mike. Oh yeah, I saw so that. Congratulations! Uh, I saw them. a picture of it. Yeah, Very big nice. house. Very nice. I told her we'll have to do a, a remote on location from her house. She was not happy. We're not doing that here. I've got kids. I'll keep them out of the basement. They can be on the show too. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> wow. Word of the day. <laughs> do you know what your mommy did for a living? <laughs> okay, so. Anyways, oh, where to go with these? Uh, I kind of like this one. Let's start with this one. I've been holding on to this one for a couple weeks, mainly because I forgot it was here. From CNN.com, The Demise of Guys, How Video Games and Porn Are Ruining a Generation. Let's see. Editor's note, psychologist Dr. Philip Zimbardo is a professor emeritus at Stanford University and is a world-renowned for his 1971 research, The Stanford Prison Experiment. I know that one. Really? Yeah. Cool. You, You ever heard of that one? No. Uh, they got some people together to be prisoners and guards and to see how long it took before uh, basically everything just broke down. And within like a couple of days, the guards were like beating the prisoners and treating them like shit. And, you know. Oh, I remember hearing about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. what that is. Yeah. All right. Now, in, to be fair, if I'm a guard and I have a nightstick, I'm going to beat the hell out of somebody, too, especially if I can get away with it. It's state sanctioned. I'd be a great gulag guard. Anyways. Yes, yes you would. CNN, it is the overuse of video games and pervasiveness of online porn causing the demise of guys. Increasingly, researchers say yes, as young men become hooked on arousal, sacrificing their schoolwork and relationships in the pursuit of getting a tech-based buzz. Let's be honest, folks. Porn, it's cheaper than dating. Every compulsive gambler, alcoholic, or drug addict will tell you that they want increasingly more of a game or a drink or a drug in order to get the same quality of buzz. Video game and porn addictions are different. They are, quote, arousal addictions, where the attraction is in the novelty, the variety, or the surprise factor of the content. Oh, here comes the third guy to penetrate this chick. Never saw that coming. Sameness is soon habituated. Uh, Newness heightens excitement in traditional drug arousal. Conversely, addicts want more of the same cocaine or heroin or favorite food. The consequences could be dramatic. The excessive use of video games and online porn in pursuit of the next thing is creating a generation of risk-adverse guys who are unable or unwilling to navigate the complexities and risk inherent to real-life relationships, school, and employment. Okay, this is not telling us something we don't already know. It's essentially going on and saying because people are too busy stuck in front of computer games, they don't know how to interact with people. And because they'd rather watch porn, they don't know how to interact with women. I like computer games better than people. By large, so do I. But it's kind of funny when all your relationships, all you know about women comes from porn. That must be a really interesting conversation on your first date. (laughs) So when do we do anal? Now or (laughs) where's the other guy? Isn't there a pizza guy? Norwegian mass murder suspect Anders Bering, some, I don't know, I think it's try his name, reported during his trial that he prepared his mind and body for marksmanship. His marksman focused shooting a 77 people by playing World of Warcraft for a year. How does that help? I have no I idea. Know. It takes no skill to play that game. And then Call of Duty for 16 hours a day, which takes even less skill. Research into the area goes back half a century. Let's see. Uh, talking about rats, which I assume are the French. In later experiments, uh, when they were allowed to push a stimulation lever on their own accord, this being the rats, they self-stimulated hundreds of times per hour. 
imagine that being able to self stimulate uh, yourself sexually. Bastards. Right. I don't think that's a human problem. I think that's a <laughs> animal problem, a living thing problem. Violence in video games is often synonymous with success. Children with more of a propensity for aggression are more attracted to violent video media. But violent media, in turn, can also make them more aggressive. This could be related to the fact that most video games reward players for violent acts, often permitting them to move to the next level in a game. Uh, now we're kind of going out the reservation here. I don't know that I necessarily agree with that. Because now it's kind of lumping everything into one thing. But it's science! You can't disagree with science. It's very narrow-minded science to try to... It's kind of like global warming. If you ignore no, I'm, everything, I'm, all the evidence... I'm on your side. It, it was, yeah, it was sarcastic. Right, I know. I'm just taking it a step okay. further by... you know. Anyways. Young men, of course, who play video games and use porn the most are be- being digitally rewired in a totally new way that demands constant stimulation. And those delicate, developing brains are being catered to by video games and porn on demand with a click of the mouse and endless variety. Let's see. Guys are totally out of sync in romantic relationships, which tends to build... Okay, now wait a minute. Men have always been out of sync in romantic relationships. It's the nature of the business. We are not on the same wavelength as women, and we never will be. We, that's just it, that, that's the way it is. Anybody who spent more than a day with a woman will tell you the same thing. Highlander, trust me, I know what I'm talking about. Guys are, <laughs> guys are also totally out of sync in romantic relationships, which tend to be built gradually and subtly. And require interaction, sharing, developing trust, and suppression of lust, at least until the time is right. Okay, I don't know if I agree with that one either. Less extreme cases of arousal addiction may be go unnoticed or be diagnosed as an attention or mood disorder. But we are in a, na- in a national and perhaps global guy disaster mode, in capital letters, that needs to be noticed and solutions advanced to fix a totally novel phenomenon, which only increases in intensity and breadth without the concerted effort of educators Game makers, parents, guys and gals. I think the metro threat to, you know, the whole man thing is a lot more significant than video games and porn. Well, it's kind of like the Japanese uh, article we talked about a couple weeks ago that said Yeah, we were talking about that. Right, that so many Japanese chicks aren't into men because they've become so effeminate. Or because they're so into video games, they're ignoring them. Or they'd rather play their dating sims. That's sad. It is sad. (laughs) It really is. Because listen, I like video games a lot. But sex is better. Putting that out there. Much more fun. Mm, Indeed. Better exercise, too. True. Interactive. Very interactive. So what do we think about this? Granted, we're not scientists, but I think being that we've, you know, we've all been in love, we've all had relationships with women, we've all played games, the three of us, what do we think about this? I I think there's something to it. I think they have a legitimate point. To an extent. Yeah. But I think they're taking it too far. I think there's more stimul- I think there's more variables in the mix here than just games and porn. Probably, yeah. But I, I think I agreed with with the article more probably than you guys, especially with with the violence part of it. I, I agree with that, and I know you guys probably don't. But saying that the violence is, is teaching them that to be violent gets you to advance in your goals. Um, That's essentially, what it's well, saying. yeah, and then also the fact that you know violent people tend to gravitate more toward violence. In games, that I, well, I agree with. I agree with that. I yeah. think that's they would, common they would, sense, right? Yeah. They would, you know, like violent sports. On the other hand, the, movies. The, the corollary to that is the part where I, I don't, I don't think the problem is near as significant as they seem to be implying. You know, I definitely, of course, violent people gravitate towards violent games. I don't see any reason to dispute that at all. But the fact that violent games make you inherently more violent, uh, I don't know. It's like we discussed before. I think it's just giving you an outlet to something you're already predisposed to. I think, you know, some people, but it's not like, I mean, 
It's not like Call of Duty made Anders Brevik or whatever his name is be an asshole. He was an asshole before that. Yeah. True, but did Call of Duty make him a bigger asshole? He used that, it to practice. Question. He had the plan in his head already. He used the game to practice for his inevitable killing spree. Now, right. here's the thing I don't get. He goes to use Call of Duty as a practice. I would think actual target practice with a real gun would be right. more... I would think so. I don't yeah. see how that, how playing a game really equates to real life I don't skill. either. I don't either. I don't either. So... I, I, I think it was an excuse he kind of threw out there, and of course the media's going to run with it because, again, speaking of predisposed, they are predisposed to attack gaming and the internet in general. Um, I understand your point, Highlander, and I guess I, I, I agree with the violence part, but I think I think it, this it, kind of I, I think it can all feed in on itself. Absolutely, but I think this is saying that guys in general are being retarded in, in their growth because of violent video games. I don't think that's the case. It's say, now it's saying that violent people are trying to gravitate towards that, but the entire purpose of the article is to say that you know men who are playing video games and watching porn are losing their ability to be the men as as we know them. You can't interact with women. You can't interact with people. Well, if 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 you're playing, I'm, I'll I'll play devil's advocate for just a second. If if you're no, doing you? nothing but but playing no. <laughs> but playing you know violent video games all the time, then I would think to a certain extent that you probably not. Get the necessary social skills to handle yourself in the three of us society. have played violent video games since we were what seven years old and playing the Atari River Raid. Uh, and then I enlisted to Berserk. shoot brown people, but that was totally unrelated. Of course not, <laughs> totally unrelated. Sorry, would you say you're a violent person? Do you not play violent video games even to this day? Uh, I would say that both of you are far more violent than I am. But see, and also, okay, and, that's fun. and also to play into that, both you guys love violent video games way more than I do. And I would, I, I would argue that I was a more I don't violent mind, person, probably young. Than I don't you mind playing games like you know StarCraft Two and Sins. They're okay, but if if we're gonna contrast, you guys play them almost exclusively. Whereas I, I know that I play games you guys probably wouldn't even touch. Like what? Ten foot pole. Like that. Uh, what was that game that we were just talking about before a couple weeks ago on the PlayStation Network? The one know. that I was telling you about where it's the, a journey, that game. Sounds okay. gay. Okay. See, exactly. My point exactly. I mean, no, but I, I okay, I get your point. Because that seems like violence, though, it's the competitiveness. Yeah, I, yeah I, but a, a lot of it's the violence, winning. too. I mean, okay, really, like, okay, I'll put a war game. How about that? Well, Sims Lord guys, Empire doesn't have... You guys seem have... to play almost exclusively that yeah, kind Sims of... Sims isn't like a... It's not a violent game. No, I'm not, I'm, I'm not judging I mean, you. I'm just saying... No, no, no. no, 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 no just, this is, okay, this is a disagreement, but this isn't about judging us or anything, but I would argue... We've labeled us. We're saying you know, it's not necessarily Sins true. Sins of a Solar Empire, I mean, yeah, technically you're blowing stuff up and nuking worlds, but the graphics aren't like... I'm not really seeing people good. burn in the ass. I'm not You're laughing while tons of people... No, 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 and nice I'm, I'm not city. saying that you're insane. It's but I'm I'm saying that those are the kind of games win. that you gravitate. Well, towards. but but I mean, sins is it's complex. There's you got to build an economy. You're building a fleet. What's the strategy? What's the route to take? Because we like conflict. it because it's it's a competitive. Are you game. saying it's because we we gravitate because there's, because there's conflict? Period. Not necessarily graphic violence. Um, I, I think like I think conflict games. would be a better term than obviously obviously none of those games are graphically violent. And I wasn't right. I wasn't trying to say graphically violent. Either. I think you're trying to say we like, gravitate towards things of conflict. Of conflict. Yeah, I would. Yeah. To an extent, I would agree. But with that. I, I, again, I think that's more of a competitive nature. It's just like sports. I gravitate towards them. I agree more so yeah. than than necessarily you do because it's I like playing them. And it's it's competitive. Yeah, I, but you know, it's same not thing. violent. And I also, I mean, there's business simulators and games that I enjoy playing. I mean, I got a couple on my iPhone. Road that are Tycoon, relatively detailed. I mean, I always love the Sim City games. Uh-huh. It's the feeling of achievement of overcoming. Well, the I mean, but really, isn't that more... every single video game ever? No, some games journey? suck. Some games suck? Yeah. Some games don't have a, a goal for you to, to meet. Some it. games have really stupid what was Journey's goal? goal? To Did get you to say the mountain? it didn't have a goal? 
It just kind of meander around? No. Yeah. It's, it's to get to the mountain. That sounds boring. Oh, okay. Why are you going to the mountain? Who's trying to stop you? No one tries to stop you. Why do what you What tries to stop you? Or what, what is stopping you from walking to the fucking mountain? Uh, the distance. Uh, there's it's a virtual the world. You can just press yeah. the button. Yeah. Okay. You can tape down the, point, the button. The, uh, <laughs> I mean, you could just point your guy, the point tape of down the, the button, game. go get a snack, and then the win. The point of the game. Is the journey, not the goal? Exactly. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's the, the journey, not the destination. No, I want to win. I, I okay. don't know. I don't know how to put it other than and that. that's fine. I, that's that's I'm why. Just, but I'm, like, I'm um, just saying that it, it seems to kind of feed into that article a little bit to an extent. But I mean, if you actually look at the types of games, yeah, I would agree with them. It's it's more the competitiveness of the games that I like. You know, I'm. Uh, but I don't think it's you know, stunted either one of our uh, growth as men to interact with people or with women right. in general. And, and also, I have a career. Think- I'm married. How many know. times have you said how much you hated people? I think you've even said it today. Well, I hate, dude, I I hate people because I'm an always. asshole. See, that's there you my, go. I'm not an asshole because I play video games. I'm an asshole because that's just the way I am. I, True. When I came out of the womb, True. God said, you know what? There are not enough of you people around. You're going to be an a asshole. Dick. Yes. <laughs> and I've done my level best to live up to the Almighty's expectations. And I think <laughs> I've done pretty well. No, I, I, I don't know. I, I do think it is more of a competitiveness thing, and the violent video games happen to be generally the most competitive. I mean, that's, I just that's think it all feeds it into itself. That, you know, I think a person certainly, get- certainly, a, a violent person gravitates toward violent games. But I, I think that if if you continue to act in that manner, and you that it, it it can feed on itself. You can get a bit more violent if you surround yourself with violence. Now, if you know. If you took a violent person, and I'm not saying you're violent, but if you took a violent person and surrounded them with peaceful things, then maybe we might be able to have a compare and contrast and see if that reduces their level of violence or how much they think negative thoughts or whatever. Actually, Sulex says sandbox games don't have a goal. And sorry, but this is, you know... I don't. It, this is actually kind of proving my point. Like Grand Theft Auto, those open-world games where you can just run around and blow the hell out of people, I don't like those games. Why do you have your headphones off? He has I, one, I, headphone I have one headphone on. I don't know. I don't like them both on. He's like Michael Jackson. He just has one. It's just uncomfortable for me. I don't know. Really? Oh. Yeah, I, it kind of weirds me out. I'll go ahead. Um, but like Sandbox, like I hate the Grand Theft Auto series. I don't like it. I, it's purposeless. So like all those it's games, just, like Grand Theft Auto or L.A. Noire. Or yeah, I don't play any Red Dead. So basically like every Rockstar game. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. much. I think about it. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, I just, like you're just running around and like technically there's sort of kind of a story, but it's shitty. Uh-huh. And, you know, you just run around and blow stuff up and kill people for whatever. I, I don't enjoy those games, but sandbox games like the SimCity series. Now, technically, there's no established goal, but... I'm building something. I'm creating something. I'm, you know, I'm making a profitable and prosperous city. I, I enjoy that type of game. I've always enjoyed the SimCity games. I, I, I think that's kind of what I'm talking about when I say competitiveness. Maybe there isn't always a specific goal, but there's one that I've created for myself uh-huh. to win. To be better than the other person. Right. Now, I think I don't know what, you, what I think is a more accurate term is if you were to say that there are some people who gravitate towards only violent games like um, like a Call of Duty or a Quake or something that where it's gory and bloody and that's all they play. And right, I and that wasn't referring yeah, like, to you guys. Then yeah. those people are fucked right. up. Right, yes. But they were born fucked up. Or that's nah. how they were raised. And that's or that's how, how they were. I'd say the environment right, yeah, plays a lot fine. more into it, but yeah. But I don't think video games alone, I think the no, I'm, I, the violent all... video game would be more of a symptom than a cause. In Screw my a puppy. Take the guy who ate the other dude's face off and surround him with bunnies. Now he's less violent. No, he's still a zombie. We we, we were talking off the air. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that... 
And I, I was thinking maybe we should bring it up. Whatever. Fucking retarded. How, did, did you read the, the, the CDC article? Yeah. About how they had to come out and actually tell people that there was no such thing as zombies and there, there was no or virus or disease out there that reanimates the dead. And or they're trying to prevent a national panic. <laughs> <laughs> or are there? Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Real quick, and I got there's a follow up here, uh, uh, folks. Just, get your questions, comments, opinion in. Uh, we're gonna do the mailbag here shortly. Emperor One G at Cox .net. Make sure you send them something in. Um, tell Highlander what you told me when we went to Applebee's last Sunday. I, I, I just died a little inside seeing that. Like, really? What? You have to come that out. The with CDC an actually has to tell has people to tell people right. that zombies don't exist that you know of because there's, there's <laughs> been like four or five instances of, of well, you know, oh, there's been more than that. A guy cut himself open and threw his intestines at the police. A student, he killed, didn't have a rock. What else is he going to throw? A student killed his roommate and then started eating him. A guy was found on a highway eating a homeless guy's face and they had to shoot him like six times. Did you see the, the video of that coming. guy's face now? No, I haven't. You haven't seen the, have you seen the is video of the gay guy in Canada? No, no. He dis- you know, but dissected the corpse. Right. Then he has anal sex with it. Oh, oh, I heard about t- that one, yes. too. Yeah, okay. the video, too. No, I haven't seen that. Then That's, he eats it, yeah. then he brings the puppy in and has the puppy help him eat it. Wow. And then he starts sending That's the pieces off to the different uh, members of parliament in yeah. Canada. All fucked in Canada. Oh, All fucked up. Yeah, they're zombies. <laughs> so tell him what you were telling okay, me uh, so, at so, Applebee's yeah, last Sunday. You guys okay. need to be nicer to me because there's a convoy. For when the zombie uprising comes, me and my friends have it all worked out. We have a location you picked have out. Yours, okay. You That's, don't have your actual future planned out after college, but you've got nope. your zombie apocalypse. No, that is yes. the future plan. for him. Yes. I'm hoping there's a zombie on. apocalypse <laughs> because then I will set myself up as a warlord in western North Carolina. I have always said, and I've, I, I don't know the last time I told this to you, but I, I have always said that if civilization collapsed, I would make my way here because with all those crazy... Strategy, you know, wartime video games. I have no doubt that M could start his own little fiefdom. Oh, you're where, damn like, right. There would be order. Absolutely. There would at least, maybe not law, but at least order. And that would be, you know, that everybody would have their job. Point. Everybody would be safe. And we would, oh, yes. In I, fact, so, just so the listeners know, when the zombie apocalypse breaks out, we are going to the Fontana Dam. The Fontana, F O N T A N A. And where is the, the Appalachians? Dam? It is in western North Carolina. It is roughly 20 to 30 miles from all other civilizations. It is a standalone hydro dam. There is a tiny little village next to it that we could take no problem. <laughs> <laughs> and it provides 23 megawatts of renewable, sustainable hydroelectric power. And there's another one, and it's an arch gravity dam I can't remember the name of, about 10 miles down the river. So when we need to expand, boom, natural built expansion in next point. territory. Yes, <laughs> nice. exactly. So uh, that's, it, I mean, it's isolated. There's only one, I mean, there's one road, and all you have to do is block now, off that. Now, what's People your can't plan when the apocalypse happens from getting from northeast Ohio to North Carolina? I'm glad you convoy. asked. There is a convoy that we're going to be using, and actually, one of my buddies used to work at ODOT, uh-huh. so he has all the codes to their facilities, so what we're going to do is steal, obviously, a lot of things <laughs> in the panic. Well, I, obviously, I mean, right. uh, there's no one's going to be we've using actually, them anymore. We've actually created a list of things and targets that we need to hit to grab the supplies we need to go down there and rebuild There's a uh, show you need to watch. One I of the cannot f- remember what it's called. Okay. It's on National Geographic. It's basically people that... They like take it seriously. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, not, that. not necessarily zombie apocalypse, but like they isn't think, that the one where they, they went think, to like New Orleans and did it in like the the fucking wasteland of the Eighth Ward or whatever the hell? Oh no, no, I, I know what you're talking about. This, this isn't like a reality show. <laughs> oh okay. These are these are like they 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 go to these they go to these people that are already like setting stuff up. Like they think that the world's food supply is going to doomsday preppers. Yes, thank you, Little Rex. Little Rex gets interesting the grape job sticker of the day. 
Yeah, doomsday preppers. It's it's people preparing for what they think is the end of the world for whatever reason. It, they have they all have different reasons. They think that the economy is going to collapse or the food supply is going to go out, and they they have their bomb shelter with five years of food, all you know, water, and they have they have an arsenal that can rival the national guard, and they all they go into the desert and they see. That's the beauty of the zombie every, plan. It every, can be every used week, for almost any type of you know, yeah. Calamity. Every week they go into the desert for target practice, <laughs> and they take they out zombies, put in stuff. Russians. Or North Koreans, yeah. insert them. Then you got like a Red Dawn situation. Then you can still go to Fontana Dam and join us. It's funny that Howard mentions civilization that readout about cutting out my own fiefdom. I, I, I've caught myself doing this. Um, yes, and, and Solex is right. The colony was the one you were thinking. Scrub- of. I've oh, seen okay. the colony. Scrub Puppy, we've already mapped out a route that doesn't use any highways at all. It will take us 12 hours to get there. Not counting the time we need to go to ODOT and steal some uh, snowplows. A couple weeks ago. Snowplows will make ideal. Oh, right. Clear the road of zombies because they've got those spiky things on them. And then, of course, in in any apocalypse, there's always the cars that are just sitting out with the doors open. And and our giant snowplows, those big ones that do the highways. Right. That are like 12 feet tall. They're Uh fucking. Oh, yeah. They'll knock shit right out of the way. Plus two semis, a low boy, and a couple school buses. But I was having lunch with Legal Tender a couple weeks ago, and he was talking about Resident Evil, and I don't know why, but my mind switched over to, again, a zombie apocalypse, and I was thinking, if I was stuck at work, what would be the first thing I would secure? And I started looking around, I'm thinking, I would secure the cafeteria, I would secure the uh, 12th floor where we have the, uh, where there's the, the, uh, the PX, the commissary. I'd go across the street, and I'd get up the Galleria, and those, I would fortify those, because that's all the food. From there, and because there's you know the military in there, from there I'd go to the Coast Guard down the streets, which is literally down the street. I started thinking about it, and I had to stop myself. I'm like, what the hell am I doing? This it's sounds it's like you, you go to the Coast Guard, I would probably head more toward uh, Burke. To, to, it's right there. To secure the airport. It's, but the right, the Coast oh, they're Guard right next to each other? Oh, is okay. at the airport. Oh, okay. So you can grab gotcha. both. Gotcha. So, and then I looked across at Brown Stadium. I said, well, that's already lost. So, But <laughs> I, stopped, I stopped myself thinking, what? the hell am i doing now i sound like my brother and the whole joke about the zombie apocalypse and i do that sometimes and i catch myself thinking if i was stuck here what would i grab first what would i fortify first i have an issue maybe this is maybe i am uh, uh maybe a screw is loose highlander maybe i have been uh, uh screwed up in playing games so much because I, I i've thought about that sometimes what exactly i would need to take and fortify and how many people i would need to do it to grab something and hold it indefinitely. I've, I've known about to. that you for years. I, you, I, I do not that the screw loose thing, but just you, I, you always figure out how to fortify. And I don't know to... why that is. Every military base I've ever been stationed at, uh-huh. I've figured out exactly how I would rebel and take it over. I'm sure you're not the it's, only one. I, I don't think that's an uncommon thing, though. I mean, I think people think about that stuff. Maybe not a lot. I just lot, thought I was fucking but... whack. That's, that's, <laughs> I thought I was, I was nuts. Well, I mean, a little bit. Scrub Puppy but wants to know how you're going to take Fontana Dam from the platoon that's already moved into the location. Thought that one out? Yes, poison the water. Is Scrub Puppy planning on taking my dam? You know, I shared that location in a sense of goodwill, thinking that you people might want a haven. But if you want to make this war, Scrub Puppy, war you will have. <laughs> History is written one by would the victors. Think, one would think that Scrub Puppy would be on our side. You would think... Yeah, you better hope it doesn't happen soon. Afghanistan's a long way from North Korea. Yeah, and <laughs> Afghanistan's yeah. going to yeah, be you a might, shitty place to wait on the zombie apocalypse. apocalypse dude. <laughs> Although you'd probably survive there. Because there's nothing really going on there. So. Yeah, but have you seen zombie movies? The four military units never survive. They always get overrun. It's true. Otherwise, it wouldn't make for much of a show. <laughs> no, it wouldn't make for much <laughs> exactly. of a movie. Exactly. Yeah. But as we all know, Hollywood never lies, and reality is very much based on movies. Continuing on. 
Yahoo.com, you're not special graduation speech sparks a buzz. Go ahead, Varyar. I know you like this one. All right. They just knocked out your mic. Damn it. Is it back? Yeah. Okay. Yes, I can hear you now. Social media was buzzing about a Boston-area high school teacher's blunt commencement speech that told students they, quote, are not special. Woohoo! Wellesley High School English teacher David McCullough Jr. told graduates, quote, you are not special, you are not exceptional, while quoting empirical evidence. Across the country, no fewer than 3.2 million seniors are graduating from about now from more than 37,000 high schools. That's 37,000 valedictorians, 37,000 class presidents, 92,000 harmonizing altos, 340,000 swaggering jocks, and 2,185,967 pairs of Uggs, he said in the speech published in the Boston Herald. He added, even if you're one in a million on a planet of 6.8 billion people, that means there are nearly 7,000 people just like you. <laughs> McCullough makes a statement on parents who overdo it in a modern society focused on collecting achievements. Quote, you've been pampered, cosseted, doted upon, helmeted, bubble wrapped, fetted, <laughs> fawned over, and called sweetie pie. But, he adds in a video on Wellesley Channel TV YouTube page, Quote, you see, if everyone is special, then no one is. If everyone gets a trophy, trophies become meaningless. We have of late, we Americans, to our detriment, come to love accolades more than genuine achievement. McCullough's address does push students to recognize real achievement. The fulfilling life, the distinctive life, the relevant life is an achievement. And he encourages graduates, quote, to do whatever you do for no reason other than you love it and believe in its importance. Many express their approval of the message on Twitter. This is awesome. I don't remember my high school commencement speech. I think I would remember this one. Another one said, Fantastic speech, which sums up the neglected duty of so many Americans in one phrase. Be worthy of your advantages. The greatest commencement speech ever. And my new hero tells grads, You're not that special. When everyone gets a trophy, the trophy doesn't mean anything. The Boston Herald also reported that McCullough's words were very well received by attendees. The teacher, a father of four, admitted he's guilty of the actions he pokes fun at in his speech. But near the end of the address, he says, the sweetest joys of life, then, come only with the recognition that you're not special, because everyone is. See, this is very very interesting, because I've read this same article at a couple different places, not just Yahoo, as well as a lot of people talking about it on, on the radio, <clears throat> which is where I came up with this, where I came across the story to begin with, mm-hmm. um, although somebody sent this one in. Uh, his comments were not well received by a lot of the parents and a lot of the students at the graduation. And I don't know about Twitter showing a lot of people liked it. A great many did not like it. That's where the controversy stems from, is that there are a great, there's a wave of, of uh, criticism going against this guy saying, who the hell are you on their big day of achievement of graduation going out there and telling people they're not special when there are tens of thousands of people out there who never graduate, who drop out because of life, because of drugs, because of whatever. Way more people graduate than don't graduate. I understand that, but they're simply saying that there are tons of people out there who don't and that he should be applauding them for taking the next step in life for making it this far. But the other part of it is he even goes on to say, look. How dare he not be realistic? You know, everybody has a piece of paper that says diploma. You know, the same guy who uh, got honors classes in this valedictorian got the same piece of paper, the jackass in the class that slept through everything and, and got by with the D minus got. They all had the same piece of paper. They all graduated. I think that this is a message that, that has been lost to the United States today. And I and Heilry may disagree with us because I know we have a philosophical difference, uh, especially in politics. But I believe this specifically has been lost. You know, these days, my daughter, when she used to go to soccer, they didn't keep score. They sure as hell did when I was seven years old and playing soccer. And I played travel ball starting when I was nine. My goddaughter's teams, they don't keep score either. Baseball and T-ball, they don't keep score anymore. 
everybody gets a participation trophy, regardless of what what uh, uh, place you actually took. And he has he's very eloquent and, and, and it's it's very to the point. If everybody gets a trophy, then there's no point in having a trophy anymore. It become meaningless. You know, there's uh, last year was a big controversy in I think it was Brunswick or Brexville. Somebody had an all star game for their baseball league, their in house hardball baseball league. They did away with it because they were afraid that people who didn't make it to the all star game would feel bad about themselves, and they didn't want to alienate kids who didn't make it, who weren't who weren't good enough. So they eliminated an all star game they'd run for thirty seven years. And it, this is the trend the United States seems to be going in. I won't speak for everybody else outside the country because I don't know how your specific nations do it. But here, you know, part of the American dream, the American way, has always been competitiveness. It's always been you go out, you bust your ass, you carve, you know, a, a nice life for yourself. You may not become rich, but you may you, you have a good, better than, than even chance of at least having a decent life. And that isn't really what's happening anymore. Now we're telling people the exact opposite, that you are entitled to everything. That you are special. That you are, you know, something unique. A precious little snowflake. Right. It's like Fight Club. You are not a special and unique snowflake. You're the same all, you know, crap of the world as everybody else. And I think it's a shame. We need to get that back in America, especially for the younger generations. You know what? And I, I don't know how much interaction you guys have with, you know, the millenniums and, and the Y generation, whoever it is that came after us. Even people younger than you I'm in college. Are. Okay. You get my point then. Mm-hmm. That that kids, the younger generation, seem to have this, this uh, theory of entitlement. Well, because I went to college and graduated, I deserve a well-paying job. Or because you know I graduated high school, I deserve to go to college. Somebody should pay me to go to college. Somebody should be able to give me the money. I should be able to have loans and Pell Grants and scholarships. You know, see, I'm an American. I deserve... No, you don't. You don't deserve to have a good-paying job. You don't deserve to go to college. Some people do. Earn your way in. I did. I think we all have. None of us would have made it into college if we didn't have good grades. Most of my college was paid for because of my academics. Part of it because for baseball when I was able to play. I, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm getting on my high horse here. It's just it, it, this is, is a, a trend that I continue to see in the country in the things I read, things I see, things I listen to, the radio, the television, just talking to kids. I mean, when I was a kid, I didn't know anything about my rights as far as if I got stopped by a cop because I was out after curfew. These days, shit, kids know everything. That's one of the reasons why I did not want to be a teacher after having done student teaching in several places. And this is a decade ago. And I looked at this and said, this is nonsense. I don't want to deal with this bullshit. Kids arguing with the teachers, telling them they're not going to, you know, they're not going to show up for suspension. It's like a vacation. You know, the parents, they immediately take the, the side of the kids, too. They don't back up the teachers anymore. I'm kind of expanding here the little rant, but I'll try to bring it back into focus. But I actually like the fact that this guy told him flat out what it is. You know, the commencement speech when I graduated college was a phenomenal speech by a neurosurgeon at Cleveland Clinic. And he said it was all about failure. And his, his, his speech when he started off is, you are all failures. You will all fail at something in life, maybe once, more than likely multiple times. He said, you will learn I'm paraphrasing you more from your from your failures than anything else. But more importantly, the thing you will learn is perseverance. You are going to fail. The difference is you have to get back up and you have to keep trying. Maybe you don't do things the same way. Maybe you keep going. If you believe in something long enough, then you'll keep going at it. And it just went on for 30 minutes of how everybody sucks. The difference is those who actually get up and make something of themselves and keep going. 
And I remember the president of the college, who had been the president since the place opened, he retired a couple of years ago, coming up and saying, I have heard every speech in this university's history, and I will tell you that that is the best one ever. So, Omar says, uh, no, it is. We're more of a hybrid. But Emp's making some valid points, too. So at some point, she was disagreeing with me because I said, she says, two. Uh... Umar says, are you honestly fucking kidding me? No one is like me. No one. Actually, Umar, yes, there are lots of people like you. There are people who are in your grade, who are women, who have graduated your class. There are people who have been in the ROTC. There are people who have taken the exact same classes, gotten the exact same grades you are. Now, individually, at a personal level, your you know particular personality, your life experiences are different. However, in the real world, by and large, that really has no basis on anything. You were a name on a piece of paper when you go up for a job. You were another face in an interview applying for that job. It's the same thing when you're trying to get into a college. You are a piece of paper, a name on a piece of paper. Your grade point average will be higher or lower or the same as many other people. That's kind of the point. And that's what this was this teacher was was saying. And that's why it says at the end, you're all individually special. To yourselves, maybe to your families. But in the greater scheme of things, you're just one in a, in a giant melting pot of people. You're one of 6.4 billion. It's like the old adage. It doesn't matter how good you are at something, there's going to be somebody out there who's better. You know, like LeBron James has to realize that until Michael Jordan dies, there's somebody out there who's better. Scrub. Yes, everyone fails. It's how you maneuver from the setback and learn from it. As long as it doesn't kill you, that's okay. And I'm getting a headache. Fuck. Ugh. So that's the monologue for me today. Questions, comments, opinions, gentlemen. You know I'm in the same boat on that one. I was expecting more from you, Hyde. Well, I mean, if, if and we you start don't getting have into it. That, that is, no, no, I mean, if you start getting into it, I don't want to go off on a huge tangent. I mean, I'm someone that thinks that cooperation is, is much better than competition, and obviously you two will disagree with that. But It's because you're a communist. Exactly. Well, no, I believe comp- I believe, but, uh, I, no, I believe that... that <clears throat> Cooperation has Cooperation, its place, but yes, and it's very important. But I, I think ultimately, and with all that, with all this kind of stuff, um, it's 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 a fine line to cross. You know, I'm sure we can come up with examples where, you know, singling people out and stuff is is not really the best choice. But otherwise, unless they're and, brown, <laughs> my point exactly. Then but, they should be taken for further screening. But <laughs> more to the point, I, it it has uh, it's it's difficult because it's it's a fine line to cross. I mean, you don't want to just. Fuck off, everyone! It, you know, obviously, some people think that, but well, and at the same time, you don't. Well, I don't know. I'm, it's no, you're no, you're right. Yeah, I mean, it's like business. If and it's one thing that I that I learned very early on that a lot of people at, the, at where I work need to learn. If you're a boss and somebody has done a poor job for whatever reason, they made a mistake, they're not doing a you know, job well enough. You pull them off the side individually and you tell right. them you need to do x x you know x y and z. Praise yeah. in public, chastise Praise, in private. Exactly. Right. That's, that's the formula. Yeah. Okay. So you're right in that. Cooperation, same thing. Look, as far as, as competition is important, so is cooperation. The country wouldn't be here. We would not be Americans if the cooperation wasn't there for all the colonists to get together to form an army and fight. You know, we didn't have a thousand other people going off and playing deathmatch against, you know, the British. So cooperation is just as important, I think, as competitiveness. You're right. There's a fine line between the two. Yeah. It, but it, I'm not going it, to ignore one in favor of the other. No, no, no. no. But I, I don't <laughs> think that's that's not the point, though. Cooperation, of course, has its places. And there's sure. plenty of places where it's very, very important. Most things, there's at least some cooperation. You're right. never going to do everything Team alone. Yeah. However, the point is, 
we are there should be a balance between the two because there are times where competition is very healthy. Competition breeds success. That's what I mean, that's what it does. So when you emphasize cooperation over everything, when you emphasize sameness over everyone, everyone's a special little snowflake. Everyone gets the participation trophy. Well, guess what? Jimmy played really well. He hit 18 home runs. He, you know, he was awesome. And then special needs Jimmy over there <laughs> didn't do shit. He was on the team and he, he stood in right field, but he didn't really do a lot. Don't you think that Timmy deserves more recognition than Jimmy? Shouldn't Timmy be applauded for his effort? Now, maybe he has more natural talent, but I'm betting he probably also put in more work. And that should be recognized. I'm not saying the team doesn't matter. I just think that we are going to a point where we can't hurt anybody's feelings. Oh, their self-esteem matters over everything. Well, all the all of the best lessons in my life have come from spectacularly massive fuck-ups. I mean, those are the lessons that last. Those are the lessons that stick. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I mean, I like I said, not to turn this into the show but, right yeah that's why i was kind of keeping quiet because but no no but no, i don't I, want you to keep quiet you are the counterbalance to the argument right if, the, if i'm getting on my speech or getting my high horse and you don't agree with it then i count on you yes jump in look this is a three or four hour show it's, it's not going to dominate the whole show it's, it's just not it's, this discussion it's it's just difficult because i almost you almost have to kind of take it on like a case-by-case basis like if like for example the, the example you just gave up when, when you're saying, like, special needs Johnny, are you saying someone that's, like, actually mentally retarded? Oh, no, he just, just sucks someone, at baseball. He just sucks at baseball. Yeah, okay. he sucks at baseball. He's lazy. You know, Timmy's out there hustling and, uh-huh. you know, making plays, and he's out there practicing, now, and then, you know, Tommy The or point Johnny that I would make I that if, if, if he's putting in extra work and getting the home runs and everything, do, do you think that Timmy really needs a bigger trophy? To prove to himself that he I he think he deserves better. one. He certainly deserves, yeah. I mean, you've earned Look, it. Look, I I agree. A lot of most, but, of, I mean, a, a I mean, lot of my satisfaction is based on my personal. That's uh, that's uh, kind of what I was getting at. However, it's, it's, it's more personal. You know it's what? Like, no, no, no. But that's the thing, though. If, yes, my personal, if Timmy knows that he's the best player on the team, then what the hell does it matter if everyone else gets a trophy? Recognition matters too. I mean, recognition outside recognition of your success is important. Yes, I have a very large ego. For the most part, I don't care what most people think. And my own personal evaluation of my self-worth is based on my personal evaluation. However, when I do good things, having other people notice and reward me for it and applaud it, yeah, that in- that's an incentive for me to keep doing good things. A lot of the times when I, most of the times where I don't care and don't try as hard, it's because it doesn't seem to matter. I mean, that's the at the end of too, the day. I, 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 the I would, same trophy. I mean, you said, well, if everybody knows that you know Johnny's the best, right. and who cares if everybody else gets a trophy? Well, only people involved with that team know that. If I'm an outsider looking in, and I see, you know, maybe I'm trying to hire somebody. I look, oh, everybody's got the same trophy. Everybody was part of this championship team. Okay, well, which one was the better player? Which one was the guy who helped, you know led them there? Why doesn't? Why would he not be entitled to a better trophy? Why does somebody who didn't accomplish as much not entitled to something? You know, why are they entitled to the exact same thing? I, I would say that there's other. I mean, we're we're basing it all around the trophy and someone that. I mean, it, there, it's, there's, it's there's, a metaphor. It's, for anything. I, I understand, but just yeah, yeah. you know, if, if if everyone gets the same award or whatever, the person who who worked the hardest, there's other inten- intrinsic values that that come with that as well. It's not just everyone gets the same award. There are things that have happened along the way, like praise, for example, that you guys were talking about. Obviously. If you're doing, if you're working really hard, unless he's like the worst boss ever or something, you're going to get praise along the way. People are going to know, hey, you're doing a great job. No, I've been. Not in, even yeah, no, no, plenty that of bosses. Yeah, no. yeah. 
the or work, even the or, place or, I work right or now, or even people around you, like man, you you work really hard, or like man, doesn't you matter. Really good. The, I'll tell you right now, the place I work right now, I am in head and shoulders above most of the people I work with on on the, the job I do. They recently had, I don't know, gotta be careful what I say. Recently went through an audit period where they're going to be raising the salaries of the people who are below me, who are grades below me, up to the same grade I am. And the reason why is they took the very best technicians, the very best people in my department, and they sent them off to these audits to show what a specific grade does. Okay? The difference is, in my grade, I'm doing about 65% more than the next closest person. All right? They're one grade below me. They're going to raise all those people up to the same pay grade I am, despite the fact they're doing far less than I am. Now, how is that fair? And they're doing this all over. Praise? I don't get any praise. I, I go in on Saturdays. I'm one of a small handful. No one gives a shit. I accomplish more in five hours on a Saturday than most people do in eight hours during the week when they're supposed to. And this happens on a regular basis. And this isn't the only job that's ever happened at either. I understand your point. In a perfect world, that would be, hap- you know, be happening. Like, take a baseball it team doesn't. that goes to the World Series. Everybody gets a ring, right, because it's on the team? Right. Whether you're working the bench or not. But there are other ways to go around it. Some people get an MVP trophy. Somebody gets a Silver Slugger Award. Somebody gets a Gold Glove. If they're excellent, they get something extra that stands out. You know, not everybody gets a Gold Glove because they're all on the same team with Grady Sizemore. Right. So, no. To, to assume that you're going to get praised somewhere along the way, even by, you know, your fellow coworkers. My fellow coworkers are irrelevant as far as the praise I get because they don't assign to me my salary. You know, I, I base the satisfaction of my job, one, because of the people I'm helping, but also, two, the amount of money I'm able to bring home and provide a life for my family. Now, the fact that everybody in the, in the office knows I'm a great guy will help can do my job, when you get right down to it, is irrelevant. And what pisses me off is the fact that there's a lot of people out there that I work with who don't do their fair share. There's a lot. And now they're going to start making the same amount of money I am. I've been promoted twice in the time I was there before I switched companies, okay? And I've been promoted again at this new company. Because I worked my ass off, and I was head and shoulders above everybody else. And now they're telling me, well, everyone's going to be brought up to your level. It is communism at its at most pure. And the, the irony is they took the very best technicians to represent the shittiest ones as an example of why they should get paid more. And now they're going to. It's not based on merit at all, and it should be. And you're right. Had it been based on merit, then I would get the praise I, I deserve. And like I said, this isn't the only job I've ever had, but this is the one I have building a career around. And sometimes it's very frustrating. because. And this is a perfect example why using the trophy, obviously, is, like you said, a Yeah, I, I understand. But this isn't personal at all. It, not at all. <laughs> not at all. I'm using myself yeah, as the I, example I, I know. I, know, I mean, the, so. the only thing I can say right in that defense is that that's, that's what you've signed up for, is that you've, yeah, but you've, I was you've like, agreed, via, I mean, not by signing a contract or anything, but via you know, agreeing to take the job, that you will work and then you will get paid that amount. Not the point. There was there was nothing. That's it's kind of but it, it doesn't matter. Argument. I mean, if you want to work harder and more, I mean, if, if you're trying to you know go up in the company, but as far as like getting paid, you know, a set amount of salary or whatever. That that's you're. you're I think you're missing. Yeah, you're the going. Point. This is a strong I, I argument. I think you're, you're completely missing the point. Yeah, yeah. Because the point isn't that. Oh, this sucks. I should get more. Well, too bad. No, no. I'm not saying job sucks. The point is. By basing things on merit, you are incentivizing better performance. 
by by giving the bigger trophy, the MVP award, you are pointing out, A, who worked the hardest, giving them recognition, which is going to, down the road, continue. Now right, they have but a reason what, to what I'm saying is awesome. that if in, the, in the context of your job, your job isn't based on merit. It's supposed to be, actually. But it, it is. It's in the contract. Actually, what what you've just described is not. That's right. There's the theory, and contract is supposed to be by merit, and then there's the reality. It isn't. So it says in your contract that if you complete more whatever, yes. more X, you yes. get more money. You can, yes. And, and that doesn't happen? You, you don't get more money for no. completing? Okay. No. I, say, I mean, the well, point then, is then you need to talk to someone about that. Then. Uh, the point isn't this specific <laughs> example, though. You're, you're missing the overall. He, it's an ex- that example is just to illustrate the broader point. Right. People perform better when given incentives to. The, I the, have kid, a... the weak kid on the team who doesn't practice. You, you keep hitting it. You keep knocking I, your mic right. out. Push it up. Better. Okay. The kid on the team who doesn't practice, who doesn't put in the effort, if the there guy is who no come in on, consequence on time, to that, he's do not going to do better. The guy who puts in the effort, if there isn't a reward for that, now maybe he'll keep performing at a high level because that's his personality. But maybe he won't. Maybe if there's no reward to it, he'll just fade back into mediocrity because what the fuck's the point? Here's an idea. You like basketball, right? Yeah. Who's All your right. favorite player? Ah, just pick a play. doesn't matter. We'll, we'll just say or, LeBron. For, it, just, it does matter. No, fuck Who you. is your favorite you can't player? Say LeBron. Who favorite player? player? Did you ever look up to anybody specifically in sports? Never. Okay. Who is a hero to you? Uh, Do you have any heroes whatsoever? Yeah, but they're all like hundreds and thousands of years old. So? Just give me one. I'm, all I'm right. Trying to uh, Leonardo da Vinci. Why? Why Leonardo? Uh, because he's accomplished, so he's accomplished so much in his life. He's an artist and an architect. and a Well, there's plenty of artists and architects around here. Why, aren't you, why aren't you enamored with them? Why aren't they your heroes? I mean, that's the same thing. Because they, he artists. did it first. He didn't do it first. There's plenty of people who did it first before he did. There's plenty of people who, who painted before he did, who invented things before he did, who you know, did sculptures before he did. Why him? But there's plenty of inventors out there and artists out there. Do you because see I point? like... Because he's awesome. That's the answer. Just like you know. But people he's like asking me why, though. Right. He's, right. I've already, I've already said he's awesome because he's one of my heroes. He's asking me why. Right. Because I like his paintings and his, his particular achievements I particularly like. But other people have accomplished the same kind of achievements even before and after. Why not them? Why not Michelangelo or Raphael? I don't not, know. You know. You're, you're asking me something. That, I mean, why, why do people like pistachio ice cream? Why do people... Like red cars. Why do people? You're asking me something. No, I don't don't see it as a certain certain person. Just like um, sometimes people gravitate towards certain things, and sometimes you don't even know the reason why. Sometimes it just happens. Nobody takes a hero of a guy who's sitting on the bench who does nothing. Nobody who's nobody's hero is Mendoza. It's Albert Pujols, or it's it's Alex Rodriguez, or etc. And the reason why is because these people have accomplished something that others don't. Because they are a standout. They are a head and shoulders above. Because they work better. Because they are better. Because they've accomplished more. Everybody venerates Michael Jordan because he's got, what, seven rings? Mm-hmm. No one venerates LeBron James the same way. Majority don't. He doesn't want anything. He doesn't have the same work ethic. He hasn't accomplished the same thing. That's my point. Two people who play basketball, two very good at it. One has accomplished a lot more. That is the pinnacle as what people want to be. If you ask a person you want to be Michael Jordan, LeBron James, I'm guessing 99 point whatever percent are going to say Michael Jordan. Sure. Because he's won it all. Do you see my point? 
Okay. I don't think I, he's thinking no. about it the same way we no, are. No, like, I, 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 yeah, I guess I'm That's not. Fine. I guess I'm coming at it from a different perspective. Okay. I get, yeah, I think so. I mean, because it seems to me like you're kind of more focusing on the individual examples. It, I don't know. Whatever. Fuck it. Achievement, good. I don't know. Cooperation, good. Need them both. Time for the mailbag. <laughs> just to break it up before we go out back to articles, just to, you know, I think it was a good discussion. Yeah. And, and don't ever just sit there like, oh, I don't really want to drag it out or, you know, it's going to turn into it. No, that's exactly what you're here for. That's what you're both here for. All right. All right. Unfortunately, I'm you often on this. the same team. And that's fine, but not always. Last not week always. was a good point in the case. The post office delivered your hate mail to the house again. Anything worth looking at? No, just the usual death threats, letter bombs, and human feces. You always make it sound worse than it is. How do you know it's human feces? As always, send your questions, comments, opinions of a non-funny nature to emperor1g at cox.net. Here we go. This is from the Pork Swordsman. It links to this sociological theory, myth of meritocracy. The belief that merit is gained and reward on the basis of achievement is a myth. I disagree. I disagree highly. Now, is that the same everywhere? Is that the world over? No. One of the things that, that really stood out from Napoleon, when he, here we go with the Napoleon in a history example, is the old saying is uh, there was a, a marshal's baton in the, you know, a knapsack of any soldier. Because unlike most of the European uh, sovereigns at the time, he based it not on birth, but based on merit. Are you a great soldier? Do you show command uh, uh, ability? Fine. Then you get promoted from within. That's how things happen. He based everything on the hell is uh, another. <laughs> I get this all the time, too. Your Cox cable validation, you know, because obviously Cox would send me Cox Cox 1011. Exactly. The email. <laughs> this, this email capitalized. Right. My point is that you're it's supposed to be based on merit, but that isn't necessarily the reality. And you kind of that's it's a very frustrating and disappointing um reality that you come to a realization but that's really the way it is and i guess that's one of the things that i that i have a a great problem with the place that i work now but you know what that isn't unique to just this you know uh, place of employment i've had the same issue elsewhere it's just the way it is i brought this up on show x ah but see daras the difference is people get to hear it now but i want to get to your take on this with all these mature games out there that boast mature storylines like mass effect with a bit of salt and The Witcher, could these mature games benefit from an adults-only rating, ESRB-wise, to truly deliver the experience, being the story and gameplay they seek to deliver? That's way too many commas. But then we have to worry about it, uh, about little Tommy Gamer and his soccer mom by the AO game, by the A... B-Y, by the AO game. The soccer mom freaking out over the content and a global uprising because of this. A person bought a game that clearly says adults-only on the box for their not-adult kid. Thanks for the read. I would say the reason you don't see too many adult-only games is because you want your game to be in the hands of as many people as possible. Isn't isn't the whole point of the mature rating only 17 and up can buy without their parents? Right. Isn't that? Yeah, that's So the adults idea. only bumps it to 18? Yes. What's the difference? Bas- basically, uh, adults only is porn. Is yeah, and that's porn. what I say. When I, I, I see adults that's, only, that's exactly what I porn. think it's but porn. It, yeah. if, it's, if it's already mature, they can buy it at 7. Uh, no, I don't. 
I don't. I don't see I don't the care. reason. No. I mean, enough people are it's outraged semantics. about stupid shit all the time. It's anyways. just semantics. You're just you're yeah. plugging adults in for mature, and it doesn't make a difference. Mature, uh, you know what? It's supposed to be seventeen over. Maybe people are taking taking it on. Uh, a definitive well my son's mature and he's only 15 he can play well yeah but if you buy alien gore chainsaw massacre then don't be fucking surprised when what's inside is if it's got a mature rating you're buying it for somebody who's not of age that that is your problem as the parent because you have fucked up so no address i'm I'm sorry i don't don't think that would make a difference at least it wouldn't make anything uh, it wouldn't make a big enough impact to matter hey you guys I have been playing Test Drive 2 recently and really enjoying it. However, they removed motorbikes from the those bastards from the original game, and then they are charging me 80 MS points, Microsoft points, for each bike. What's your view on removing something from the first game and then charging for me in the second? Don't care. The pork swordsman. Note, as I as a bike fanatic, I have bought this I have bought them and there are only three at the moment. Harley Davidson Fatboy, a Ducati GP bike, and Ducati uh Diavol Carbon. I think, obviously we don't care because we're not you know, bike care. fanatics, but what it comes down to is they're removing something that you got in the first one and now making you pay for it in the second one. Kind of like StarCraft, where you got you know, Landsport in the first one, but you don't in the second. Unfortunately, I think this is just a microcosm of the way games are going. I, if they can find a way to make you pay for it, which clearly you have, as you just said, I have bought them, you may not like it, but obviously you're willing to play along. It's just a way. It's just a DLC. It's just the way it is. If they think that there's a way to squeeze you out of a few more pennies, then they're going to. Now, obviously, the only way to fight that is not to buy it to the point where they finally just give it to you for free. I think it is kind of shitty that they're not giving you something you've come to expect, something that was in the first installment of the game. But by no right are you entitled to it. I think it's kind of shitty, but that's the way it is. If they, yeah, I mean, if if they went back and like took it out of the first game and made you buy it after like six months or something because they thought it was really popular yeah. and they had that ability, then yeah, I think we have a problem. <laughs> but they made a new game and they made a different decision. I don't. Yeah, it's I, their game. I'm, can, yeah, yeah, I mean, people get up in arms about shit like this all the time. It's a I just, game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't care. You know. Especially if it's just a skin, if it's just an aesthetic change. Do you really care? I mean, I, obviously you're a bike fanatic, but it's a very niche market. Obviously, you only care because you really like bikes, and in which case, maybe you're willing to pay the extra. Me? I don't give a fuck. Can I play the game? Yes. Do I get to the end? Do I get to experience everything, all the, the major high points? Probably, without having to buy a bike, so I wouldn't. Hey, Emperor, I got an extra code for a free iPhone game I think you will like. On the App Store, uh, on your touch, click on Redeem on the code at the bottom. This is from True. P.S. No, I am not telling you what it's for. You will find out when you redeem it. And I'm sure if he had an iPhone, you'd really care. Well, I have an iPod. He's oh, yeah, that's right. You have an iPod Touch. He bought so me uh, uh, right. I will keep that. But yeah, I, that's right. I am afraid because I'm probably going to download, like, you know, Anal All-Stars 5.0. <laughs> of course, then my name's attached Tentacle to that. Tentacle Rape 3. Evening, ladies. I apologize for being a terrible gamer, but to celebrate Lord Varyar or Mr. AFK Incest Jarhead, fantastic! I give to all of you my favorite cracked articles to date, which is the five craziest war stories all happened on the same ship. Are you sure oh. we haven't read that one already? Uh, we're going to click on this one. Hang on. The five craziest war stories all happened on the same ship. Uh, the, Willi- the USS William D. Porter. <laughs> okay well, well I, you know what we'll we'll save this for another time also a gift to voyar in the form of a potential segment he could do it's a history-based badass of the week i've read it it's very funny i i found it when uh 
that fucking Japanese superhero guy kept going into the water after the tsunami. It was uh-huh. awesome. Very funny. Um, but no, I'm not just going to read their stuff. From ZPG. Thanks, E. The Pork Swordsman. This is his third email of the show. Wow. Hey, Imp. I still have that one two-day trial of Killing Floor. If you and Varyar have finished the stuff on the show and have the time. This is from Pork Swordsman. Are you interested in the Killing Floor, Varyar? I don't know what it is. What is the Killing Floor? It's a, it's a game on Steam. It yeah. sounds like something is I might like be interested in. Is it like third floor lingerie, fourth floor killing? <laughs> <laughs> I'd say, well, just send it to Varyar. He'll try it. Yeah, just I'll check it. it out. Yeah. Hey, Emp, Highlander, and that guy that is late. Meh. Sean Caster here, giving a status report on your Minecraft Fortress, which we were just talking about off the air, uh, actually, last week. At this point, you have not one, but two fortresses on your vanilla Minecraft server. Nice. However... At this time, there is no Tekkit, Techno, the Technic Mod Pack for multiplayer. The Call to the Emperor as the mine, as the your Minecraft playing cultist don't play on the Tekkit half of the server. Unfortunately, the second Call to the Emperor Fortress is on a doomed map that is slated to be deleted. But uh, Fernurian Fern is making a copy to put it on an archive map so it will endure the termination of our second VTW Minecraft map. Thanks for the great show. Every week, Sean Caster of the Cult of the Emperor. I always intended to check Minecraft out. It just, I never thought I'd be interested. Nah, that doesn't interest me. I'm, I'm more interested in seeing what other people do with it. Like, right. hey, look at that. And then I get back to my life. I've never, I've nope. never entirely Hang figured on, out what it is. So. Step away for a second. Hang on. Like, uh, did you ever see the one with the guy, the guy who built the uh, Enterprise from Next Generation? Yes. Life yeah. size. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he actually, massive. I, I saw one time, I saw like the skeleton of it and he kind of showed how massive it was. Uh-huh. But he actually finished it. And he actually like, you can go inside it. And they have the room layouts. Okay, according. it's crazy. Like I, I don't even know. Well, I think this guy actually like enlisted the help of like a lot of different people to try. To, and, like, well, to work build something like that. Parts. Yeah. yeah, but it's it's, it's crazy. Like, you can go on YouTube. It's like a thirty minute video. And I'll like just, you can like go now. Does it have an inside? Like you can. Yeah, actually, it's like you go inside. You can actually and go into it. And you can go to the bridge and you can go to that's the, cool. This room and that room and the other one. How long does that take? That's what I'm saying. Because I've got stuff to do. I know, like. Jerking off. You know, right. Just, yeah. Huh. That's, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. It, it seems cool what people do with it. I just, I don't think I have the time, the inclination. No. It's, you know, I, it's too much, you know? So, I don't know. I'm trying to uh, listen in. It's distracting. It is. It's very. All right. I guess I'll read this one then. Okay. Evening Emperor and Crew. Just wanted to add a quick comment to your discussion in show 87 on Diablo Warcraft account security. I agree a great many people get hacked because they are stupid. Yes, but they Blizzard are. also has some piss poor security to protect people on there and as well for what you can do to protect your account without an... an it's supposed to be authenticator, but he types it not as authenticator. Attenuator. Attenuator. For example, Battle.net doesn't allow you to have case-sensitive passwords. And don't worry, hackers, if you can't guess the password the first time, you can do it another 5,000 times since Blizzard will keep letting you brute force that account. They also made the brilliant move a few years ago to go away from account names just using email addresses for logins. So if someone compromises the big email database and you're a part of it, they are now one step closer to hacking an account. Uh, I would also say you can blame users for getting hacked, but the hackers will go to crazy lengths, like putting viruses in digital picture frames. These are two articles we actually have pulled up. We just haven't gotten to yet. Uh, okay. Uh, then we'll skip that then. Overall, Blizzard has basically done nothing about these issues for years now. Yes. 
It's always on the onus of the user to keep their account safe. And normally meaning normally means having an authenticator. Attenuator. But he gets it right in the next sentence. As to your other question, yes, other MMO have attenuators. SW it's Old Republic does. Rift does, SOE does, and I'm sure others do as well. I'm not sure how much some of these games need authenticators, but when Blizzard does something, people follow. You guys have a good week, Sayo. Okay, I uh, I didn't know any of that uh, brute force, but I thought after a while it would just stop. Like I would every think other thing. you would think after like you have so, X number of yeah, tries like and then five fails, and then the account's locked for a while, or, you know, right. whatever. But um, okay, so yeah, they can definitely work on that. However. Your last paragraph is completely accurate. It is always on the onus of the user to keep their account safe. That's your responsibility. Sure. Yeah, it's, it's your, your account. account. Yeah, it's your account. If someone's breaking into Blizzard servers and stealing your golden shit, then, then it's, it's on, on Blizzard. Them. Yeah. But if someone guessed your password, I mean, you know, if, if your password is password, you. then right. it's on that's you. not yeah. my problem. My password, as I've said multiple times, is thirty characters long. It has numbers and symbols and all sorts of shit. I don't know how you remember all that. I don't it's, know either. I mean, I, I suppose I could if you put a gun to my head or something, but I don't really go that out of my way. I've got like crazy. five that are that long, and then like a total of twenty. They're all random letters and numbers. I don't know why. I just kind of it's just yeah, mine's all random. Remember, too. nothing pisses me off more. I, I hate to interject, but this is a, a personal story. I'm going to get into. Kind of pisses me off. Yeah, you were yelling. Yeah, kind of similar to what your story was a couple weeks ago about how the whole guilt trip and bullshit. Oh, yeah. All right, look, I have an aunt that I go over there, and I, I kind of provide tech support for the entire family. I'm sorry. If you break another cord, <laughs> this is like the second one I've had to replace now. And always on yours, too. I, play, I do tech balance. support for the whole fucking family, okay, all uh-huh. the goddamn time. My parents, my aunts, my uncles, my cousins, my, my brother, everybody. Yeah, I'm that guy. All family. right? I went over there yesterday because her dog, my aunt, chewed her controller to the point where now it's no longer working. Wow. So both my aunt and my mother were there, and they're yelling at me trying to get the TV to work. And I'm looking at this thing, and it's falling apart. There's pieces of plastic coming off. It's chewed to hell. So spend 10 bucks and get Get a new controller. controller. Fine. I call a Cox Cable because they don't know what to do. I talk to them. I had to go after church today all the way into Fairview to replace the controller for her. I take it back. I program the TV, you know, because the controller to the TV. I show them. It works just like the other controller. Here you go. They've been watching TV all fucking day because she can't leave the house right now because she's got some stuff going on. My mother calls me up and is screaming at me. There's no picture. There's no sound. What the hell is wrong with it? What do you, did you try it out before he gave it to you? I said, have you been watching TV all day? Well, yeah. Well, then clearly it worked. I'm like, you don't call me up and start screaming at me. You could have said, hi, this is your mother. Hey, we've got a problem. Here's the problem. Nope. Typical her starts screaming as soon as I answer the fucking phone. It's not my TV. I didn't even give a thank you for fixing the damn thing. I do it all the time. So then she, I hang up on her, come and sit back down, because I told her, nothing wrong with it, push these two buttons, like I told you, like you've always done with the controller. Calls me back up, we're not getting high-definition channels. That's because it's not a high-definition TV. The TV's 12 years old. It's never had high-definition. She knows this. My aunt knows this. My other aunt who's there knows this. And I said, Mom, it ain't a high-definition television. It never has been. This is a conversation we've had six times. Well, then why is your aunt paying for high definition? I don't know. Go ask her. Oh, wait. <laughs> she has a high definition TV in the kitchen because I fucking installed it. Oh. Oh. Well, I got to go. Click. Not a thank you. Not a how are you. you got a not trophy, an anything. I was literally going to say, that? if like you got a trophy, trophy, it would be better. But no, they, they, all joking aside, that's a real life case of recognition breeds. Are you inclined to continue helping? I don't have a choice because it's family. Well, but yes, no. but, but, but given, but given the choice, hell no. Fuck no. 
Because they're get paying paid for the this. ass, and there's no, there's no recognition, there's no thank yous, Call there's no Call a Cox guy, have him come out and yeah. scream at him. Dear Almighty Emperor and esteemed members of the court, in these days of map packs and other lackluster DLC, it's good to see at least one company step up and create something much more expansive. This is the Skyrim's massive uh, Dawn Guard sounds like a proper school RPG expansion. What? What? Oh, God, Skyrim. What is this? No, no. We, 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 10 to 20 right. hours yeah. of additional play. What? Must have From more. Kotaku, like oh. a lord. Skyrim's massive Dawn Guard <laughs> sounds like a proper old school RPG expansion. Yesterday, E3, I spent some time playing Skyrim's first big downloadable add-on, Dawn Guard. Oh, God. Between my time with Want. the game... Want. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and my subsequent conversation with game director Todd Howard, I came away with the firm notion that Dawn Guard is less a mere additional faction uh, questline and more of a full, proper expansion. Oh. Dawn Guard will offer 10 to 20 hours of gameplay, depending oh. on how you play. The main quest has two different tracks, one for oh. Vampire Lord, one for Dawn Guard. <laughs> <laughs> And I just gonna list a whole bunch of shit that I'm not going to say because I'm not going to clean my floor because I like to contain himself. <laughs> I don't have a Kleenex. <laughs> or a box of Kleenexes. I want it. So Dawn Guard is balanced uh, assuming you're at least level 10. Who doesn't make at least level 10? 80% of players are at least level 10. Yeah, people like... Exactly. Yeah, it's 20% impossible. of them are people like you, you that don't fall play. off the television. And you're get like, oh, 10. I see a dragon. They already told me about that. I don't even want to play anymore. They ruined that wow. for me. You know, I, I, I haven't played it in a while. But the, I haven't uh, either. Stupid but Japanese. Oh, I'm the way. getting it. Oh. That I'm very much looking forward so to, good. and no doubt Highlander and Varyar feel the same way. So good. I suppose oh, it's God. a shame that a lot of other developers don't follow Bethesda's uh, example of creating content that adds something significant for the prices we pay. But how much is it going to cost? Like, like 20 bucks, probably? Is it? What do you, you think? Know what? Let's go back or is it see. free? No. no. Well, I was going to say. No, no. Free. I mean, that's like a Valve thing. Valve gives everything out for free. Right. Ooh, uh, vampire Lord has his own skill tree, and so does Dawn yes, Guard. Yeah, so yes, if you're a werewolf, you can become a vampire. I'm, I'm assuming Dawn Guard is uh, like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. You guys played it. I have no idea. I've, I've never. Uh, I never Buffy, tried to be Buffy a vampire. Does be, not say. Be, being a vampire is a pain in the ass in that game. It's not. I've never found it worth it. But uh, Dawn Guard, if they're talking about vampire lords and Dawn Guard, it sounds like Dawn Guard would be they kill the vampires. It does not say what's going to be. There's no price posted. The plot involves an Elder Scroll. Ooh. Ooh, nice. Is that kind of like a Dragon Ball? No, it's, well, it's the name of the game, Elder Scroll. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I know that. It's like five or something. No, you, you like uh, you can't actually read it because you're no. blind. But basically, <laughs> like on these scrolls, well, it'll blow your head apart. It's like the yes. it's the knowledge of the universe. It's like it's like imagining uh, looking into the mind of God. I do that every time I look in the mirror. Okay. Anyways, kind of regards core. Da, 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 da. Moving on. Continuing. This is from Lulu, who decided to send in her own bra pictures of her in a bikini, a very nice blue bikini. Uh, I see she suffered a little bit of sunburn from, uh, I'm guessing, being out in the sun this past weekend. My, she does have a fine figure. Mm -mm. Ladies of the court, you could take a fine example from Lulu and send yourself, uh, put yourself in a bikini and send us your pictures. I don't know if your breasts are as big as hers, but... What? Shut up. I didn't say a word. You're mocking her. Those are at least D's. <laughs> Anyways, that's a quickening question, which I'm going to go to here shortly. That's not a quickening question. Probably some of the best advice these kids are ever going to get before going to the world. We got these. Uh, this is from Mr. Scrub Puppy. I don't care a shit about the Wii U. No offense. 
All right, this is from the International Internet Tax. This is from uh, the lead hacker. What we're seeing with the Internet is the biggest clash of political opinions possible, some of which involve the belief that fees and taxes have not yet sufficiently caught up with the Internet's development as a piece of technology. There are probably many different ways to attack some of these plans, and I can imagine everyone on the show presenting different reasons against it than proceeding to disagree with each other. It's what we do. Actually, I think we're all pretty much in lockstep that this is bullshit. The reason most uh, most compatible with the show would probably be that it would simply drive business away. True, though it also has net neutrality issues. True, if this had if this had appeared as part of the budget last year and U.S. outfits such as Twitter had stopped providing inter- providing internationally, the world would still have Mubarak and Gaddafi in power. Mm. I don't know about no, that. No, I don't think so. Look, I think they helped organize it, but right. look, it's not because Twitter came along that all of a sudden said, no. fuck it off, we're taking them out. No, we got Twitter. <laughs> the one missing piece has <laughs> been foretold in the Koran. If only we had some sort of way to communicate with each other. Wherever there is an authority, there is some, uh, someone attempting to progressively mess with the Internet, and people won't stand for it. Common sense appears to be prevailing given the SOPA backlash and the recent awareness about the behavior tracking with the Do Not Track opt-out in, uh, initiative. But if legislation gets too costly or restrictive, then governments will find that they have to start shooting down flying wireless network drones and amateur satellites if they want to enforce it. Ah, uh, yes, the great Internet amateur. revolution of 2015. P.S. Those Swedish phrases were not greeting some pleasantries. Yeah, yeah, we knew that at the time. That's what I was kind of tongue-in-cheek. Gee, I wish they had told us how to swear at people. I would have really preferred how to swear at people than give them pleasantries. Yeah, no, I, I knew that ahead of time. I we, thought they were. We kind of... You fooled me. Right. You don't all of a sudden send a show like this, pleasantries, that you can say... Hello, how right. are you? Right. I was genuinely asking for swear words in Swedish, so tell me what that meant. Because then I can use it in my everyday life and impress. You know what, Tech Priest? I, no, I think about it. I think Tech Priest sent an email, and I think he might have detailed out exactly what they were. Uh, another quickening question, which I will get to. That last one was tons of quickening questions. Uh, this is from Smurfette. Greetings, Emperor and Varyar. What? I think she assumed you weren't here because I was doing the quickening and he was doing the Oh, okay. Came across a few articles you might you enjoy. Uh, Boom, actually, okay, replaced. so that's where the shark research came from, was from her. Okay. Uh, I do have the wall, the Walmart shopper uh, pulled up because I thought that's kind of cool. He's cooking meth. <laughs> uh, I also do cover her question, uh, the quickening. I got a lot of quickening questions, a lot. It was great. I would love all the quickening like, questions. I, 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 I don't get that many. I don't think even. I think it's the novelty of the whole thing. Yeah, it's probably the That's novelty. what I told him. I, said, I had 14 people send me questions, but all told, there was a little over 30 questions. Thirty. Couple, I've, couple I've couple never people, gotten thirty questions. Yeah, a couple people included uh, multiple questions. I, I've gotten double digits plenty of times, but never. <laughs> this is a fun 30. one. Yeah, I like that one. I had, I had to think through a couple, you know, that I wanted to do. This is yeah. So is that like a post question there? What, yeah. <laughs> what are we presuming something? <laughs> I like that one. Yeah, I like these. That's funny. Uh, that's a video of the cat. This is another yeah. I I, I I kind of burst your bubble on that one. He I he, did. I was going to call for a holy crusade tonight. He just now learned about uh, William Shatner and Carrie Fisher going at it, like Star Trek, Star Wars, and then George Takai making his video about how we all have to band together against uh, Twilight. Against Twilight and, yeah, yeah, you just he, the wars versus the track. Exactly. And it's like no wars no. and track can come together to attack those faggy vampires. Exactly. Right. I was going to call for a holy crusade. Yeah. I actually been. I had the whole thing detailed out. I was going to do a sounder. And all of that, and then... And then I was block. like, what are you talking about? That's been out for months. Yeah. I think you texted me about that. I, I sent an email. 
Oh, you, you emailed. Yeah, yeah. You did, yeah. Yeah, okay, that. I and mean, you can still do it. It's nothing nah. wrong with that. There's no point. Right, it's just, I was just not gonna, very timely. I was going to look right. for a couple different, you know, uh, websites to crash like we did to that UMod fag. Uh, actually, I did. I did send out that idea for the other segment. The, right, the other segment. Kind of like the Facebook face-off, but using... Uh, oh, yeah. yeah uh, okay. That I one. forgot. We'll have to talk about that. It was so great, we forgot it. Hail mm-hmm. Emperor and all the usual bullshit. The Swedish words you guys were made to say on the last show were, in fact, curse words. Though you butchered the pronunciations. Best regards from the tech priest. Uh, P.S. Is it since this Saturday? Well, uh, actually, it wasn't supposed to be because I was supposed to go out. I didn't. We ended up playing, and Vyar passed out. It was, but I was so. tired. <laughs> Uh, Pork Schwartzman did send along a intro. Actually, a couple of you did, which I appreciated. Last week, I had called for intros. And in fact, I'm still calling for them. I only got a couple. I would like a bunch. Now, granted, the uh, podcast only went up a couple days ago. It's been, it was up for a while. Okay. For a reason, there's a problem with the website, so Gnome Weiss has not been able to post them properly. Uh, but what I've been asking for is to say, hey, you're listening to the Emperor's Court on First World Production. You say, hey, my name is blah, blah, blah. And you're listening to the Empress Court on Versal World Productions. And then you give like a little tagline. So send those to me, Emperor1G at Cox.net. You record your own voice and send them to me. A couple of you guys just sent me a script. Remind me, you didn't help. want uh, Varyar and I to do one? Well, again, I didn't see a point in having the hosts reintro us to our own show. Okay. Like, I don't do one either. It's kind of, why do you look like you're. You're looking at your phone, and now you're kind of... Oh, no, I was I was imagining in my head the things we could say as intros, okay. and then it'd be yes, funny. Because you be already like, have commercials Hi, out this there. is Varyar. Hi, this is Varyar. We're listening to the Emperor's Court. Now, Hi, this is Varyar. Let, let's talk about this. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> it would sound stupid. It's kind of funny. Yeah. That's uh, what I was thinking. Okay, answered that question actually via email. Uh, there's another sting. This one came from Little Rex. Can only imagine what that is. Hi, I'm Little Rex. I am in desperate need of a woman. If you are a woman, please email me at. I'm very sad and alone in the Emperor's Court. Substitutes <laughs> for human companionship. <laughs> One day I will go on a killing spree. Stop. You keep. Every time you. I'm not touching it. You're touching it. That's I have what... my hands on my chair. You keep literally. jiggling it, though, when you're, you're hitting the table. It's not me. I'm not. I'm literally not touching uh, the table. And you she said this. all of that. Okay. <laughs> Anywho, That's so. Well there it is. Uma Moore did send me her wildlife bio stuff. I got to send that on to a friend of mine at OSU. I'm trying to get her into a real college because she's thinking about going to Montana, and I just uh, I don't know why. There's no, there's nobody out in those wildlife biology. I, I might have to uh, forward that to uh, someone I work with because she's thinking about going into like I think working at a zoo would be fun. Okay. Little Rex, can I get a prayer for my Logitech G15 that just died after four years of solid, dedicated service? You know what? I think we're starting to water down my blessings yeah, and prayers. Yeah, you can't uh, if, if you're just giving it out all the time. Right. I'm not going to give it out to your G15, whore. whatever the hell it is. No, That's make, right. Thanks, your blessing whore. All right. We've got to take a break. When we come back, we have the quickening yet to come. Uh, we're going to burn through some of these articles we have to get through because I refuse to not cover them more than two articles because then I'll feel like every other show on the network. So we're going to do the quickening after the articles. More to come. Stick, uh, keep it right here. Stick around. Warning. This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. Listening to the Emperor's Court here on VTW Productions. Get down on your knees. I know I would. 
All right, back here on the air. Yeah, I like that. I do. That's funny. Uh, hang on. Doesn't your phone have internet? Twit. Anyhow, ladies and gentlemen, we're back here on the Emperor Scored here on Versal World Productions, VTWProductions.com. I am your host, the Emperor, joined in studio by Highlander. Always a pleasure. By Varyar. No tagline. All no right. tagline? All right. <laughs> Are hey, I, I just uh, I got a new uh, phone ringtone. I didn't get that one, no. But mine is uh, mine's all eight bitty. Okay. Double dragon. Nope. I'll, I'll play it again. Okay. Is it from a game? Yes, it is. Mega Man. Yes, but which one? Second one. Yes. Yeah. Mine's working now. How many did you have? What? The shots. Do you have one while I was upstairs, or is that the only one? No, no, no we, were, okay. we, were, we yeah. were too busy laughing about uh, right. insanity. Work. Okay, because I, I, I'm sitting here, I and I can smell it. I'm like, oh, bottle. away from here. No, I'm kidding. I actually, okay. It's because of your reputation and your alcoholism, they actually looked at the bottle to see if you were actually telling the truth, because I thought you were. Nope. I'm like, this next 45 minutes are going to be very, very awkward, <laughs> but funny. All right, real quick, I can burn through these. Joystick.com, joystick with a Q. Did you give the gift of a hacked account this Christmas? Highlander, go ahead. Do you even know many digital photo frames have sold at Best Buy, Target, Costco, and Sam's Club have a particularly insidious Trojan embedded in them, one designed to thieve your account information for a variety of online games? One of the primo gifts of 2007, variations of these devices were bundled with damn near everything gadgety during the holidays. Some percentage of these contained a professionally written and very stealthily little gremlin that the computer associates have dubbed Mach-Max, that is apparently capable of robustly concealing itself from many detection a- engines. This isn't an amateur night special by all reports. This is professional nastiness with multiple variants. We'd love to give you more information on the specifics of what this does, but parts of the Computer Associates site have been hammered into near oblivion in the last 24 hours, as word is starting to get around. Thanks to Engadget and others, we do know that at present it only affects Windows systems, so you Mac and Linux users are safe. That it comes in a fairly large number of variants, can probably auto-update, and can install other malicious software on your system to do, well, more or less anything the authors desire. Data is presently sent back through an anonymizing, anonymizing service in China. No. Our colleague at Wow Insider, Amanda Dean, has had her account attacked on Valentine's Day. Amanda always practiced safe, secure, and hygienic computing. It sounds kind of nasty. Yeah, it taken, does. <laughs> sounds like she has like a big condom com- yeah, on her computer. She had a computer condom, <laughs> yeah. And is taking care of with her account details. There's a lot of money to be had in maliciously obtaining the account credentials of others in major MMOs and virtual worlds. Target got reports about frames distributed by Uniac, while Best Buy confirmed that there was problems with infected product from Insignia. It may be that the faults are not tied to any single manufacturer or brand, and that the units are being infected at a distributor, shipper, warehouse, or Stevedore. This also isn't the first. You may recall that late last year there were Mac Store Seagate drives that shipped from the factory with account stealing Trojans already installed. If you think you have bought an infected device, contact the Sands Institute at info at sands.org. I never would have thought they actually put in a virus into a digital photo frame. That's actually kind of clever. Yeah, that's really, yeah, that's smart. Because you've got to hook it up to your USB port on your computer to put the photos on there. Exactly. Yeah. That sucks. From Diablo 3, this is uh, reddit.com, but apparently somebody uh, did an interview and shows how to make 60 million gold from a Chinese farmer. Here are some of the highlights. 
Warden needs updates. Make sure you use different logins, account, etc., etc. Et Some key points. The farmers are using 100 accounts. He writes a script for his own bots and manages the accounts to run them. Each account can be on an American or EU at the same time, doubling each account's effectiveness. Apparently what this guy did is he's a Chinese farmer and he made a 35-minute YouTube video showing others how you too can make 60 million gold an hour. Wow. An hour. Approximately 300,000 gold for each account per hour. I'm sorry, 60, yeah, 60 million total for all his accounts. Gold price, $12 U.S. for $1 million. Sorry, for $1 million gold. Gold prices dropped by half in one day and continue to drop. It's flooding the market. Inflation is going to start getting outrageous if Blizzard does nothing to curb him and his kind. Blizzard needs to raise money sink, money sink prices to compensate. Approximately 10,000 accounts are currently in use farming gold worldwide. This produces 72 billion gold per day if each account makes 300,000 per hour, running with 100% uptime. Bots run 24 hours a day. Accounts are never banned. Warden cannot uh, see the bots and likely will not for three to four months, he figures. People, farmers, are saving up tons and tons of gold for the day the, uh, that's the uh, auction house goes online. Quote, people will sell billions of gold undercutting, especially the Chinese. Wow, the Chinese are ruining two economies, the real one and the digital. If the farmer can't make enough money to live off of, then the game has failed in his eyes because then, uh, then the game has been ruined for everyone because of inflation. Saving money for the auction house with a few others, selling some gold on the gray market for little bits of money. At this point, the retarded interviewer's cell phone rings. Approximately $6,000 U.S. American invested for the accounts. Some farmers, but not him or his guys, used hacked and fished accounts. <laughs> Quote, mostly hacking and carding keeps, uh, keeps your PayPal and email safe with different passwords from anything. A bug in Blizzard store for EU, not specific on details. Accounts are bought with stolen credit card numbers often. He only buys fresh CD keys, however, legitimately. Account hacking on Blizzard Forum, that was a big issue a week or so ago. Your computers are not being hacked. They hack fan sites and test all email and password combos in-game. Keeper D3 pass different than anything else. Process is called comboing. Programs can create combo lists with data that is hacked from other sites. 10 million email passwords compromised. Only 1 to 10% may actually log in, but not that it's still a great number of accounts. Targeted sites, Diablo fan websites, Blizzard-related sites such as MMO Champ. It's easy, he says. Forums are being compromised over and over again. <laughs> PayPal, banks, Facebook, uh, Facebook accounts may be in risk because of this behavior. People with combo lists, see above, will attempt to gain access to a wide swath of sites. Uh, apparently, you cannot get anything out of Blizzard's website. They are bulletproof, logically. What Blizzard can do, increase uh, money sinks and prevent botters, fix farming spots and exploits. Blizzard is aware of all the exploits and farming locations. It's all over YouTube. What to do if you get banned? Quote, if we made profit, just buy new accounts and fix the problems. That got us banned. He reiterates that there are idiots who will get caught uh, by Warden, but at the same moment, he is undetectable with a new method that Warden cannot see at the moment. My Good Lord, this was a bad interview. Good thing the content was interesting, at least. My guess is Warden is some kind of like a uh, spam bot or a uh, bot destroyer. Security program. Probably, yeah. 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 <clears throat> Hence the name. Okay, we knocked out this one. Let's see. How about Walmart shoplifter caught cooking meth? Now this, this is baller. This is boss right here. Go ahead, Vire. All right. 
Now, here's a news story that doesn't need bath salts to get you going. A Walmart in South St. Louis County, Missouri, was evacuated today after a woman detained for shoplifting decided to kill time in the loss prevention room by cooking up a batch of meth. Whoa there. Who walks around with the fixings for a mini meth lab inside their purse? Obviously, people who do meth. A local news site reports that police who searched the woman's purse found what appeared to be a working meth lab cooking inside a plastic bottle. Some people keep a book on hand in case of any unforeseen downtime. Others, it seems, make sure to grab their meth lab before jetting out the door. Uh, that one's from uh, Gizmodo. Wow, that's pretty cool. That you actually—I don't, I don't know anything about cooking meth. I, don't, I have no idea how you do. No it. idea. I was under the assumption because you know from TV and what have you has always taught me that you need a full-flung lab to actually cook meth. TV has also taught me that that lab will inevitably explode. Right, and it's also in the backwoods of. Southern Georgia, indeed. I they all are. Yeah. So Bikers some and people with no teeth. Yes. Some guy tremendously overweight or some guy underweight. But always have long hair and a bad mustache and a wife beater. Thank you, Jim Rome. I, I, I don't understand. What, only at Walmart, man. This shit can only happen at Walmart. I shop there on occasion, and I just see the scummiest people on earth. I'm like, this is the downside of, of, of uh, the open market system. You know, allowing you know, capitalism to work because you have such low prices and such material that you're going to bring in all the dregs of society. Lackluster E3 for Nintendo raises more uh, Wii U uh, questions. This is from Yahoo.com. Uh, Highlander, go ahead. Wii U, we hardly know you. Of and all the care. companies showcasing new games and hardware at the E3 video game conference this week, none face as much pressure as Nintendo. The once mighty Wii may have left an indelible mark on the game industry by broadening the very definition of a gamer, but it's been on a downhill slide for years now. After toiling away in its top-selling shadow, Microsoft and Sony's more mature consoles are now proving their worth in terms of sheer staying power, trouncing the Wii on the charts month after month. I called it. But with the first new home console in six years coming out this holiday, Nintendo has a chance to leapfrog competition with the Wii U, and define what the next generation of gaming will look like. It's a risky position, but one that could pay off big time if the company plays the game well. And so far, it isn't. Instead of giving fans a launch lineup, a deep feature dive, a sophisticated online network reveal, and possibly a price and release date at E3, the company merely asked us to wait longer, to remain patient, and to trust in Mario. No. Uh, unfortunately for Nintendo, Varyar and no one else is buying it. No. Despite high hopes for a big presence at E3, the company's stock dipped two <laughs> percent after their disappointing media briefing Tuesday. But didn't it? No, hang on. Didn't the stock dip when they announced the Wii U to begin with? I have no idea. I thought we covered this story about a year ago. So when they when the uh, a Wii U first got announced and their stock tanked because investors looked at this and said, "Well, this is bullshit. This isn't a who cares." While new Mario and Pikmin games have fans excited the press has had a field day taking shots at the company's lack of a coherent message what is the wii u exactly and who is it for it's a problem nintendo hasn't faced in ages the wii connected immediately you wave the remote you hit a tennis ball innovative enough to wow gamers yet digestible enough for those who last played a mario game in 1985 it bridged a gap and brought countless new players into the fold they kept it simple with the 3ds too it's a handheld system with a glasses-free 3d screen and Fancier processing guts. Forget that pricey Sony nonsense, the company seemed to say, because we figured it out already. The thing just clicked. But the Wii U? It's a game console that you play with a tablet controller, though Nintendo's disproportionately em disproportionate emphasis on the tablet 
has led some outlets like CNN to misconstrue the device as being an add-on for the Wii you have gathering dust on your shelf. Others think that the tablet is the console itself. Actually trotting out the console, you know the piece of hardware you'll actually be buying and connecting to your television and have sitting in your living room, and doling out some more thorough specs would have helped. Bandying about wonky terms like asymmetric gameplay, where the experience of a player using the tablet differs from those using Wii remotes, not exactly the catchy simplicity Nintendo is known for. But how about the games? Nintendo showed off 23 Wii U experiences at E3, including an assortment of titles from third parties like Ubisoft and EA. Many of these fell flat, though. An upcoming Wii U version of 2011 masterpiece Batman Arkham City isn't exactly a system seller in 2012. Who the fuck cares? It's already been out. It's been out for a year. Mass Effect 3 is a tremendous game, but by the time it releases for the Wii U, it'll be a good eight months old. Even the flagship New Super Mario Bros. U, essentially a sequel to New Super Mario Bros. Wii, feels a bit underwhelming, especially when compared to past system-defining Mario games like Super Mario 64 and Super Mario World. Perhaps most damning was the mild reception of Nintendo Land, the collection of mini-games Nintendo hopes will do for the Wii U what Wii Sports did for the Wii. The company ended its press conference with an overlong look at the title, awkwardly wrapping it all up with a fake firework display that left crowds baffled. It's just the latest gaffe from a company struggling to recapture the glory days of the Wii in its prime. A 3DS price drop only four months into that system's life was considered a desperation move. It has since paid off, at least in terms of goosing sales, prompting company CBO Satoru Iwata to take a whopping 50% pay cut. Earlier this year, the company reported its first annual operating loss in 30 years. It's been a tough ride for Nintendo, yet they inexplicably keep making it tougher. And the challenges are only growing now that the competition smells blood. Microsoft's smart glass technology essentially mimics the Wii U's second screen functionality by letting you use your smartphone or tablet to take to control games or just enjoy tangible content. Sony's crossplay between the PS3 and the Vita lets you save games to the cloud and then take them with you on the go, a step beyond the Wii U's living room li- limitations. A year after its first reveal and suddenly the Wii U isn't quite so innovative, waste enough tech time and eventually you'll be lapped. Nintendo needs to change that perspective with an unmistakable win at E3. The world wanted to get to know the only new system of 2012, but we're left with more questions than answers. By failing to produce, it's left the future in doubt, and that's no way to start the next generation. Look, this should not be a surprise to anybody. Nintendo, I don't care what they say, Nintendo has not had a good track record of systems since the SNES. I mean, the N64 had very limited success against the PlayStation, which, which took over the market share from Nintendo, something that Nintendo had dominated for the better part of a decade. You know what? Then they had, what, the GameCube came out? That was a flop by anybody's standards. You know, uh, the N64 was a flop compared to what the PlayStation was able to put out, and the PlayStation 2. Yeah, what have they had since then? They had the, the N64, the GameCube, and then what, the Wii? The Wii. The Wii. And I said the same thing. I, I think we might have even said it on, on not necessarily this show, but when I was doing uh, uh, the uh, original Emperor's Core for World of Warcraft uh, radio, and I said... After a year, the developers and the gamers are going to look at this and say, this is nothing but a novelty. It was, it's cool, it was different, and it's going to go away. And it's been on a decline ever since. The Wii is a shitty system. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, I guess waving the wand is kind of, you know, uh, again, it's a novelty. And maybe it is innovative. But it doesn't mean necessarily that it's good, because it isn't. It makes for very shitty games. I occasionally play three or four games out of a dozen we own on a regular basis with my daughter. Regular meaning maybe once a week when we want something to do. That's it. 
I don't want to have a tablet for a controller. I don't want something that's going to be that heavy and that big that's about, what, the size of a sheet of paper? That's not a controller. It's a pain in the ass. It's an iPad. Yeah. You saw uh, um, parts of that uh, uh, press conference they had last week before our show went on the air. Yeah. I saw more of it than you did. And I got to tell you, it's not something I would have any interest in. My daughter would have no interest in this. The same people who bought the Wii, I don't think are going to want the Wii U. It's going to be overly complicated. It's going to be a pain in the ass. I don't want to hold something that's going to weigh that much and have my hands that space. I'm going to get awfully tired playing the fucking thing. I don't care. I don't care. Now, you can say, well, the Nintendo isn't necessarily marketed for you. Well, guess what? We're the ones with the money. And that's why Sony and Microsoft now control the market again. You know, you can, you can say maybe it's not marketed to us, but I guarantee you, uh, you know, my, my roommate has a Wii. He has a little girl. Bought the Wii so that the family could, you know, do something that she could do Uh relatively easily. She can play. I mean, she sucks. It's awful. But she's sick, so, you know, going to give her a pass on that one. But, I mean, we never play the thing. Ever. I mean, we got Mario Kart, uh, I don't know, like eight or nine months ago. Uh Played it like, I don't know, 10, 15 times. Haven't picked it up since. It's... The people that they're marketing to, those casuals, those families and stuff, they bought the Wii. They got burned. They're not going to do it again. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. If, if they had some more mature content on there, too, that might be make a difference. But it, well, it seems like just about every game they make is, you know, big and fluffy and cartoony. Yeah. And, you know, it's, everything's got a me. Look, I don't even know what kind of mature content you're going to make that I'm going to want to play with my tablet. Niv says the, there's a rumor out there that the Wii U is going to cost 250 pounds sterling. <laughs> I would love to see an article on that or a link. And I, asked I doubt that. It's probably going to be twice that much. That's my guess. Uh, Smurfette says, can't find the article that Highlander is reading from a joystick. It might go down there eventually. I just, I just um, deleted it, actually. Shit. So, yeah, I would, yeah I'd like to see uh, something that shows or, or brings it up. I, I would like to hear the logic behind why it's going to cost 250 bucks. And lack for third uh, sales is lack for third party games isn't helping them either. Well, but that's a, that's an obvious move by developers. But, you can make one game that'll work. Uh, the controllers between PS3 and they're pretty. I know Microsoft, what you're trying to say. They're pretty very similar. similar. You can make one game and do minor adjustments yes. for that. Yeah. yeah. Or you can have an entire different dev team right. work on a UI for the fucking Wii. Not to mention that nobody it, plays anyway. They're right. just going to make most of their money keeping it in house anyways. Why they're right. I mean, no one is going to want to make a third party, and they don't want to bug anybody. They don't want to care. Right. I mean, their biggest franchises are all in house: uh, Metroid, Zelda, Mario, Wii Sports. All that's in house. All that's developed by Nintendo. <laughs> And not to mention, they've got the prototypes long before anybody else does. And that's another problem of theirs, though. I mean, they aren't new series, new interesting series. You know, I mean, there are other series yeah, that, and that's franchises a- rising all the time. <clears throat> Nintendo is still doing Mario. I know, they're and still doing Legend of Zelda. Mario is timeless, doing... but you can yeah. only remake it so many times. But it still sells. Uh, of course it does. Of course, because that's what they're giving. That's... Yeah, well, plus that's what they're giving. You know? You know I like the new Wii Mario. Of course, I, you have to turn the controller sideways and play it like a traditional Mario game. That was fun. Uh-huh. I don't care about anything else with the stupid wand. Magnus has a good point. I do thank Nintendo for fucking over Sony and thus giving rise to the PlayStation. Uh, Nymph is going to try and find that article. Sayo says, here's the digital picture from our... Yeah, we got that one. Thank you, uh, Sayo, because he's the one that sent it in. Look, I, I think when it's all said and done, Nintendo has shot themselves. You know, the 3DS was a failure. By any stretch of the imagination, it's a failure. All right? 
lowering the price as much as they did didn't matter. Yeah, it brought up sales, but still not enough to sustain the company. Not enough to, I mean, they've always been able to fall back on their market share when it comes to handheld games. Even when their consoles weren't doing well not with anymore. the N64, with yeah. the GameCube. You're right, not anymore. You know, the Vita's out there, for all people who wanted to bash it, it's starting to gain ground. It's not a bad system. You know, the PSP, still more so, it's still a very viable system out there. Does it have the same kind of numbers that the Game, the, uh, game Boy Advance does? Or, I'm sorry, the Game, game Boy DS? No, it doesn't. But it's got millions of, of copies out there selling millions of games. I would also be worried about uh, iPhones and Android Absolutely. devices. Absolutely. That more else. so than anything. Yep. What are you picking up? I was going to, I mean, I, I, I don't see that much of a difference once it gets through the loading screen. It, I mean, I picked up this game for 99 cents uh-huh. at the App Store. And it's a tiny little game. You just, like, touch screen, and it's called Tiny Sol- or Tiny Troopers or whatever the hell. You know, and you just load up. You got, like, your little guys, and you can touch the screen, and it's basically an RTS or, Sorry. I don't know, oh, okay. a third-person thing. You can just send them in there. Right. You can uh-huh. buy power-ups and shit, and you get points for doing shit. And then you just touch it, and they go there, and if you touch enemies, they shoot at them. And if I'm going to kill time with a handheld game, I can do this for a dollar. Exactly. Why yeah. the fuck would I spend that much money? Yeah, see, graphics I just gotta, are about the same. Right. I got The graphics are fine on it. I just got to escort these little reporter guys in the blue and... Like, uh, don't shoot the dog. Fuck the reporters, man. Yeah, well, you got to keep them alive in this one. But then I go over here, and there's a bad guy, and I shoot him, and die, 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 die. You know, and now he's dead, and you go over there. I mean, is the is the 3DS really going to give me that much more experience? And am I going to... 3D is dead. Oh, 3D is... It's dead. And I'm not just talking games. I'm talking movies, talking across the board. It's dead. And all the evidence is out there, especially 3D movies. Yep. It has been, uh, it's been getting progressively less and less and less for every movie that comes out in 3D. It goes down as far as the numbers of people actually watching them because people don't want to pay the extra. Most are being done in post-production, and it doesn't add anything to it. In fact, even uh, last year at the uh, was it the CD or the um, 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 technology uh, fuck, I'm having a brain freeze. CES. Thank you. <clears throat> and there, people were saying, well, there is a distinct lack of, of 3D anything out here. Right. And a couple of developers came out and said flatly, look, we're just not investing the money in it anymore. It, it's, it's dead. Plus, it gives me a headache, and I'm not going to pay more for it. There's not enough material out there. People aren't going to be putting it out there for it any longer. It's just, it's the third goal around for 3D, and it's just not viable. It, it just isn't. Here it is. This is from uh, shop2news.net. Never heard of it. Japanese newspaper reporting 3DS revision. 3DS, okay, $250, uh, £250 price point there, for the it's, it's the third paragraph yeah. you want. On top of that, they are reporting that the first next generation console, the Wii U, will launch at a £250 sterling. Price point. I, uh, I'm sorry. I, you can say 250 pounds sterling all you want. How much is that in real money? 400 bucks. Okay. Uh, Nintendo has previously stated that they weren't looking to reveal pricing or release dates tomorrow, but they could spring a surprise. This is from June the 4th. So that's their. I've never heard of this website, but they're saying that it's going to market around $400 American, roughly. What does um, the Wii U even look like? Have we even seen a, a picture of what the console actually looks like? Uh, Seo, no, I'm not wrong about the 3D movies. There are fewer movies coming out now in the future coming out in 3D. There are fewer TVs that they are marketing specifically for 3D. They're making it now as a option as part of a high-definition set. They're building 3D movies by the hundreds in China? Really? Uh, good for the Chinese. They make uh, movies in China? They make hmm. them a lot cheaper. Anyways, I'm yeah. sorry. What does the Wii U look like? That's just it. They didn't show I don't, it. I've, I've, I don't I think they the controller. The yeah. only thing they showed us the controller, and that's what it's about E3, is that, and they mentioned in the article, they didn't even show what's going to be on your TV. You have no clue. 
All you know is what the stupid little controller looks like. But you can play Othello when somebody else is using the TV. That was part of their big press conference. Who cares? I don't know people who like Othello. Mm, whatever. 3D is still too much cheese factor to be worth the extra $3 a ticket. $3? Fuck that. It's a hell of a lot more expensive than $3 a ticket. At least out here it is. Magnus, 3D sometimes feel like the circus sideshow. It inspires curiosity and excitement for a while, but after you've seen it, you've done it. Oh, well, that's just it. For every Avatar, I mean, look, Avatar, I think, gave people a, a very wrong opinion because that's exactly how it was shot from the get-go. It was meant to be a 3D movie. Right. Most movies, that's not the case. How many TV, TV stations out there are 3D? I think ESPN's got one, and it's the same fucking thing every single time. Right. It just isn't there. So... Lulu is just texting me saying she just got home. She's going to tune into the show, but she's sunburned. Mm. Uh, Nim says, which is basically the same as the PlayStation 3. Uh, okay, here it is. Uh, according to Barry, he said 250 pounds is $389 US. Yeah, so, so that's about right, 400 like bucks. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. Best 3D movie ever had Michael Jackson in it. I've never seen that when I was at Disney. Was it Disney World? Uh, uh, it's MGM. there right now. MGM Studios, was no, it? No, no. Uh, if you go to Disney World, it's at Epcot. Okay, I've got that because I, I remember. They seeing it. Uh, brought it back when he died. It's still there right now. That's like the space one, right? Yeah, I mean, Captain like really Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So miraculously, we got through all of our articles uh, real quick. Post production three D equals ass. That's my point. True. I mean, I, look, I made that mistake when I decided when Mystic Man and I went to see Clash of the Titans, and we decided to throw down for the three D. Never again. Now, did never you get three D or did you get IMAX three D? Three D. Okay. Yeah, three D. And never again. It was, it was like maybe three scenes, and you could barely tell. It was horrible. And like I said, for every Avatar, everything else is a turd. I, I saw Avatar. I know that uh, they just uh, announced that the G.I. Joe movie is being pushed back to next year. To make it 3D? To make it 3D. Fuck that. Yeah. Fuck it. I will not pay for another 3D movie. I will not. I, I saw Tron in 3D. Unfortunately, it was IMAX, so I got sick. Went back and saw it in a regular theater 3D. It was great. Yep. I saw Avatar. was phenomenal. Beyond that, and I've seen a bunch in 3D, was garbage. Absolute I, garbage. I saw Avatar in normal first. Yeah. Thought it was excellent. Yes. I mean, I was rooting for the guys in gray, but what are you going to do? Uh, but then I went and saw it in 3D in theaters. and yeah. See, yeah. I thought it was fantastic in 3D. But again, they pumped how much millions, well, no, and no, it was designed to be a 3D. That's, it was that's shot the in thing, 3D though. The reason right. I went back to see it in 3D, because everyone said, oh, it's going to blow you away. It's so fucking amazing in 3D. And I didn't see it in 3D the first time, because I've always thought that 3D wearing the glasses is just, it doesn't do much for me. Uh-huh. It was still great. I'm not saying it wasn't, but it, I don't know. Maybe I just got overhyped before I went and saw it's it. It's possible. Because everyone yeah. was like, oh, my God, it's mind-blowing. It's the greatest thing ever. Oh, this is the future. Is that it right there? I went and saw there? it, and I thought it was real good, but I guess it's huh, a 1080p okay. nfc powered by ibm and amd chips uh let's see the wii u will be powered by an ibm multi-core cpu and amd radeon uh high definition graphics card sadly the data falls short of supplying the amount of ram inside nintendo's new box if you're a fan of vital statistics the console is 1.8 inches high 10.5 inches deep, 6 and 8 inches long, with an overall weight of 3.41 pounds. Well, that's going to be small. The Wii U gamepad tips the scales at 1.1 pounds. Okay, right there. That's fucking heavy. I'm telling you right now. That's heavy for a control. Yeah, it is. Yeah. People yeah. are going to get... It, I, 
you know what? It reminds me of the stupid video game moment of the Jaguar controller when you did it. Yeah. That's what yeah. pops in my head is this albatross. You're going to have to lug around. All right. The HD output is expected to be 1080p, 1080i, 720p, etc. All the way down. Uh, near field communication also makes the cut via the Wii U gamepad. Da, 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 da. Uh, Speaking of the gamepad, it boosts. Bo- I'm sorry. It boasts a rechargeable lithium battery, which, according to Nintendo, takes approximately two and a half hours to charge and gives around three to five hours of gameplay. That's bullshit, man. Yeah. You can also go to school and plug it into an AC adapter to play while it's charging. So you have to plug it into the wall in order to so and play right. for a long time. You don't plug it well, into the console? What a turd. Uh, well, the next paragraph. Keep going with that one. As previously confirmed, the Wii U will feature internal flash storage of an undisclosed amount, which could be augmented by SD cards, just as the way the original Wii console, with both Microsoft and Sony feature uh, favoring expansive hard drives for storage on the machines. This is a brave move by Nintendo. Or stupid. Fingers are firmly crossed that it doesn't result in more headaches for eShop developers when it comes to software size limits. You're going to have to have a whole bag of these damn chips to flip yeah. out. Yeah. Especially if any games of any kind of appreciable size. In terms of expansion, there are four USB slots uh, ports on the system. Two in the front, two in the rear. Nearly, quote, all Wii accessories can be used on the Wii U, which is both vague and slightly ominous at the same time. So there you have it. The Wii, and we already know it's not backwards compatible. The Wii U has some official specs at last. It's just a shame that they're so vague. Uh, I'm telling you right now, you're looking at, ladies and gentlemen, and the gentlemen in this uh, specific beginning of the end of Nintendo? Yes. Yeah. If, if we look at it five years from now, Nintendo's gone, or goes in receivership, or has scaled way back from what they are, you're looking at the culprit right here. This is the silver bullet that's going to kill Nintendo. This. That's sad is a multi-million dollar albatross that they're about to shit. Multi-million dollar? Billion. Yeah. And it's development? Okay. Whatever the case, this is the albatross that they have shit out and they're going to drop on on unsuspecting gamers. I was thinking more opportunity cost, not development cost, but yeah, I mean, they're... This is not going to go well. I don't know, yeah. Take my heed, cultists and, you know, IRC rats. Then there's another thing right there. Wii U power lacks a generational leap, so it's just like a... Debate about tech, uh, the technical capability of Wii U has been taking place ever since revealed it was revealed at E3 2011, but we're now in a better position after seeing plenty of the game footage in e, uh, 2012. The Digital Foundry team at Eurogamer.net has been picking apart footage from the event and assessing the power of the Wii U. The general assessment is that the Wii U, although based on more modern technology than the Xbox 360 or the PlayStation 3, only represents a relatively minor boost in graphical capability. Interestingly, a decent... Okay, right here. That's Right here, I can tell you what the problem is. The problem is Nintendo's looking at the Wii, and they're saying to themselves, you know what? We sold and asked a little of these things, mm-hmm. and we did not need the graphical power or the processing power that the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox 360 had. So you mm-hmm. know what? Let's make it high definition. We'll get it up to about where the other consoles are, maybe a little better, and then we'll blow them away just like we did by having the novelty of the tablet controller. That is Nintendo. I bet you. I bet you my salary. That's exactly what Nintendo's banking on. Uh, I, is they're banking on the novelty of this, just like the Wii. They are going to fall on their face. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. The other problem is right now it's comparing itself to the Xbox 360 and the PS3. That's not its competition. That's right. Its competition yeah. is going to come out in about a year and a half. Exactly. Right. And it's going to beat the shit out of it. Exactly. 
this is a this is a mistake. This is a catastrophic mistake. And you know what? They're stuck. They can't get out of it. They're too far along. I I guarantee you that's what they're thinking. Well, we did it with the Wii. It's the same thing. All these naysayers, they they bashed on the Wii too. Wait till they see the tablet. The tablet maybe it would have been have interesting tablet. if no one else right. Maybe it would have been interesting if no one had ever heard of an iPad. Or, or, or a Samsung Galaxy, or, or any of the shit. Yeah. This is a disgrace. You know what? I And I wonder. Uh. Sp- pure, pure speculation. Shot in the dark, pull it from your ass right now. Real quick, yes or no? Highlander, does Nintendo have a, a large launch for the Wii? Does it sell a lot of consoles right out the door? I will, I will say yes. Varyar. I'm going with yes. It'll be below expect <clears throat> below be- expectations, <clears throat> large enough to be spun, but it won't have any staying power whatsoever. This is due out when this year? Yeah, before Christmas. Uh, holiday. It's supposed to come out for yeah. the holidays. Yeah, by spring. Give it six months. We'll see where this thing is. I think initially it'll sell briskly because it's new. It's, it's new and shiny. Yeah, exactly. People and always buy the new and the shiny after six months because I tell you what. They're not going to have as much lead time as they did with the Wii. People with the Wii held out for about two years before we started seeing things plummet. It's exactly I made my call way back when. I said after about a year and a half, two years, when the developers, the third-party developers are pissed and the, the consumers get a look at the other two consoles and realize that this thing is a piece of shit that you bring out for family parties once in a while and you want to do drunken Mario driving, you're going to realize you're going to see things tank. They're not going to be able to do the same thing. They're not going to get two years next time. Oh, I don't think so They've got six months... To make the case that this is the next thing, you know, since Christ died on the cross. You know what it is? It's It's like the uh, Dreamcast all over again. Absolutely. Sega bumped out early, like we're going to put the Dreamcast out, and everyone was like, oh, this is interesting, and then the PlayStation. Right. PlayStation 2 came out, and everyone was like, oh, this is what I want. Because everyone's expecting a 2013 release for the next big consoles from from Sony and Microsoft. So six months into the, the Wii U being launched, that's when you're going to start seeing leaks on the 360 and the PlayStation or whatever the whatever they decide to call them, you know. And that's when people are going to start going, uh, "I'll wait." Oh no! Real quick, also from shop to uh, shop to news. This is from Nymph. Nintendo must approve your Meverse posts. One of the things that we had seen uh, during that little press conference they had last week before our show is they have the giant. Think of it like a giant forum board, a message board that anybody with a me can post your questions or comments on. All right, now. Quote, the Nintendo police will be out in full force when we use mini, uh, Miiverse launches. Any messages sent using the service will take up to 30 minutes to appear, said Nintendo boss Satoru Iwata. Each message posted to the social function will be monitored by some folks at Nintendo who verify the contents and then uh, and them, and them visible after. That's poorly written. Nintendo head Satoru Iwata has said the protocol is that there is there to protect the child-friendly aspect of the service. Quote, the attraction of a social network is the immediacy of the feedback. But personally, I think 30 minutes should be acceptable. This is so sure to scratch people's <laughs> heads is less than ideal for those wanting their message to be read ASAP. Yeah, okay. that's, that, that that'll disaster. probably be gone in like the first week You're going to tell me you're going to hire enough people to go over every single post on the Meverse? I, okay, right now, this is an imperial edict. All right, <laughs> Shriggs, write this down. I want this posted somewhere. When the Wii U comes out, if 
you are dumb enough to buy it in the first six months. I demand you make as many posts as possible. I don't care what they are. Make them clean so that they have to get posted. I want you. That's your new game. That's your Wii game right there. Yeah. Spam the shit out of them. I want people jumping off of Tokyo Tower because <laughs> they are the shame that they can't keep up with the messages. I want Nintendo run into the ground because of operating costs because they have to hire half the population of Japan to deal with all the fucking posts that are going to get up there. That is an app. Wow. You know what? Funny. This could be a precursor to what Arizona wants to do. If they actually wanted to look around and monitor everything you post, that's how they would do it. Have somebody look over every single post you make. Jesus H. Christ. You think the Japanese don't have any sex now? You wait until, you know, daddy's not coming home after a 20-hour shift because he's reading some asshole's post from America. No, I, I... and I don't the child friendly aspect of it. You can do that with word filters. Maybe not. Yeah, I, it's maybe it's not perfect, but you or, can do it. Yeah, you know, this isn't. I right. bet they don't or want like a password know. protected form, right. like you know, adults only form right. here, or whatever. It's they it, don't. They just don't want fly. people going. This thing fucking sucks. I can't <laughs> believe I spent four hundred fucking dollars. If you can read this, get out now. You know, like. manly stuff. Nintendo police. I'm sorry. I just got a picture in my head of these. Three me's dressed up as cops, <laughs> beating the shit out of some black me because he has. He posted like the N word. Get his ass! I will give that about two, three weeks at the most. Then they'll be like, "Okay, we screwed up." Mm-mm. Then they'll change it. They can't. Oh, you, you, because you, you can change that. No, 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 no. They're on record as saying it's going to be child-friendly to make sure that no pedophiles work their way in there. They're on the hook now for promising that they're going to go out there and monitor every single thing that's said. They may decide how they're going to do it and change, but I guarantee it's not going away. They are fucked! Jesus, they are fucked. A system nobody wants paying a bunch of guys to monitor a bunch of posts that are mo- at inane at best. Wow, this is going to be great. I guess it's time for the quickening, huh? It's 10 o'clock at night. They're going on 10.30. Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to this. Stuff. Yes. Oh, yeah. So am I. So am I. Here we are. Born to be kings. <laughs> Thanks. We're the princes of the universe. Greetings, Hyman. Like you call? I can't hear anybody talking to you. I mean, I can't even talk. I got a bond. have the manners of a goat. I gotta tell you, <laughs> that's what I'm, I'm afraid is going to happen is this is... Now, keep in mind, I don't... Because last time he almost peed himself. <laughs> exactly. This time, though, I wrote it. Here comes the self-deprecating thing, the deprecating comments. I am not Highlander. I don't pretend to have the same kind of, uh, of sarcastic and comedic flair that he has. So I will do my level best. And I hope it's at, at, at the very best, at least it's entertaining. Uh, oh, yeah. You're similar to me. You're just an asshole. He's a funny yes. asshole. Question... I want to know if you could travel back in time to any period, what time would you go to, where would you go, and what would you do there? Well, an excellent question. I know exactly what time I'd go back to. I would use my knowledge of the future to completely fuck that future. I would go back to the time of the Cortez, you know, the conquistador who lands in Central America to take over the Aztecs, or the Incas, or whatever those long-nosed red people are. They're all the same, and they all love smallpox. Anyways, I'd tell the Indians I was their new, new white god and convince Cortez that I was the second coming of Christ with my knowledge of Europe and its future. I'd convince Cortez that there are large gold nuggets hidden in the bellies of all Inca children, and if he wants to get rich, he only has to go and kill them to collect it. 
I then tell the Incas that Cortez and his Spaniards are the greatest delicacy known to man, that anyone who eats a Spaniard gains immortality. It's kind of like taking a mixture of the Fountain of Youth and the Lost City of Gold and putting them together. I would then sit back and wait until they're all dead, take as much of the gold as I want, and head back to the future. I then use that gold to dominate the market, buy myself the presidency of the world, get an island and stock it full of hot naked chicks, and begin to go down the purge list, purging all, purging the godless and unworthy. Plus, in the future, if I've done my job right, there won't be any Incas or Spaniards, and truly, that is a future I think we can all agree is bright and promising. Question. I was told Asian women have things other than their eyes slanted. Is this true? Yes, actually, this is very accurate. A friend of my brother's, Baron Von Gosu, said that an Asian woman's vagina is actually horizontal. Apparently this person, we'll call him Dan, dated an Asian chick and was asked this very question by a drooling, bespeckled virgin who has never seen a woman before, let alone an Asian one. He convinced this basement-dwelling hero that the vag of the Japs are sideways, which, if you stop and think about it, makes sense. Didn't Sony come out with a VHS player some years ago and this was considered revolutionary? It's all falling into place. Asian women are simply walking VHS players. It probably took some engineer banging his wife one night to stand up and say, Oh, Eureka, I got it. I make movie player out of wife pussy. Everyone wants to see this. I make lots of money, get myself penis enlargement, and some white women's. Ironically, this is also the invention of movie pornography. Question, why is Voyar always late? Well, this one's easy. You see, Voyar is an alcoholic deadbeat. Truly, if there's anything lazier than a drugged-out black man who is also a Democratic Party volunteer who is collecting welfare while dealing crack at the street corner, it is Voyar. You see, Voyar may drive 90 miles an hour to get here on time, but he still stops to buy himself a 12-pack on the way. That's when he isn't drinking me out of house and home, because like that above-mentioned drugged-out black man, he also has no money and a crappy job. Then when he does get here, he takes it as a personal challenge to kill that 12-pack before banking and weaving his way home after the show. It's like there's some kind of tiny drunk devil sitting on his shoulder yelling, Chug! 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 into his ear all night. He also dresses like a hobo. How he managed to hold down any kind of meaningful employment is a fucking mystery. Question. So far, no laugh out loud uh, segments here. Oh, well. Question. Also, since you can't disavow any knowledge or involvement this time around, the questions of the original quickening. When my girlfriend and I were a couple, she sent me naked pictures. Now that we've split up, what should I do with them? It is your duty as a red-blooded male to post those pictures on the Internet. The fact that you are no longer a couple means she is a whore, so you don't have to feel bad about posting them online. Chances are you're not, o- you're not the only meatbag she sent her nudes to. Besides, since she sent you the pics, she clearly wants attention. If you're an upstanding young man and a gentleman, then you want her to be happy. And what better way to make her happy than granting her wish of unbridled attention? You should post those pics everywhere you can, say, VTW Productions or 4chan, along with links to her email, Facebook, her phone number, and her street address. You should also send it to everyone on your email address book so that everyone knows you were hitting that at one point. If she bitches you about it, make sure to point out that when she broke up with you, it made all the prior privacy agreements null and void. Then remind her that she is still, in fact, a whore. Hang on, I'm getting... What's this? Eh, I don't care. Moving on. Question. What's the story of St. Patrick's, uh, Patrick's Battalion? A legit history question? What the fuck is wrong with you? What the fuck don't you get about the quickening? Look, this is how it works. It's a retarded question. 
The only thing people want to hear about are spicks, wiggers, chinks, and darkies. No one wants to have a legitimate question answered. The listeners want to hear about the most vile and politically incorrect nonsense possible. And here you are asking me to impart you upon you actual knowledge. Do I look like Alex fucking Trebek? Fine. The St. Patrick's Battalion was a group of some 175 deserters of the U.S. Army and pissed off immigrants who joined up with the Mexican Army during the American-Mexican War. Much like the rest of the wetback military, they got steamrolled by God-faring and benevolent American forces and showed the error of their satanic ways. Those who weren't smited by God, er, America, during the war were put on trial and executed for turning their back on the U.S. Continuing. Question. Why are some people obsessed with the color purple? Well, this is an easy one. They're fags. Pure and simple. For some reason, bending over and taking someone's meat whistle up the poop chute makes them see the world in shades of purple. They love everything violet, fuchsia, and purple. Doesn't matter what it is. They're loafers, they're pirate hats, they're daisy dukes, they're tank tops, they're eyeliner, they're lipstick, all the stuff gay guys wear. I guess it reminds them of being fruity. I don't know. I'm not a fanny bandit. It doesn't make sense to me. Question. Do any humans live in Australia or are there only kangaroos there? Hell no. The people that were there were sent to this penis colony, that was Australia, long since died out. The entire continent is overrun by nothing but animals like kangaroos and dingoes and wallabies and aborigines. No one lives there because no one wants to live there. Who would? It's one giant desert slash woodlands. They have spiders over there that are big enough to have their own health bars. Look, even the Japs didn't want that shithole. That's why during World War II they passed it on by and went straight to Hawaii. Now that's an island you want to live on. The only thing Americans know about Australia is that the commercials on TV actually try to get us to buy canned urine called Foster's Beer. We're not stupid. If I want to experience what it's like to be in, live in Australia or be an Australian... I'll castrate myself, followed by a lobotomy, take off a personal vendetta against the letter R, and go beat the shit out of the black guy who lives on the street from me, and refer to everyone and everything as mate. Question. If you could cause the mass genocide of any race, which race would it choose? The French. Hands down. Those godforsaken, wine-guzzling, socialist, pillow-biting, cheese-eating, punching bags <laughs> need to be smitten from the world. Lord knows the Germans have tried enough times to do the job for us, Instead of getting the world's thanks, they got the hell kicked out of them. Nah, I mean, other than that whole Holocaust thing, were they really wrong about wanting to beat the hell out of the French? Mm-hmm. See, the French are kind of like the obese, pimply-faced nerd who sits in the back of class. You know the one. He talks really funny, dresses really strange, and has a great hatred of bathing. Other than the Scottish, can anyone think of another country that has rolled over immediately after being attacked? Multiple times? I mean, you'd think after the Germans slipped the wall and came through rolling through Belgium the first time, naturally, you'd defend against that the second time around. What? You're going to build all your shitty forts facing the wrong direction? The Maginot Line? The Germans would never invade Belgium and come through the north a second time, would they? No, of course not. No, the French have survived through modern times by sitting on their ample asses, talking down to the United States, then screaming in their shrill, girly voices for our salvation as soon as those tootins next door get tired of hearing and seeing them. For some reason, we keep going back. I'm convinced France exists as an example from God on how not to be. How's that saying go? If you can't serve as a good example, serve as a terrible warning. Jesus, the only two French leaders worth a shit weren't even French. Charlemagne and Napoleon weren't even French. Frankly, I think the only reason they decided to lead that crappy nation is because they wanted to challenge their genius and skill. It's like going through Quake on Nightmare using only your axe. Trust me, wiping this fifth world nation from the face of the globe would be addition by subtraction. It would certainly pretty up Europe. 
Lord knows they need it, too. You ever seen the European women? Good Christ. Gorillas don't have that much armpit hair. They aren't Scandinavian women. Stay away. Question. I heard if you have cancer, people overlook your shortcomings. How do I earn cancer? To be honest, I have not a clue. I've been trying to figure it out for myself for years. I do, however, know how, to, how you can fake having cancer. This has worked for me in the past. Works to get you out of, it works to get you out of tickets, dates, taking tests, paying taxes, going to your own wedding. Listen up. Here's what you do. First, you need to make cryptic comments to friends and family about, quote, being around, not being around for much longer and not wanting to have to keep on going to the doctors. When they ask you what you mean, avoid the question. Tell them it's nothing or that you don't want to worry them about it. Then, over the next couple weeks, draw little red dots in your arms to make it look like you're taking injections. Also, take a pair of scissors and randomly cut small uh, chunks of hair off of your scalp. Continue doing this until you're completely bald. It may take a couple months. Bonus points if you put some of the hair in your pocket and drop it on the floor when you're visiting someone's house. Make sure they aren't looking. Also, to sell the story, rent a wheelchair and practice with it on occasion. Then, when people come over to your house, make sure you use it in their presence. The key to this is never admit that you're sick or that you have cancer. That way, when you're t- eventually tired of, quote, having cancer, you can go back to being healthy. If someone calls bullshit, you can simply say that you never once said you had cancer. They were only assuming you did. Or tell them that you're in complete remission and watch their heads explode. Finally, question, why do you suck so much at the quickening? I have a better question. Why do you suck so much at life? I mean, I'm the one broadcasting an award-winning internet radio show using equipment paid for by you and other organ donors like you. What's it feel like to know that I get to enjoy my hobby and, quote, suck at the quickening on your dime? You think I'd ever pay for this shit myself? Hell no. I think you have penis envy, as in, I have one and you don't. I think you also have radio show envy. You wrote into my show. In what world would I ever lower myself to even acknowledge your existence? There isn't one. Only by showing me the worship due me, by listening to my show, have I come to realize that your mother shit you out some 12 years ago, and you learned enough second-grade English to compose such a mind-numbing inquiry. Your parents should be brought up on charges of crimes against humanity for not aborting you the minute they found out they were pregnant. Well, your mom should be charged anyways. I'm guessing your father had the good sense to leave your ugly face the second you were born, and is probably making something of his life elsewhere. If you have any other questions for the quickening, send them to Highlander1G at gmail.com. It just sounds so hateful coming it from is. you. <laughs> like, it's horrible. Oh, I felt like you actually despise everybody. Well, I'm a little I sad inside. Too. <laughs> I need a drink. <laughs> I hear there's some vodka right behind you. Uh, no, I did like a... The meat whistle part, that was meat whistle. Meat whistling. Emp isn't Highlander, but he's doing an okay job. Yeah, I, I, look, I'm not Highlander, but I, I oh, want yeah, to take I a mean, crack at it. I thought it was, I thought it was okay. I thought it was good. No, I thought it was fine. Yeah. There I said, I wouldn't say this was hilarious, but really, really painful. <laughs> Manly stuff. Such a detailed explanation. You'd think he actually thought really hard about having to fake cancer. <laughs> actually, it could have been a forbidden knowledge question. Could have been. It could have been. Could have been. Why do I feel like going back to my room and crying? <laughs> <laughs> Highlander says everything was such a nice cheer. See, I think that's the difference. That's, <laughs> that's the, that's, that's the, that's trick, the difference. Yeah. Yes, he would have been much more cheery about wiping out an entire country of people. <clears throat> True. But see, I like your solution to wiping out an entire country of people. If you're going to pick someone, pick the French. I agree with you on that. Uh, 
The purple one was the best one. Scrub. That was pretty good. Yeah. That was my vote. I feel like Emperly means it, and he might. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, Profet. Emperly hates people, and this was proof. Nice. Uh, fun. I was impressed by the sheer amount of questions I got in. Of course, it was a novelty thing because I got to do them. Sure, so. sure. It wasn't a home run, but I was hoping for a single. I think you got a double out of Absolutely, it. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think so. a, a good double. Yeah. Anyways, I think that really ra- actually wraps it up at 10.33. Well, we actually did four hours of show because we figure yeah. we had 15 minutes of intro music plus another 20 minutes maybe of uh, uh, music on the breaks. It's now four hours and 36 minutes. We've done a four-hour show. Man, uh, oh, man. Without really even trying that hard. No, we, no, we had to really. rush through that yeah. stuff at the end just to get it in. Oh, man. All right. So See, that, that's why I always stay so quiet sometimes when you guys go up on the tent because I know that if I start speaking, the but tangent will go for hours and hours and hours. Okay, but you kind of have to. That's the point. You're the foil. All you're right. Okay. Than our point. Yes, that's what you're here for. All right. Well, then next week I will not be silent. I tried to take up the sword for you last week. It was all right, but it was weird. Yeah, what was wrong with you last week? You were really quiet. Was I quiet? Yeah, you were real. Yeah, huh, I don't know. Withdrawn, and we we thought you were like sick or. No, or, no, it, it's probably the Japanese class. Just trying to keep my mind on it. We discussed it. Yeah, we were like, well, I was curious. I was wondering if something was going on. No, no, nothing weird. Just, no. no, you were very quiet. Yes, more better was the purple question was yours. Yes. And I said, he loved the one with the Japanese VCR. See, I thought it was probably the worst one. Was I didn't think it was the worst. I thought it was the middle. I, I, yeah, like pur- I, I thought purple was funny just because the word pur- uh, meat whistle and poop shoot entertained me because I'm 12. Meat whistle. I like the little description of the French. Yeah, I like Wine that. Like guzzling socialist cheese eating punches. Surrender mode. I think it's overused. Try to find something that makes sense. What did we learn this week, gentlemen? We learned that we use a turd. Yeah, that's it. Yep. We learned that you're a horrible, horrible person. <laughs> <laughs> you're just now learning this after how many years of doing this? Uh, how many years of knowing me? Right, learned yeah. about digital picture frames being uh, hacked. Apparently, you can make meth in a bottle while working, or I'm sorry, shopping at Walmart. Our Chinese gold farmers are doing fucking great. 60 like million operation. gold an hour out of 100,000. Uh, you and your 20,000 that you found playing the game legitimately aren't going to exactly. be able to buy dick on the month of the auction. You are not a special unique snowflake. I just about to say that. I think that's it. That no, we had uh, 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 Shit. Hang on. Did we go over the... Uh, we, did the we, we, did the we didn't do the Apple one with the uh, spy satellite. Yeah, uh, we well, we did the internet attack. The UN- oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. the internet attack. Fight that that was. Um, or it's going to be with them when it comes to if they actually pass it. I can't imagine they will. Uh, if they do, uh, we just won't do it. We had a bunch of extra Wii stuff. There's a bunch of articles that kind of go in with Wii that's kind of expanded and kind of sucks. So yeah. if you don't get all of them, that's, that's fine. That's what we have from joystick.com. We're talking about it. Oh, shit. Oh, that was the one with the. Uh not pining for the old days, but none left made this a lot easier with his list. Yeah, he did. What was that? I mean, that's that fine, one? but it's not really his job. Well, we right. did have the one, too, where guys are becoming, you know, they're not guys. Oh, yeah. Just, the demise of guys. Right. Porn. Violent in that segment yeah. of that violent video game discussion. Right, right. I think, yeah, I think now we good. That's pretty much everything. I want to thank uh, Nowise for putting up our uh, podcast when he's able to, and the site is playing nicely, and it has not been lately, so my apologies, ladies and gentlemen. 
I have been getting the podcast up there religiously and on time. They're just not, unfortunately, populating as quickly as they need to. I believe that they are now on iTunes, so you can get them off there, even if you can't get them directly from the website right now. Uh, in addition, I thank you, the listener, for tuning in. Folks, if it was not for you, we would not be doing this. I want to thank very kindly to everybody who sent me in a quickening question. Uh, there are several, uh, some that were that had plenty of other questions. I'll be forwarding those to Highlander to continue on from there. Sure. There's plenty of good ones in there. Okay. A lot of people sent multiple questions. They only took one or two from here. And there. Gotcha. Otherwise, this would have been an hour-long segment. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors, which are Audio Audible Books, as well as Type Frag Control Servers for uh, sponsoring the website. I encourage you to listen to all the shows on the station. You can get here at vtwproductions.com. Check out the lineup for those that you want to listen to live. Obviously, you can get them all via podcast anytime you like. I would direct you to our home site at clan1g.net, home of Clan Imperial Guard. Go Guard! And encourage all of you to join us on Saturday nights to play Sins of Solar Empire. You know, sometimes it's assumed that even if you don't hear from us, chances are we're going to be playing. Uh, especially with the, the expansion coming out on Tuesday, I will be playing that. I'll be waiting for it to drop. Hopefully it's more than just a Titan ship. Just a ship. The last two expansions, that's pretty much what it was. You spent 30 bucks for one ship. Like I said, I'm pretty sure they reorganized the tech tree and threw some stuff in there, too. Um, and I know the uh, the Loyalist faction can, is like the defensive faction and uh, the uh, Rebels are the offensive guys, so they are more specialized that way. I don't know that I like specialization. I, I don't like that. I, I, like, I kind of like the way it is. If they want to add an extra race to it, that's cool. But splitting it up, I don't want to play a defensive race or an offensive race. I mean, if that's what they're geared for, because, I mean... Want to play a race and an yeah. offensive and defensive? Right, because that's how everything goes. Well, they you know? do. They're just given some bonuses. I don't know. I think you'll be okay. We'll see. Uh, let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. That's the guy who played. It. <laughs> what? Did you pass out while you're playing the beta test in that too? At least no. Fine dry? No, I stayed no? in that okay. game. That's uh, just course. against you. Right. Haha. Nz. Nz. Everybody means great guy. Like, I, Z seems like a decent guy, but unfortunately he's an internet person. Not entirely real. He's just a name on the screen. Right. Of which there are many. Probably not. Indeed. Might be a bot. I don't know. Uh, anywho, is there anything else I'm forgetting, gentlemen, that I should be remembering? Facebook and Twitter? Uh, yes. Join us on... Actually, I've been tweeting out quite a bit lately. Uh, if you... I just... Stop, stop, go thinking that. Uh, join us on Facebook and on Twitter. Holy shit, it worked. Join us on Facebook and Twitter, Ember Sport for both. Uh, follow me. Actually, we're probably looking at maybe doing a new, a new segment for Twitter. So if you or whatever godforsaken organization you're a member of, definitely follow us on Twitter. It's always something entertaining and fun. Anything else, gentlemen? We're doing the uh, no. next week's show as planned. Nothing extraordinary coming out from programming-wise. All right. Bad manners are better than no manners at all. Take last, the Internet. Hoorah! So long, everybody. <laughs>